When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This time on Those Conspiracy Guys, we cover one of the sacred cows of the conspiracy world, the Apollo moon landing. This is such a contentious issue among the conspiracy community, and one whose profile could be at the same level as the JFK assassination or the discovery of UFOs at Roswell. With stories and rumours becoming so convoluted, the many different narratives make it difficult to separate the fraud from the facts and the fictitious from the farcical. Ever since the first Apollo mission in 1969, questions have been raised over the validity of the scientific possibility of a moon landing even being achievable at this time. And the subsequent cover-up that would be required and creation of artificial artifacts were necessary to perpetuate the myth. The US need to get to the moon before the Soviets was a financial necessity and to keep public opinion on their side in a time of war was paramount. Over the last 45 years, there have been many discoveries, conjecture and opinions as to what happened that summer of 69. And some of these suggestions border on the ridiculous. With accusations of staging the whole thing in a Hollywood basement, doctoring photos and manipulating film, confidentiality agreement constricted cosmonauts crying under questioning, and a decade-spanning conspiratorial cover-up by the global astronomical community, this moon landing hoax will have you shouting, you're wrong, at your friends in no time. Could the technology of 1969 really have landed a man on the moon? Did famous Hollywood directors have a hand in the creation of a fake moon landing video for their own personal gain? Did the US government fake a moon landing to keep favour with the citizens in the midst of a red scare and to beat a much better prepared Soviet Union in a race to the moon? Did this set the precedent for mass media manipulation of the global community? Did three highly qualified astronauts quit their jobs immediately after arriving home out of guilt for deceiving their friends and family and indeed the whole world? Or is this the classic over-analysis of coincidences and conjecture that people have come to expect from the tinfoil hat toting conspiracy army? Or maybe the US really did land on the moon and we're all doing one of the greatest achievements of mankind a detrimental disservice by doubting. This time on Those Conspiracy Guys, it's T-10 seconds to the launch. Join us on our interstellar journey through the Apollo moon landing.
lift off. I can feel that G-force. Oh, the clock is running. We're back again, folks. This is this is one of the big daddies. This is a cornerstone of yeah, the conspiracy yeah. world. A tent pole, if you will. Yeah. Indeed. Um, if you've never come across the idea of a moon landing conspiracy before, what have you been doing with your Yeah, life? have you have been you? on the moon itself? Yeah. 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 With your eyes closed? Have you never... I hope you achieved something really film. good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have Listen, you no eyes? <laughs> yeah, if you've ever watched the Simpsons, an entire series of The Simpsons, you will surely have come across a joke about a fake moon landing somewhere. Uh, yeah. yeah, somewhere at least. Uh, we're, we're going to be talking an awful lot this evening about uh, Soviets and secrets and Kennedys and mm. flags and photos and all sorts of uh, mm. crazy people really minutiae uh, of this case yeah. Yeah. but we're also going to be talking about the broader the broader subjects like the whys the big whys mm. and even if it was was it fake was it, was it actually fake did we actually go there was it necessary we don't know yeah, yeah. How, how necessary is it unnecessary uh, but with us this mm-hmm. week uh, is a very dear friend of the conspiracy guys mm-hmm. uh, he is one of those now yeah, uh, our good friend Emmett. Hello. He, he was the voice you heard on the intro. Yeah. Hello, Emmett. Hello. How are you? Well, Welcome to the bunker. Well, well, yeah, we're down here now. Uh, we have the first the time, time the time release uh, lock is set to two hours, so yeah. we're going to have to stay over two hours at least. Long time yeah. listener, first time caller. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And uh, yeah. so in our first episodes, people know that we're we're quite good for. Yeah. You know, researching and having a, an unbiased opinion, and oh, we like to think that way. Well, ourselves. yeah, I mean, shit. Certainly. I suppose we only get a few Facebook posts going. You guys are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> or do you know the person talks like that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they do. They all talk like that. They all right. talk like that. Everybody on Facebook talks like that. That's <laughs> what my Siri is set to. Reads it back. But um, this one fairly close to you. Yeah, it's at the California dopey bitch. <laughs> but. Um, we, we like we we've described how we got into conspiracy theories. We don't claim to be experts, but I mean, yeah. Well, for me, it was, your... it was JFK, and I remember when you were talking about JFK, you said that you when were... we were talking about JFK, yeah. Oh, I see. in our show, well, yeah. in your show that I listen to a lot. That's uh, okay. That's exciting. You were you were saying about your father and your brother were arguing. Uh, you had to leave the sitting room. As yeah, they discussed I was watching the, the movie. Yeah, I was watching the movie, and I was told to leave. And it was they were watching Malcolm X and JFK back to back, and I wasn't allowed to watch either. Yeah. But you managed to watch it. Yeah, they made me like this. Well, when I, when I was a kid, I remember there was a documentary on the Kennedy assassination. It might have even been the men who killed Kennedy, mm-hmm. you know, because my brother and father got so passionate about it. Mm. And I just remember them arguing about the implausibility of the one shooter. Yeah. Uh, even my brother... Your dad I, was on the side of, like, yeah, I, he, I take the... Official official line. Yeah, yeah, he was. It was like it was a one shooter and all that sort of thing. My brother was going crazy saying it wasn't and all that. To the point where my brother was on his knees, going across the floor, pretending to be the president, waving while my father simulated simulated letting off three shots, saying, "See, it was possible." I'm like, "You're both idiots." And your man's just in the corner with a stopwatch, going, "That wasn't six seconds." Yeah, it go, wasn't. Go back in the kitchen, woman. Make me a chicken pot pie. No, I don't want it for childhood. Uh, so yeah, that, that's what it is. I got into the Kennedy. Conspiracy. Theory, right? Don't mind uh, taking part in that reenactment. I'll play George Bush Senior standing in the background smiling. Can I see you? Can I see you? It's a YouTube video that's getting ready to to be released by those conspiracy guys. It's Absolutely. Emmett and me and Paul yeah. recreating. The Just t- shuffling along on your knees, waving. Yeah. I begs. I begs to be uh, Lee Harvey, Jack Ruby. <laughs> I begs to be Jackie Kennedy. Oh, <laughs> oh no. no, here we go. I want to no. get into a nice tight skirt and you want that, you want that ass. Squeeze it over my big old butt cheeks. But uh, yeah, so welcome, yeah, Emmett. It's going to be I'm, great talking with you. You've been you've been up to your eyes in Moonland and stuff all week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's a lot of I'm just, I'm just fascinated with the moon in, in general yeah. anyway yeah. Just, he was out saluting the moon folks before he started he was indeed he was out saying his uh, saying his prayers to La Luna I was I was saying you know I still love you baby you know, you? I'm not betraying you <laughs> anytime Emmett sees the moon during the daytime he asks it if it's alright if it's lost if yeah. it needs any help you, you, you okay you're yeah. like I, I believe those men came on your face yeah <laughs> when I was a kid imagine this when I was a kid a friend of mine we must have been tiny because he looked at the moon he was out during the mm. day and he looked at me and he said is that the third world <laughs> I was like oh my god are you my friend that's <laughs> awesome yeah so like what's your affiliation with the moon do you think it's more than just uh, affects the the tides of the planet and oh yeah it's absolutely necessary yeah uh, you, know, you ever see a documentary called why we need the moon and stuff it just goes through various things that if it wasn't there yeah. we'd, be in a, we'd be in a lot of trouble yeah you know? it's part of our, our kind of our cosmic lucky hand that we were dealt the the Goldilocks zone that our planet resides in, our, our gas giant that kind of exactly. keeps our, our solar system populated but keeps it unpopulated. Yeah. Because that's, that's exactly well. it is. It's the same with the sun. Like, I look at the sun every day and I just go, it's incredible, man. I know exactly mm-hmm. where it is and what it's doing. And mm-hmm. That's just fascinating. A lot of people would probably take that for granted, I suppose. Everyone does. But then yeah, they'll yeah. say there's an invisible man in the sky. And then when you say, no, I'm crazy about the moon and space, and they go, you're mad. And I'm like, oh, I'm mad because I'm crazy about something that's tangible and I'm, there. Yeah, I'm I, always, I always think of the moon as like the, the Bobby to the, the Bobby Kennedy to the sun's jacket. <laughs> yeah. Where does the same work, does as hard a job, yeah. you know what I mean? Lays as much pipe. He also <laughs> likes. Well, he likes the nightlife too. Yeah, but, but doesn't need all that acclaim. You know what I mean? He, he can only he can only just sh- he can only shine under the light of his brother. Do you know what I mean? That's true. true. That's That's true. Wow. Goes a lot deeper than it that. It does go a lot deeper. Yeah. Also, Bobby has a dark side. <laughs> and you won't want to see my dark side. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's great to have you here, man. And, yeah, it's and great to be here. I'll that you're, that you're interested in the moonland. Like, there's a lot of stuff in this that God, it's, it's yeah, raises this eyebrows. I have, a, I have a cramp in my forehead from raising my eyebrows so much yeah. all week. Like, yeah. I could initially just say, you know, no way, man. And then I go, yeah. hang on a minute. That is weird. What is that? Mm. Yeah, it's like any of the conspiracy theories that we've talked about over the last say six seven eight months hmm. um there's always one or two little pieces of evidence or little pieces of information that we just go what the fuck yeah what, how does that how, that's like, so in weird. the narrative of the whole yeah uh, uh, theory as we say we only get them when they become conspiracy theories or when people have like found interest in them or found something weird in it like we did a, an episode on the atlov's pass hmm. where nine russian hikers all died in mysterious ways all in like different inexplicable yeah. mysterious ways I've heard about that and each one kind of stranger and more alarming than the next yeah and it just it's gruesome right yeah, yeah all gruesome but very very strange and we're going okay and we have it solved like there's six of them and, and this happened this happened cool we have it solved what about the other three? Oh fuck that's inexplicable like there's no way to to tidy that bit away and the moon landing kind of stuff is the same yeah. where you could say yeah alright America needed to get to the moon because they needed to show strength against the Soviets who were also very very close to getting to the moon yes but, do you know, and then dot, 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 like all the different reasons why they couldn't, all the different reasons why they could. Mm. Like, it's 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 a big argument that you could have yeah. with someone who knows. I was listening to podcasts during the week of uh, Joe Rogan arguing with a, a devout skeptic on uh, the Conspiracy Skeptic episodes. And uh, that guy had an answer for everything. Joe was all like, what about the moon rocks? What about this? What about that? And the guy had an answer for everything. You know, like a debunked answer. A debunked yeah. answer. And he, had, he fucking had it down, man. He was just, Joe Rogan was swimming. But at the end, like, Joe was throwing out stuff that your man was just like, well, that's not even a thing. And Joe was like, well, to us. It is. Being us yeah. being a conspiracy theory community. Mm. Yeah, it is a fucking thing. Yeah. Because I, to anybody that has like a, 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 
analytical brain, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist. That's like a dirty word nearly. Like mm. uh, Any information that you can't quantify or put into any kind of reasonable explanation as to why it was, that's a, a cause for investigation. Yeah, mm-hmm. it question everything. Everything, question, yeah. as well as your sources. Mm. And this, when we, when we were researching this, what we found is, this and forgive the pun here people but this more than anything has a dark and a light side mm-hmm. that for every conspiracy theory thrown out there's a massive amount of debunking science yeah, behind yeah. it huge and just it's it, this was huge like debate wise yeah debate wise it's not it's not heavy handed on either side it's mm-hmm. really even and big this yeah. was one of the the biggest like research this was projects I've been researching this for the last three days solid nearly trying to get every little piece and there's just too much yeah do you know but yeah, I mean, the, the moon is still being talked about today isn't it like probes on a Chinese probe on it the, yeah, the Russian the, probes the Russian it's, and, it's uh, still it's still a t- like a target that people want to exactly. acquire it's yeah. still like uh, an achievement people want to Bush said in, put on their put notch on their belt you know? what was it I think 2010 Bush said we're going back to the moon we're going back yeah. Yeah. that just that just fell off by the side of it. yeah, yeah there was a big backlash I remember in the media of that of why bother going to the moon again Let's hit Mars. Let's go to Mars. Let's, let's stick, yeah. if let's we stick can a do on Mars. Let's do it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. We can do it. Let's do it to it. Well, let's get in there to the moon landing and see yeah. why the reasons why and and. Well, I think first things first. What you got to do is close your eyes, listener. Transport yourself back to the summer of '69, if you can. When truth is found to be lies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's actually a good. I think the truth, hey, man. When the yeah. truth is found to be lies, that's a nice way of kicking yeah, that yeah. off there. Sixties, yeah. the sixties, yeah. with the tail end of the sixties. This was right the time the the 60s. when Brian Adams had got his first real six string. He, that he bought the five and dime. Bought the five and dime. Yeah. Uh, and he was playing until his fingers bled. Yeah. yeah. That was the summer of sixty nine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 June. July, yeah, yeah. around about that time. So. That's what I like. This is a this is a time in the world, especially in the US, where we're talking about where this all ha- is coming from. This is a time where it seems in recent popular culture, love and war are as high as they can be in public yeah. consciousness. And it, certainly, American, uh, a large chunk of the American population of youth were thinking, of going, the world is changing right in front of us, and we, we are, are changing, changing it. Yeah, it seemed. Yeah, it really seemed on a precipice where it could. It could turn into peace, yeah. or it could turn into a continuation of the system in place. Yeah, which and, uh, I, it, which it, I, it, I mean, that's it, what happened. It, yeah. it, it lattered. Yeah, I'm yeah. also. Think. You have to think. Well, you know, my parents. Well, your parents were. What age were they um, at the time? I think my parents were teenagers, were, right? Teenagers, yeah, in the of 60s. course they were. Yeah. And but in Ireland, it's not. No, like we're talking to you from Ireland, folks. Just in case you didn't check on your yeah. on your uh, iPhone or iPod or podcast app where this is coming from we're, we're broadcasting we're, from these are Irish accents yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you might be wondering why look, non-regional we're, we're a neutral country if you want anyone looking at conspiracies it's a neutral person yeah plus Indeed. the fact we don't have any SEPA or SOPA or any of those yeah. kind of laws we can say whatever the fuck we want we can so. google whatever we want yeah we can look up anything I mean oh, incognito obviously but, but like 60s in Ireland was a time of like uh, uh, you know sexual awakening yeah. but still we were very repressed repressed very I'm talking about sexual awakening as in like I will recognise that I have a penis and it ejaculates and I can have sex just for the sake of sex yeah. not just pop yeah. creation like there was a thing called French letters it was a it was a, an old term which <laughs> it was people sending condoms in the post from France because condoms oh, wait for it were illegal, illegal. in Ireland yeah. up till 19... 89 I do believe yeah. I may be wrong with that and I'm not going to go off oh, and check no, it I but I think it's 89 they were illegal because of the church because of church rules yeah. and uh, yeah. people had French letters so they were getting 
getting jiggy with it wow, and, and seeing the rest of the world like in bell bottom jeans and Beatles Beatles haircuts it's not as bad as Soviet Russia where blue jeans and Beatles yeah. were com- completely outlawed yeah. basically we're not and the Beatles became popular uh, in, in a huge thing in Russia after the Beatles were broken up yeah it was only yeah. then they were allowed to yeah because they don't make no more music yeah. But in America, it was a completely wild time, absolutely yeah. crazy. Yeah. Summer of love, like Ameri- America had that um, atmosphere of anarchy, yeah. and mm. and also of like oneness, togetherness. There were people were taking these mind expanding drugs mm-hmm. and being encouraged to by people like uh, uh, Timothy Leary uh, and Abby Hoffman. Yeah, Doctor Hoffman. They were we've d- we've done like the MK Ultra mm. uh, episode on LSD and, and yeah, the encouragement of the youth mm-hmm. to take this thing to, to tune in. Mm. To turn, turn on, on and, and drop out, out. and they were saying like if you take this it'll open your mind and you realise we're all one we're all together mm-hmm. uh, let's stop the war there was a whole movement then of the Black Panthers and yeah. the African American community Civil were like movement. no Vietnamese ever called me the n-word yeah. let's bring all our black Probably. soldiers home because yeah. you know we're fighting for a country that hates us Muhammad Ali like uh, protest and stuff like that 60s was a tumultuous time mm-hmm. a really tumultuous time and this was a time that needed this global unification, this, uh, you know, an amalgamation of effort globally to reach outside of our world, to touch something else, mm. it, it, to, to make us feel like, okay, we're part of something bigger. Yeah. And and it was really well supported. Like. Let's stop all the fighting in the first and Yeah. 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 But what you, exactly what, what you had at this time was an incredible amount of tension between the US and Russia. Yeah. And you had an arms race. What what bled into the space race was the arms race. Yeah. Was, and yeah. the space race was an, essentially a, a retail arms, arms race. race. Yeah. All it was an arms race. It was who could build the biggest rocket yeah. without a bomb at the end could of it. You colonize space, and when you colonize space, you militarize space in their exactly. control well I mean well you do oh, I mean yeah anytime is, you have a strategic where, where uh, advantage over another country yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and being in orbit around a country is strategic advantage absolutely yeah. missile early warning early warning missile systems and stuff like that so the mm-hmm. Russians had satellites over America and vice versa and when the the other nukes went up you were able to shoot them out of the sky and this is where it was going and in the 80s Reagan and this and Star Wars and he's putting all these um, you know laser guided weapon systems and stuff in space Mm and uh, we'll even talk about it in a future episode in the the Disclosure Project which is Stephen M. Greer's uh, 2001 press conference where he announces yeah we we have alien technology we want to stop the weaponization of space because Mm -hmm. when the aliens show up we're going to fire all our lives at them because we're dopes Yeah. yeah And this is where it was headed. And the Americans had to win this. They had to get there. Yeah. They had to be the first. And if they weren't the first... They were the last. They I mean, the this, last. Is, this is a two-horse race in the space. Big time. And the Americans were piling money. Piling money. After Kennedy's very, very famous address in which he... Well... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're both looking we're at each other. You, you, you who, who, who's do going it. to do the you Kennedy impression? Uh, we, we choose to send a man to the moon in this decade and return him safely back to the Earth. We choose to do these things not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because they are hard, yeah. exactly. And they said and that now. That's sixty. The sixty-one, yeah, yeah. 64. And this is this is around in the about United the, Nations. This said. is around about the time, like this, this uh, psychological. I I feel anyway that it, it was definitely like a winning of hearts and minds. Yeah. We talk about now, like in Iraq, Syria, uh, Iran. And even in Afghanistan. Like Afghanistan, and even in Israel and Palestine and stuff like that, where it's a it's a battle for hearts and minds. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you win the heart of the people, if you win the mind of the people to your side, they're going to do everything for you. Mm-hmm. So we're coming from 
a war that the Americans basically like, hey, we, we went over there and we, we kicked those uh, kicked those Nazis' asses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we pulled France's ass out of fire, pulled Britain out. Those guys will be speaking German if it wasn't for us. To this day. Basically. To this day you could say that. Some guy would come over there, hey, shut your mouth. You'll be speaking German if it wasn't for me. Yeah. be like, okay. Um, and the guy says, I am German. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm already speaking German. Okay, sorry Thanks to bother to you. Sorry to bother yeah, you. Yeah, if it just went home. I just wanted to say thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, like, uh, America's like, uh, they're, 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 they need to have the hearts and minds of the people. They're coming out of a, a second world war where they've won. They're going into the 50s, the boom time where people are fucking all the time mm-hmm. in really sharp suits. Consumer. Really sharp suits. Yeah. Having loads of babies. Consumerism is, is born. Capitalism is born white picket fences and sears nuclear and, family and yeah like n- literally mm-hmm. nuclear yeah. family but like like let's buy houses let's make suburbs let's let's consume you know and then you're coming into a time when these kids then for, who were born in the war times or early 50s are growing up in the 60s and going what was that yeah. what the fuck was that going was on? a weird decade. weird time when I people think. started liking ireland going hey i have a dick i want to use it yeah. hey what are these things hanging off the front of me i wonder if i show them when i get drinks <laughs> like yeah. stuff's happening you know like the, the psyche world psyche is changing in america uh is kind of like we are the best we're number one yeah. usa usa uncle sam wants you so much so that they feel like that their way of life is is just better that's it than another way of life everybody in America is just like communism that's a different way to live ugh I don't want to live like that and nobody I know should yeah and nobody else should be allowed to completely yeah. and you're wrong I mean, if you think yeah. that way let me let me take you to school on that even if it means me kicking your ass yeah. I'm going to convince you that we are the superior man. but even more so in the 60s as you say, just coming yeah. out at the end of World War Two and all that, they really did. Everyone, but was it was like, a, we it, are the great. It was a mentality yeah. of we have to have an enemy. There's a dichotomy. Yeah. We have to have uh-huh. this uh, us and them. Yeah. And yeah. even you know, and we've often said, like Paul, we've often said that the word them. That we often said the word they and them yeah. for this like shadowy, unnameable yeah. cabal. Yeah. Like that, there has to be this, you know, bipartisan way of living for humans that it's like the good guys versus the bad guys yeah. you know the, I think there's a, the thing. white versus the black the good witch versus the the, yeah. the bad witch you know yeah, like Glenda versus you know whatever the mm, fuck her name was mm, Brenda uh, Brenda the, the bad witch of the south was it was it Brenda no it couldn't possibly be that. Glenda and Brenda you're yeah. thinking Glenda, Glenda or Glenda the um, what's his name movie the worst director of the world Maul Ed Wood <laughs> the movie called Glenn or Glenda. Oh no! Yeah, but it sounds like, it sounds like uh, Adam Sandler's going to remake that one. Yeah. But the, yeah. the atmosphere was like there has to be an enemy, and when the Nazis were defeated, the the next natural enemy then was the the communists. Mm-hmm. And they fall fell out with them. Over, yeah, absolutely. Over the, like breaking up Berlin and going like which bit which bit of the pizza do you want? And yeah. Russia's like, well, I want all of it. Why we we are closer. Yeah. He who he who smelt it dealt it. Yes. Yeah. We we you touched it last. Yeah. <laughs> like like says, I can see it from my house. Yeah. So I'm out there coming. Yeah, I was here first. But like um Yeah, the US and Russia just kinda of really take up mm. in the arms race and then the space like, essentially the space race is a lot more noble a race to be undertaking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wish they were having a, still having a space race today, because yeah. it would be at least going towards something yeah it, 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 it promotes uh, advancement it promotes yeah, it's an admirable achievement yeah. for a nation to, to undertake yeah. and you could, so you can understand the pressure of the time that the, the arms race was over but the space race was the new arms race 
it, but this was the one to win. Yes. So if you so win the arms race, great, but you can't be that proud of it. No, you can't yes. be that proud that you created more nuclear weapons than anyone yes, else I ever has. But when you when you reach the moon first, yeah. that'll that's go like, down in history. That's that'll like, never yeah. be forgotten. The, never. Kid, the kid who collects the most white dog shits in summertime. You're like, yeah, yeah well done, dude, but like, all you've, got, all you've got is a big bag of white dog shits. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is that for? Yeah. But the thing is, like, America was going into these countries that were being... Uh, co-opted by the communist regime or regiment like they were going in and finding a country right beside it putting guns in all of their hands and going see all them they all hate you because you live free and they're communists and they're going to come and take over your shit and all your shit won't be worth anything because everybody is the same so they're saying it to all the rich people in that country like Noriega yeah. and like all of these guys in these Southern American countries and going communism's coming mm. and they're going to take all your riches and you're going to be as rich yeah. as, a sweet, as a sweet streeper <laughs> as a street sweeper and you have to fight this and the lads are like what give me all those guns I'm gonna fucking shoot these communists and it started off all these small imperialistic uh, you know localised wars between yeah, two countries yeah. and 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 in a way, you know, the, the space race and the race to the moon is an extension of that supremacy, that psychological supremacy. So exactly. America had to get there but, first. But, yeah, but it was strategic as well, because we were just saying that about, like, you know, air superiority won, yeah. won, won the Second World War. Yeah, so. Absolutely, yeah. Space but superiority space will win that's it. the Third World War. Absolutely. Will be a, a war in space. Yeah. You own the planet if you own the space around it. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. So as part of like the Cuban Missile Crisis and apart from uh, like the Soviets being right on the doorstep of America and knocking on it and going, listen, communism's at your front door. Everybody was scared. Everyone had a bomb shelter in the fifties. We yeah. had a fortune. The people were reporting each other. They had a special branch of the CIA, of the government mm-hmm. that were out basically looking for communists mm. if you were reported as a communist by your friend for like I don't know stealing all the sugar packets someone reports you as a communist and you'd be brought in and questioned and there was mm. all these special laws brought in to combat communism domestic communism or whatever even the president at the time Nixon yeah I think it's true but people like Elvis would yeah. say to him oh uh I'll look out for communists. If I ever find any, I'll tell you. I'll be the yeah, first to tell you. Don't worry. He also said... I'll pull them out with, with, with my pelvis. Yeah. Right over here. <laughs> and oh, there's one. Oh, there's another one. Uh, and uh, even Len- John Lennon was targeted by Nixon and all this. Mm, yeah, but it was, like, it was like a dirty slur. It was like a, yeah. a you know, a, a boy cried wolf thing where it's like, oh, communist. Mm-hmm. And then hippie and communist mm-hmm. or protester and communist because if you weren't with us, you were against us. Yeah. And anybody like these Berkeley uh, College protesters and all of these flower Kent children, mid sixties, all of these kids that were chaining themselves together for peace and love and free all these people who were arrested for marijuana offences and mm. all this kind of stuff, uh, they were all branded as well. If you're not with our regime of capitalism and consumerism, then you must be a communist. You're an enemy of the state politically, mm. and also you're against God. You yeah. godless mm. heathen. You know, yeah, no religion. Yeah. No religion too. No religion and no politics and yeah. you're just like, well, what are you then? Yeah. 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 I, 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 a dirty footed hippie who yeah. doesn't pay taxes. You are a useless person in our So in I can our shoot society. you on, I can shoot you on campus. Yeah. 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 But that's 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 what we're looking at. So they, they had to beat the, the fucking they had to beat the Russians. Yes. They had to and get there. And any and means necessary. By any means necessary mm, yeah. indeed. So so Kennedy is talking in sixty one going, No, we do it but not because they are easy, but because they are hard and the hard thing was to, oh, hey. hey! The hard thing was to 
make sure that they got there first. Mm-hmm. They had to be ahead at all points, and they really, really weren't. Yeah. Like, they were no. way behind. They Shockingly. were way behind the Soviet space program. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as we know, Sputnik's up there already. Mm-hmm. Gagarin's been up there already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pucci the dog's been up there already. <laughs> like it. Like her first dog. Like it. A lovely, a lovely was, German Was Valentina Tereshkova, was she up there already, the first woman? Did, did that happen? She, she wasn't up until after oh, okay. Apollo 11. 11. Yeah, she, like, essentially, the Russians are firing up anything at hand into space. They were firing up loads of these time bio- time time. biological, like, like biodomes. Mm. They were, like, putting Polly Shore into a glass <laughs> box and shooting them into space, thank God. Mm. And, uh, he came back. Yeah. <laughs> the weasel is back. Yeah, I think oh, the listeners are going to hear that right in their ear holes. <laughs> so, at the, t- at the time of the Apollo flight in, in July 69, yeah. the Russians had logged... 500% more space time mm-hmm. than, than they had logged 100 hours to the Americans 20 hours yeah like that's a phenomenal amount more mm. the USSR was sending these like biodomes I- into space mm-hmm. and they had like animals and biological life on board so that they could witness the effects of outer space on these living things on Earth to see if they could carry them to another planet yeah. or you know all these like science see how the radiation would affect them see how mm-hmm. uh, could they survive yeah, yeah. And um, and they had animals like uh, there was dogs, monkeys, wasps, different bacteria growing, rats, plants, mice, frogs. Even a chinchilla and a guinea pig were sent up there. The first monkey was sent up by the United States, and it died only on impact. But they were trying to find out what what these uh, the space radiation would do to a living creature. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, they, they were so far ahead. They were like yeah. America was like, oh, we are we're shit. Mm. We're really bad here. Like and in. Like I was saying, uh, like JFK was calling for these people, like to really ramp it up. He was uh, apologizing mm. that we weren't to uh, as, as as far up because, like, mm. the Russians were sending stuff up in the fifties mm. when America was kind of standing there, like you know, a a nineteen year old girl who's moved into her college dorm and she just bought like an IKEA chest of drawers yeah. and she's just standing there with all the bits of metal going, which bits gone, which bits. <laughs> now that's not being like feminist to say women can't put together furniture, but we've all seen it. Yeah, <laughs> we've all seen well, that like, happen. This is yeah, as we said, America are struggling in the space race against the Soviet Union, despite having splitting atoms every five minutes behind them. True. And making atomic bombs, yeah. but. They're really struggling against the Russians in this. Absolutely. In, in and this they're state. struggling at the same time on the other side of the planet with the Vietnam War, yeah. which was going pretty badly by this stage. And it was called the Tea Time War, I believe, as well, because it was the first time people weren't fooled, like, you know, the yeah. war is hell, but now you could actually see it on your television being mm-hmm. hell at six o'clock. You could, wa- you could watch it eating your you dinner. You could watch it eating your dinner. Yeah. Watching, TV watching dinner war, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the Vietnam War for for... Uh, like propaganda purposes was supposed to be the war against communism the war against the advancement of communism Mm -hmm. against red China Mm -hmm. going where they shouldn't be going send all them slants home yeah now Vietnam was originally a French war that they couldn't win and pulled out of Mm -hmm. and America decided to take it over and they really just needed like a war machine to pump a lot of money into the economy but it was it was bleeding them it was really bleeding them. And this yeah. space race cost them billions as well. It was bleeding them. Mm-hmm. But it was contractors, like army contractors, how much, we said in a, in a previous show, like how much they made on helicopters alone in the Vietnam War, which is a, a, like yeah. a helicopter yeah. war. So there was companies that were making like millions, even billions from creating 
military hardware to fight in this war yeah. and also pumping bins into the space technology. Yeah. That, uh, the same thing happens to contracting companies. There's people that yeah. are making money out of the space race. There's yeah. people making, course. Money, making parts, making pieces. Uh, There's advertisements maybe. People are going, all right, we've got to get us some of that. You yeah. know what I mean? They're making, yeah. they're, it's like, like an ultimate Super Bowl. Imagine getting an ad break in the middle of a space landing. Yeah. Know? But they had like, uh, say, a 30 billion dollar budget for this yeah budget for just a space to get to the moon they're yeah, 30 million quid get to the moon they're getting, yeah they're getting like 9% like Vietnam was a like a helicopter war and Bell helicopter m- made billions because like they're sending something over that's like yeah that shit's gonna be shot out of the sky mm. pretty much almost immediately <laughs> yeah, all day so we just day. like all day every day making new helicopters like we need 30 more <laughs> oh Johnny you want to stop getting shut down you know it's like uh, uh, digging the holes and filling them back in again situation yeah. so like but for, the, for this money to keep rolling into NASA into the space race you must succeed yeah like and you can't people, finish second in the two horse race you need to have people keep, interested keep your well. you yeah. have to have people interested you have to have people's hearts and minds mm. this psychological thing of let's not look at the Vietnam War which you're already all fed up of watching on the news now fed up of what like having on, on one street having like five guys that were like under 21 yeah. getting wiped out might even be from the same family yeah. horror stories like we watched we've all watched The Wonder Years mm-hmm. and when when Wendy's brother gets big killed. brother gets killed in the first like episode you're like fuck this is this is gonna be tough you know yeah. and it's very like I, I, I always watch those Vietnam movies like Good Morning Vietnam and the music that I listen to like the soul music and stuff from the time mm-hmm. like I I it's my favourite war, mm. I have to say. Mm. But only mm. for the, the cultural um, acknowledgement that it was a bullshit war that we had that they had no reason mm. to go over it's and not fight. Even, it's not even a bullshit war that they won. Yeah, and, and it was just like, you know, that vacant perpetuation of, of yeah. this machine of war to make mm. money, you know. Yeah. And people realised that the 60s, they knew this stuff was happening. So 69, they needed a, an emotional and psychological uplift of yeah. like, okay, well, we're spending loads of more money on space. We're going to go to the moon. Mm. Let's watch the preparations of these astronauts rather than let's watch our, you know, 20-something yeah. guys Just like walking around with no legs yeah do you know well, what I mean? and uh, from a philosophical point of view it, it represents everything like the the, the the space race and the the mission to the moon is everything that the human race can achieve yeah. look, look what we can do the we can greatest achievement yeah we can explore space uh, or we can get down in the muck and the shit and fucking kill each other yeah over a bit of land over a bit of land over so what you, you want to do what you believe when you're standing on some bit of fucking rice paddy yeah yes like, what do you believe? Um, that everybody should have the same... Like, oh, your, that's yeah. it, like, oh, do you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so I think we should, we should really jump straight into it. Like, for me, the first time I encountered a moon landing conspiracy, yeah. it was tied up with the photographs on the surface of the moon. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's, that's the first thing that was opened up to me. Is I remember years ago, is that's where the conspiracy starts, really, for me, is... Yeah. On those photographs, that iconic that you see all the time, that you can close your eyes and you can picture some of those photographs in yeah. your mind. I, I remember the first place I saw them was in the Guinness Book of Records for God's yeah. sake, those pictures. Yeah. yeah, they're incredible photos, but it's that's where the conspiracy really started for me because when you look at them and you have the conspiracy put there with them, the theory, um, they start to be, change a little bit in your mind. They start to become a little strange. What you see before, like 
the big one for me I think the, the one that everyone knows is the, the flapping of the flag mm. yeah that's a huge one that I think most people that you would speak to about a moon landing conspiracy would say well Jesus look at the photo you can see the flag waving yeah. you can see it happening in the photo now, obviously you can't physically see it happening in a still photograph mm-hmm. I don't think that's what people are saying okay. but you can see that animation of the, the that it looks like the flag's in movement mm-hmm. um, well I'm sitting with a friend the other day and I was telling him that uh, I was coming on to do this and I said what do you think and he went well if I was to think it was faked or something, he goes, uh, the first thing he mentioned was the flag. Yeah. Even yeah. somebody who's, uh, you know, isn't knowledgeable about hasn't read anything about it, goes, oh, yeah, moon landing, conspiracy, right. The flag moved, yeah, right? It's, That's it's weird, it's isn't it? Cultural, yeah. The yeah. cultural unconscious that when you say moon landing, yeah. you're obviously, like, conspiracy theory or yeah. is is it almost... with it. Like following straight in behind it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, for anyone who possibly doesn't know what we're talking about, when... Supposedly, the moon was reached. There, of course, was a flag planted on it. As you do when you are the first to reach any new ground. Yeah. You stick a fucking flag in the ground <laughs> to prove that you were there. Yeah. And you say, I own this. And this is, of course, what the Americans did. They stuck an American flag in the ground. And this is the iconic shot. Mm-hmm. And as we said, this is one of the first things. There's no atmosphere on the moon. Mm. This is one of the first things people say is, why does the flag have any movement in it at all? Yeah. Uh, but this is also one of the first things to be debunked. Completely. Throughout the whole thing. Easy. I mean, this flag, you later find out, has a spine on it yeah. in order to make it stand erect for photographs <laughs> as, much erect. As, hello, as much as possible. Uh, we find out that there's, there's photography of the flag. The photographer, Buzz, Buzz Aldrin, after he's planted the flag, mm. walking away from it. Mm. And you can see him in movement. But as each still shot goes along, the flag isn't moving. Does the flag is staying move. exactly yeah. the same position now it's, it looks like it's, it's caught yeah. in a movement yeah. but it never moves from that yeah. position because I, I imagine even the material wasn't regular material I'm sure something yeah it's like well, tarpaulin sure it was, and, yeah or, or as possibly lightweight as possible I mean this is again when you're talking about moving something that distance yeah. uh, like a space shuttle like a, like a rocket like you a, want everything to be as minimal as possible you want everything to be as light as possible if someone says and it's been a flag you go yeah yeah cool cool make it light though with it yeah. okay <laughs> well we'll get this apparently I read that they got that flag in Sears no like yeah. last minute someone like ran last to the store minute, to pick it up some guy is like um have you got a USA flag oh <laughs> I don't know why the guy is Jewish but I just presume he would be and he'd run into Sears going yeah. like I need a flag you know yeah. they gave him one but they didn't want to advertise that that they got the flag from Sears for you know yeah, they whatever, whatever, thing, whatever yeah, reasons yeah. yeah but like yeah the flag was bought did in you, Sears did you, you bought it where Sears okay well at least tell me you got it blessed uh, <laughs> yeah we've got to yeah, do that too okay. Okay. what uh, but the, yeah imagine like how the advertising campaign Sears could go ahead and it's yeah. like yeah you know we've got oh, we've, we've even got stuff on the moon Sears are on the moon <laughs> I really, I really hope our prices are out of this world yeah, yeah. so many I hope we got a receipt though for the pay cash yeah just in case <laughs> you never know I'm bringing yeah. it back to Sears and saw like we've got the flappiest flags in America but oh. yeah the, the flag I, I was reading all about how they misunderstood what the surface of the moon was going to actually be like like the tactile mm. experience of being on standing on the moon yes. and they brought like it was a metal pole and the flag had a, another metal pole on the top of it so it would stick out so it would be visible there's no point in hanging, hanging a, a flag that won't flap in any wind yeah, yeah. Um, so they were expecting like four to six inches of soft kind of clay like powder mm. and they only ended up with an inch or an inch and a half of it mm. so when they went it just went into the rock and they were like fuck yeah. uh, let's find a place where we can just jam this in and they jammed it in between two rocks and that scene where you see it's like mm. and here we see the flag flapping in the wind but there is no around. wind it's in a studio and the, the, the air conditioning in the studio is made, and it's like yeah, or 
these guys are in outer space and then they're lightly touching a pole that's going to have an effect on a flag that they're holding yes. yeah. while they're twisting they're moving it. Well, they're, they're drilling it slowly into the ground. Yeah. In, in the yeah. footage, you see, we're, make, we're all making the little hand movements, but yeah. we're basically twisting our wrists here. But you see him do that yeah, and the flag moves. It's, it's like, that's, that's why it's moving. Yeah. Now, if I take a massive hit of DMT right now yeah. and I actually project my consciousness mm-hmm. up to the moon and have a little... Take a look at Albiel for us, right? I will indeed. But was I... Well, I but once I get to the moon on my crazy trip yeah. there, I'm not going to see that flag standing up there. Am I? Is that is that flag not there? The flag is there, but the flag's yeah. not standing anymore. No. They could, as you said, they wedged in between a couple of rocks. And as happens when you don't, when you do a job half-assed, oh. no offense, Buzz. But as happens when you do a job half-assed, when the moon lander took off. It's it blew it over. Blew the flag over. For, for, I got the pictures they needed. Yeah, the flag only stood for a couple of hours. It's like that, it it's like that famous Iwo Jima flag raising. They raised it first and then they went, oh yeah, that's not picturesque enough. Take it down and do it again. And they had yeah. like the five different dudes like held it up and that very famous like statue of the, the, the five guys raising the Forcing flag. The flag up and your man, like he was like, wait a second. Okay, yeah, hold it. Yeah, taking the picture. And he got this like, you know, Pulitzer Prize winning picture or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was all staged. That second one was staged, you know. And there it is. It's something that's iconic. It's iconic now. To this day. So, but uh-huh. I believe there's more than one American flag on the moon. Like pre- uh, consequent uh, missions put up more flags. So I remember, I think I read somewhere that the flag that fell over wasn't the original uh, was 11 one. flag it's another one wow yeah wow. I think the number of uh, Apollo 11 flag still stands could be wrong but I, 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 we'll we, we check that out we put it in a, oh, a, yeah. an article uh, the flags of you think someone would, would give it a, an extendable base the and then pack yeah. it with moon rocks in order to hold it in place just put like a couple of sandbags which are bringing sandbags up yeah uh, what did you yeah. use to, to prop it up with like you couldn't bring sand with you could you no. bring like a water bladder and just put it no well, you could use that How hammer you, that uh, was brought up. Huh? They, they, they brought up a hammer on the Apollo 16 missions to... That's true. Which they dropped with a falcon feather to show that there was... Yeah. They were in a vortex and there was... They would fall at the same time. A oh, wow. scientist. I don't think it was Newton now, but or, or was it Newton? I think yes, it was, yeah, he, that, he basically... Yeah. <laughs> in a vacuum whenever Newton said you know that this if they, they're going to both fall at the same time yeah. he, he predicted that. You know, The guy actually got to... Yeah. Uh, the very idea of weight do the experiment feather and a hammer yeah, yeah. a falcon feather large feather and a hammer and brought them up on the space shuttle and how did he convince the guys to be hammer. like let yeah. me bring a hammer it's like yeah okay you can bring a hammer or you can have like the food for five days um, if I had a hammer yeah. I'd take it into space but you see the footage you see the footage yeah. you see him do it he's going okay I'm about to do it next yeah. thing don't they both fall at the same time that's pretty cool it is really I wonder how they fake that but I mean that's a fake hammer it's a fake hammer a fake that's one of the problems with the moon at the moment is as, as we said the Russians had this habit of at the time just grabbing handfuls of whatever shit was around them and piling it into a rocket and firing well, it into space I'm sure the Americans had. had a habit of bringing shit to the moon and mm. just dumping it out there and leaving yeah. it well, and they, they went again I, I, like I bag, the, bag the technickers were, yeah the Russians yeah. were very meticulous in what they chose I'm guessing oh, yeah, absolutely. that's why yeah, everything yeah, looks so, so stripped down and bare because it's yeah. the essentials the old joke goes NASA spent so much money and so much time developing a pen that would write in space. The Russians brought a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Just bring a pencil. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, this is why they were winning the space race. Exactly. exactly. Mm. You know? Um, that sort of a simple logic, the Occam's Razor logic. Absolutely. The very yeah. reason they were Get winning her done. for that. Yeah. yeah. And also, look, you know, 
let's let's you know we're going to, there's going to be a lot of fuck ups here, people. You know what I mean? But it's going to be worth it. You know what I mean? We're going to get there. Thirty this billion. Is, this is one of the, the big issues with the the moon landing conspiracy. Like what we're talking about is these artifacts that are left there on the moon, and the reason we know they're there is because, as we said, there's been a Chinese rover uh, crawling over the surface of the moon. There's been two Russian probes uh, that have since the moon landings that and have a, gone and there, a ch- and a Chinese satellite Chang E one. Hmm. That, yeah, that's gone on orbit that's gone and said yeah all that shit's there yeah, see the all. tracks and all the yeah. stuff that's all it there. Mapped, that mapped the entire surface yeah. of the moon around one line at a time mm. the entire moon was mapped by that thing not the dark side though not the dark side but that stuff's there yeah. that's where all but that, the space stations the dark side of the moon has been uh, you know they know what it looks like yeah we photographed it yeah absolutely but it's just dark yeah, but it's not like people think it's perpetually pitch black or something. It's actually it's it's, it's it it's can be as bright can be as bright as as yeah. the other side. Yeah, I know. I only heard that recently. Wow, that's recent to me because I thought that was it. it was the dark we're we're going to be doing we're going to be doing an episode on the moon. And yeah, all folks, that. if you, you are listening, of course, to a moon landing episode. Yeah, right right now. specifically. Uh, if there's anyone out there screaming, going, "What about my hollow moon theory?" We'll get to it. We we actually will get to your hollow moon theory, mate. In another, <laughs> not, in another episode. Yeah, yeah it is comic. We'll take anybody's theory and have a look at it, like for yeah, sure. Yeah. David Ike is freaking out right now. David, it's okay. Yeah, They're going to okay. cover it. They're going to cover it. Yeah. You were right with Jimmy Savile. Congratulations. <laughs> but I thought he was a creep too. All right, so. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're we're, we're going to talk then about like the the aspects of like you're talking about the flag being mm-hmm. you know flapping in the wind. These are like the These mad hitters, conspiracy yeah. theories that come around. But another, so another one big hitter. The, yeah, one of the other like massive conspiratorial aspects of how these lads got to the moon is how they got the rockets to leave the gravity of our planet mm-hmm. and go to the moon with people on it mm-hmm. okay so we're still I'm I'm very focused on like I, 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 I know I've listened to what I've been saying over the last maybe 25 minutes very focused on how the Americans were like had to beat the Russians they had mm-hmm. to beat them mm-hmm. so the Russians were very uh, the Soviets I should say were very advanced in their rocketry mm-hmm. and they were working like Emmett said they weren't fucking around trying to find a pencil that right upside down in space mm-hmm. Or a pen that'll write upside down in space. They're, you know, just bring pencils. Bring pencils. So these guys were fucking on the ball, right? They had the rocketry that was going to power, like they were able to lift much heavier weights. Mm-hmm. They were able to propel much heavier objects, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, there's this this argument comes in maybe like three, maybe four different aspects together, which I think, like, you know. Says says a lot about the validity of the argument. That the crux of the issue. Yeah. The, the, this issue, right? So that the basic premise of it is that there are, are radiation belts surrounding the Earth called the Van Allen belts, mm-hmm. and they go from like a thousand miles up till twenty five thousand miles up. Mm. And these radiation belts have been seen or felt by people who are in orbit as like white. Um, Shooting stars Ooh, in, in yeah. inside your eyes. Flashes of white. Flashes of white. Yeah, exactly. It's coming in. It's coming in through the outside of the ship, through your spacesuit, through your skull, into your eyes, yeah. and you're seeing this. This is the how flash is happening inside your eyeballs. You're closing your eyes and you're seeing this. It's off the, off your retinas. That's where the radiation is yeah. coming in. And what so, you're seeing is what you're seeing is highly charged electrons and protons fizzing through your body yeah and this is when we talk about radiation you're maybe imagining Fukushima or Chernobyl or something or you're imagining all sorts of things this isn't like rays of radiation mm. this is like a soup of, of free radicals yeah. fizzing around at high speed highly charged Muggy particles space. just firing around at yeah. high yeah. speed yeah. they're not they're not again not the sort of powerful radiation you get from an x-ray or from a, a nuclear radiation leak but 
not equally as dangerous, but dangerous. But dangerous. Has it's dangerous. Yeah. It's like hang, it's like hanging around in like suburban Chernobyl. Mm. And they were only discovered in the same decade, the sixties, when yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Americans Still, were sending up. Even like, today, they, just, they were brand new to them, so yeah. they didn't know the the science behind it. Really, like you know. Yeah, and even cutting edge research now is mm. still a little question marky on the van. Allen belt. So every, say, every new model of it seems to increase the size of it, and the density. Yeah, of it. they say yeah. the van Allen belts come from uh, the magnetic core of the Earth that's causing a like a magnetic field around us that emanates from north. We have a spinning south. iron core, and that spinning iron core is creating a, a yeah magnetic field. A magnetosphere, right? Mm. Yeah, and this magnetosphere's like counterpart or the the byproduct of this magnetosphere is radiation mm. that's that's kind of hanging around the planet mm. in these like concentric circles or whatever, right? Mm. So like, uh, we talked about in our Nibiru episode about how the poles have been shifting over the last like few thousand years, yeah. So that these these radiation belts or these uh, magnetospheres are protecting the Earth from the solar radiation. So when they're ch- when the poles are changing and these uh, this magnetosphere becomes less potent, hmm. that like radiation coming in can burn the planet, scorch the planet. This is one of the reasons why when the dinosaurs disappeared, it was different hmm. like stages of of development and uh, evolution What's because the of these magnetospheres and hmm. uh, the poles changing and like the tectonic plates moving and stuff like that. Right. So this is really hard to get through. If you're just a guy in a tin can, Bowie style, mm. floating through space, mm-hmm. right? You have to be in like a lead line box mm-hmm. and to power a rocket that will fly a weight way heavier than what they were able to fly in the US huh. to protect these dudes was just not possible. Mm-hmm. Like the Russians had that technology and a, a month before the Apollo 11 launch, the Russians launched an unmanned rocket mm-hmm. space probe to the moon. Now, they would have been the first there if that rocket had not crashed into the moon. Yeah. It crashed, accidentally it was destroyed, yeah. and then a month later, the boys were walking on the moon. Now, right. that would lend to the conspiracy theory that, oh, fuck, the Russians are on the ball. They're yeah. after sending they the first nearly, Let's get, some, yeah. get some shit together. And within that three weeks, okay. they had gone to the sound stage, they'd filmed the boys jumping around in slow motion, and... Uh, you know, because the decade was nearly out. Yeah, and they had there, is a, there is a case at the time of even in like I see it as a person in that moment when you're you're in that two horse race and you see the other person get that close to the finish line, you feel like just if you see a chance to cheat and he's yes. your mortal enemy, you'll take it. Yes, if it's a pub quiz, you feel like just throwing your hand up and having a punt anyway. Yeah, and seeing if you want to, don't just get it. Yeah, it's like the I, last few seconds of a pub quiz. Oh, yeah, I, I, I would imagine <laughs> it, just whatever. Yeah, if yeah, I was something. in the hierarchy of the American government at that time, I would say. Pull the trigger on telling people we did it. Yeah, just yeah. get it out there. Get it out there. We did it. Yeah. We'll worry about truth. <laughs> the we'll truth. consequences. We'll worry later. about the truth yeah. later. They're too yeah. close. Yeah. yeah. yeah let's and whatever, whatever we can't make up, just say we don't know. Or, or yeah. so we get into that later on with the stars and stuff like that. Or maybe somebody said, you know, I'll tell you what. Right, we're going to do this, but even if uh, if it looks like we can't do it, we're going to say we did it anyway. Yeah, so yeah, we're going to land on the moon, whether it's true or not. But sure, that's that's the prerogative of every mm. musician and every artist or anything nowadays. Like any, you know, marketing or advertising executive would say, fucking fake it till you make it. Yeah, absolutely. Live the dream. And if you're not living the dream, dream you're living it. Yeah. And then tell everybody. Oh, yeah. I'm going to write that down because that would just flew out of my mouth. That was beautiful. I would just say, live, live the dream or, or, or just dream that you're living it. 
Yes. Oh, I, said, I yes. gotta go back Beautiful. over it. I said a couple of them in the shows, and I just yeah. I, I'm gonna write these down. There's just gonna be a stuff little... that should be on bumper stickers that yeah. you can attach to the front of a T-shirt. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna or make on the a Westboro Westboro <laughs> Baptist Church signs. I'm gonna make a T-shirt, uh, and it's gonna have that written on it. What it's like when the uh, producer uh, says, uh, "Okay, well, this, is, this audition's going well. Uh, can you ride a horse? Yes." And you just say to yourself, "I have six months to learn how to ride a horse." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so. These these Van Allen belts were untraversable by by any standards of technology in 1969. Uh, they had never tried like uh, to get through there with an unmanned probe. They were way behind the Soviets, and lo and behold, 30 days after an unmanned space probe, boys were skipping yeah. around in the sea of tranquility. Uh, uh, like that smells like what the fuck are you at? Like mm-hmm. that really smacks of desperation or you know just unbelievable convenience yeah 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 Yeah. and they managed to keep it all on the DL while the Soviets were like going to the moon and everybody's like yeah no we have something lined up for like the summertime but like you know I don't know yeah we're gonna we're gonna and we're gonna people, fly in the summertime because we want a nice sunny day. We don't want to launch a rocket in the rain or at night or at night. Yeah, but the people on the street, you see interviews. People are saying at the time, "Listen, you know, and they're losing complete faith in in their, in their governments." Here, mm-hmm. we have to do this. What the hell? We're Americans, are we? You keep yeah. telling me that every we have day. To be the greatest Soviets. nation. Yeah. We're after watching you for five years fighting communists in uh, yeah. Vietnam and telling us how awful they are and how awful red China is mm. to live in and stuff like that. They're knocking stuff up all the time. We're at this ten years and yeah. we're still way behind. So almost ten. Years. Uh, one of the main like proponents of this uh, Van Allen belts theory, they needed to have the telemetry. They needed to have the information that was going to be coming from the Apollo Eleven uh, space mission. Right? Mm-hmm. They needed to have those numbers flying into all these guys' dials and their desks when they were sitting in mission control. Yeah. They needed everybody to be on board. Mm-hmm. They needed everyone to be on point. So they sent up this Tetra satellite which was to simulate the path of the Apollo 11. Uh, and they sent it up the year before. And they would send back the data, send back the measurements, and send back all the telemetry to this ground crew who were practicing for the next year's space mission. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that with a few little tweaks and a few little nudges here and there, numbers-wise, like for weight differentials and stuff like that, with like people being on the spacecraft, mm-hmm. that they will be able to fake that telemetry and send it back if they were planning to go Okay, obviously, like a fake moon landing and all the things that come with it have to be meticulously planned. They didn't do it in 30 days when the Russians said this thing. They were like, quick, do something quick. Yeah. It was like meticulously planned yeah. to go, we got to get it done before the end of the decade. Mm-hmm. we got to get it done before the Russians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they spent all, like, maybe all of 68 mm. and all of 69 mm-hmm. oh, yeah. getting ready for the fake. Plan instead a and of, plan B. Exactly. Yeah. Plan A is get to the moon. Plan B is... Make everyone believe we got to yeah, the moon. So exactly. Plan A, I think, was abandoned maybe in '67, yeah. and they were like, "We're never going to catch up. There's too much of a, there's too much of a gap. Yeah. Let's fucking go with the fake thing mm-hmm. and try and launch Plan B." And there's a lot of crisis actor people sitting in the back going, "Now's our time to show." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to get paid. This we fabricate and yeah. we're good at it. Absolutely, I'm on, I'm on in five. So. Uh, also, the, like uh, I have a bit, uh, information here about the spacecraft, which is more interesting than conspiratorial mm. it's so weird I was looking up like the, the stats and <laughs> of like weight and height yeah, and all this I stuff I have no idea to... these you told me and they were shocking shocking like, like the, the Saturn V rocket that brought the capsule into outer space uh, as opposed to the, to, to, to the Russian one it's way smaller it's way less powerful it's like paltry it's shite like mm. basically right Saturn V load them up yeah so the computer that was aboard this spacecraft mm-hmm. <laughs> that brought these three lads to the moon apparently right mm-hmm. was less powerful than a Nintendo Game Boy 
the Nintendo Game Boy had more operating memory. Now, hang on. Do you mean like the, the DS 3D Advance? No, I mean like the original 1988 Nintendo. The grey brick. The grey brick, green screen, cartridge, Super Mario Brothers and Tetris Game Boy okay. had more of a processor and more of uh, operating memory. <laughs> Than the spaceship that brought the guys to the moon. So the, the processor speed of the the computer in the spacecraft is one megahertz. Mm-hmm. Just to give you a little bit of perspective, your iPhone has like a one point six. Uh, if it's an iPhone five S, one point six dual core processor, right? So that's one point six gigahertz. So that's one point six million megahertz, and this has one megahertz. Mm-hmm. So. So that's a lot of a difference. Isn't yeah, it? Like yeah. people always say that. Yeah. So technically, your iPhone should be able to get you to the moon 50 times over, shouldn't it? Uh, at 1.6 million times over. Oh, pardon me. Yeah, I yeah. did that math very well. Yeah. The reception would be good. Yeah. The operating memory. should be amazing coming from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it should be crystal fucking clear. It's exactly. More so than the actual moon landing footage itself. Yeah. So the operating memory... This is, this it's incredible. So, I don't understand. Like, so if they just like put in like a calculator, a small a small calculator, they say has more operating memory. But I looked that up, and it's not actually like a calculator doesn't have more mm. of a processor, mm. but a Game Boy does. Yeah, yeah. they've always said about your phone. You know, your phone has more power. But I think they were talking when they said that. I think they were talking about you know Nokia blocky. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, what yeah. I mean is, if they were on the space shuttle and they wanted to do a small calculation there inside the capsule. How long did that take the processor to, to sort that out? Ages. Oh, yeah. They were sitting there going, ding, 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 ding. 19. Some. Excellent. Let's, let's have some tang. Yeah. It just takes <laughs> nice 19 tang. degrees. You know, just a re-entry. Like, how long would it take them to compute anything on that yeah. thing? Oh, God. Um, the RAM, the random access memory, yes. the operating memory. I'm expecting right. somewhere in the 3 gig range because I'm holding a device right now that has 3 gigs in it. Yeah, no. It's not near that. <laughs> it's really not anywhere near even, like... Like it's millions of times less than that. Oh, like no. it's ridiculously small. It what has t- two thousand and forty-eight uh-huh. words of memory, right? Which is thirty-two thousand seven hundred sixty-eight bits. Now a bit is eight zeros and ones. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they have approximately four kilobytes of operating memory. So that means memory that can be processed. Okay. So they put in, they write something in, and then the processor of one megahertz would would be able to process four kilobytes of that at a time. Mm. So like a kilobyte is a thousandth of a megabyte, and a megabyte is a thousandth of a gigabyte. So you have three million kilobytes in your phone mm-hmm. operating memory. Three million, mm-hmm. and this is four kilobytes. Mm-hmm. So yours is. And to give you a rough idea, yeah, a yes. I wouldn't open a fucking email that was four kilobytes. Okay. It's not worth my time. Right. Mm-hmm. 2,048 How, words. I, the, yeah. And the only reason that emails, <laughs> like emails with like maybe 100 words and there are 56 kilobytes is because it's in rich text format. Mm-hmm. So it's holding all the format and information. Mm-hmm. Like one letter is eight zeros and ones mm-hmm. in like code or whatever. So that's one bit. So it has 32,000 
bits like that's a phenomenally small amount yeah. isn't that it's yeah. not really, really it's but, not to do with the conspiracy it's just like a bigger perspective yeah. to show you what kind of like level we're working on yeah. like they had fuck all to work with yeah. no rocketry power mm. really small computers rudimentary like communication systems and stuff like that yeah. and yet they were still able to get to the moon on their first try with no mistakes a month after the Russians had sent their first probe to the moon who were ahead of them in every facet or ahead of them and had 500% more space time that's just a little bit of mid-show perspective there for you because yeah, yeah. we were rabbiting on there about, about, I was, about the Vietnam War and about the political structure and all that. yeah. that's just like that's real talk from Gordo right there yeah. Yeah. real talk shit quality yeah. stuff yeah. that's, that's real numbers yeah. and you should be freaked out by three boys in a can yeah. and four kilobytes of RAM Scarily, you convince them, Amer- any Americans who a- ask any questions, they'll probably say to you, well, we had God on our side. <laughs> I just wrapped my dick in dollars and that was it. I didn't oh, get yeah. AIDS. God got us to the they, moon. They touched Five. the face of God. They yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Gave it a little kiss. As, yeah. as I'm speaking about the rocketry, this is the, like, this is the part that I find the most unbelievable. We're going to go through all the little bits and pieces okay. and all the little conspiratorial uh, aspects and the stuff that can go wrong and the stuff that's been debunked. Like, the flag is completely uh-huh. debunked for me. Yeah. I'm like, meh, that's conspiracy theory. Is grabbing at straws or yeah. grabbing at flags, grabbing at flags, um, pulled. This pa- this part where the, the Soviets had superior rocket rocket power, right? Mm-hmm. I I I'd fully yeah. I put that in my belt. Like yeah, absolutely, totally. US were way behind, but they had these Nazi scientists that were acquired through Operation Paperclip. Now we all we've talked about Operation Paperclip before yeah. when we talked about like the Philadelphia, uh, experiment. Philadelphia Experiment, Sweet yeah. Joseph Mengele yeah, and, the, and uh, MK Ultra, and all of these guys that came over from America and started up like uh, uh, experiment and on, on yeah. humans like come over from uh, Nazi Germany after yeah, the war. Paperclip is are you a talented or insane Nazi scientist? Mm. Cool. Amnesty, come our way, tell us what you know. All is forgiven. And and tell us what you know and don't tell the Russians. Yeah, here's a nice, so here's a massive, nice job in a, in a local university. Yeah, a massive scramble for, for the Soviet Union and for the United States to go and get... Scientists. Yeah, it's like, it's like you know, the, the kids picking teams in school. It's all like, yeah, uh, Mengele. Yeah. Uh, Von Braun. Yeah. Like, and just picking and, and whoever got whoever. So the scientists that the Soviets got were... Maybe, I don't know, better or not better, but they had this weightlifting capacity. And the Americans uh, led Werner von Braun, who was the the, the premier scientist on this uh, yeah. uh, NASA space The man race, behind the V-2 you know? rockets. He, and he, the, he, yeah. he was the dude. Do the he, bug. He wasn't, doing, he wasn't doing everything that he that he could have been doing. He was hmm. maybe maybe restricted. He was maybe not as motivated to get to the moon mm. as the other guys. Uh, I was reading all about him that he thought that this space race was going to eventually make it so that we could get to Mars. Yeah, okay. That people, we could send humans to Mars to live. Mm. To colonise. To colonise and to, to, to expand and that was his dream. Like, because Werner had a very dim view of civilization. Yeah, humanity wasn't... He expected us to wipe ourselves out at some point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If we didn't have a second colony to move to, okay. that, that would be the end of the human So he race. was looking out. He was looking outward Absolutely. and he was like re- way advanced in his thinking and he had like predicted like so many, hmm. so many different things uh, that has, you know, come hmm. true since. Hmm. I'm sure he preferred working for Americans though that he did for the, the well, crazy I mean, bastards he had just been with. Yeah, I mean the Americans' greed and the <clears> Americans' like uh, uh, hunger for progression gave him kind of carte blanche to do what he wanted yeah. and to be able to take these like crazy ideas and go, okay, let's run with this. Mm. I've wanted to do this. Mm. Plus the fact like the, 
Nazis had better wine. The, <laughs> the, the extraterrestrial uh, element that the US was in control of was obviously... Yeah, I mean, the, the, appealing to Werner von Braun was like, yeah, I want to. a big question. Want to reverse engineer a load of yeah, this. Yeah, there was alien technology yeah. captured in '57. Then yeah. I mean, yeah. Werner von Braun had his had it in his hands. Yeah, yeah. then why wouldn't you go there? And like and he was the boy. And he brought his What can you do with this stuff here that yeah. we have? You know. So maybe maybe his his when he came to these guys at NASA, he's like, I want to put men on Mars, and we should maybe make that our focus, and mm. we should like aim to get. The red planet colonized as quick as possible, and then the Americans are like, "Yeah, but you know that we're really shit, like, and the Russians are way better than us, and like, if we get to the moon before them, we're we're, we're good." We'll talk about Mars, we'll talk about Mars later. Yeah. Yeah. And von Braun, kind of despondent, was resolved to the fact that, "Yeah, okay, we're not going to be getting to Mars in my lifetime. <laughs> Fuck it." And he kind of half-assed the rest of it, like he yeah. didn't, he wasn't. As far as I read, that's an, obviously like a paraphrase, but yeah. mm-hmm. as far as I read. He wasn't really super into it. And he, in later years, he actually became kind of an antagonist towards his uh, capitalist overlords. As well, this were. is it. Like, was he in, under threat at any time? I, I wonder. I don't you know. know. Like, there is obviously say, if, you do, if you don't do this, we will throw everything out of you for what you did for the... There is obviously a deal that they struck. Like, that yeah. these yeah. lads are like, if you don't do exactly <laughs> what we tell you and help us to get our goal, yeah. we're going to fuck you up. Like, yeah. we can make it disappear. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll do it. But Von Braun seems like a man who may well have at one point sold a soul to the devil and then at the second point sold a soul to a secret devil. Yeah. yeah. Or he's, even worse. He sold a soul to you know, yeah. Exactly. He sold a soul to the devil then he sold his soul to a Coca-Cola drinking playboy reading devil which yeah. is more acceptable. Yeah, more acceptable. But well, it was a thing far more dangerous. Was yeah. Kind of like at, at, at one stage what he knew surpassed the level of threat that they could put on him. Mm. Like, I mean... They were like, okay, if you don't do it, we'll disappear. Yeah, and he's like, if you even hint at trying to fucking do anything to me, I, will I have like, I have sixty people all around the country that are going to send out stuff to every news station and True. every radio station, if, and the whole world is going to come to a standstill. Like yeah. Werner von Braun had the world in his hands. Mm. I I believe he probably had a phone. So, but at the end of a phone, he could just ring and say, "Listen, yeah. you're doing this now. Okay, what you need to do is code word. Yeah, do you know, yeah, glass slipper, go, <laughs> yeah, something like." Yeah. If I was ever to use a code word, that's what it would be. Well, I, I, I know the Russians did use it. Sergei Korolev was his name, and he, he was, that was the Russian rocket. He, he, rocket he was the Werner von Braun. He wasn't yeah. a German scientist or anything like that. And he was just that we were very proud of that. He's a Russian. He was he's, his he's name a Russian, Russian guy, and we're, we're this far because of this guy. He's a national hero to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. Like, I mean, I'm sure the Russians can say, like, yeah, you know, we we had a moral victory, hmm. and and for the likes of like. Uh, uh, mind control and uh, these like psyops and stuff that were going on in the 60s and 70s like that atmosphere of of you know one-upmanship between america and russia w- was not just with the space race it was in all aspects of like political control or whatever yeah, yeah. so like the french put a fake newspaper article saying that the russians were taking part in psychological operations and psychic operations <laughs> and mind control techniques and stuff like that and the americans ran down and what the fuck those Russians, they got psychics now. Okay, everybody, go out, get every uh, you know every gypsy you can find. We, we, we yeah. got to do this. Get every medium, every, every crystal ball. Yeah, yeah, and and they went out. They went out and they like recruited a whole lot of like people because oh, they thought the Russians were doing it. And then the Russians heard what Uncle Sam is going out and getting all of these. Oh, quick! 
We're Francis just together. sitting there in the middle of Europe, yeah, popcorn just, going, this is awesome. This is awesome. What do we do? Yeah, oh, oh, oh. absolutely. Like, just this this atmosphere of, like, yeah. one-upmanship is uh, there. The, whole the French thing. have a long history of hoaxing countries internationally like this. Oh, that's and true, making hoaxes. Yeah. There's a very well-made French uh, movie, The Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, that you may well see. That's quite uh, hoaxy. But, yeah, quite but, hoaxy. But. When you watch it, uh, I'm, I'm kind of bad that we spoil it now by saying it's a hoax. Yeah, no way. Oh, what I wanted to have, you know, I wanted to have was a maybe like so on, on the website people could post uh, the, the minute at which they realised it was a hoax. Yeah, and we could have like a quiz uh, game to see who wins. I, I sat there so for so long, and I was see, I was in my bedroom, and I was looking around. There was nobody there, uh, but I was just kind of is that even seeing this? <laughs> I, I, I found this documentary. Yeah. Like, how does this where everyone admits to it and goes, like, well. There it is, Henry Kissinger, Donald Rumsfeld, yeah. all these people saying, yeah, we did well, it. There is actually one really weird guy that was in that documentary that I ended up like finding quite interesting and going and researching about. And the information that comes out when you research this guy is yeah. fucking bananas. Okay. <laughs> His name is General Vernon A. Walters, right? Mm-hmm. Great name. No, yeah. yeah. General Vernon. What's, hey, Vernon. Vernon. It's actually very Kubrickian, that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Vernon Walters. V-A- V-A- Vow. So Vernon A. Walters. Mm-hmm. His, his last known public appearance was on a French television documentary, This Dark Side of the Moon, or Dark of the Moon, mm. uh, translated. Uh, and in that documentary, he explicitly says the White House's involvement with the Apollo program in the late 1960s was that they faked the moon landing. Like, that's what the, that's the premise of the documentary, that they're mm. admitting to it. Mm. And he says this, but the information that he gives is so close to the bone that they quite the possibly have, uh, had them assassinated, bumped them off. No joke, bottle of coke. Like, um, they even, they even, after his death, they even went to the producer and the director, and they went on record as saying that Walters was in a perfect shape. And this is in, like, 2002 that they were asked to make this uh, uh, statement, do you know? Um, wow. It, it, it also talked about, like, Stanley Kubrick's involvement as, as mm. a director of, mm. you know, the, the fake moon landing using Space Odyssey 2001 as his practice run. They saw that and went, right? my God. I yeah. Mean, to, to this day, it's incredible yeah, looking. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's pretty awesome like, as projection. a movie. Yeah. yeah. But even as it's it's depiction of uh, space flight, mm. it's still to this day, it's it's that, uh, there, was a Ru- there was a Russian movie released around the same time called Solaris. It was remade with oh, George yeah. Lunia. That's right. Yeah. But the original Solaris had yeah. the special effects and it's to do with like a... a a, a mind like a, a, a hive mind in space like mm. it's like a, a collection of you know stardust or whatever Spoiler and uh, yeah. yeah and the Russian version of that is phenomenal for the for the year that it was released you yeah. know but Kubrick um, of course uh, collaborated with Arthur C. Clarke yeah to, 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 to make that movie but in, in this documentary the, the, the French people even got the cast like to admit to it and it's like really high roller so it's, it's totally believable when you're reading it or when you're watching it uh, they had Donald Rumsfeld, Henry Kissinger, Alexander Haig, Henry this Kissinger. Vernon Walters, uh, Buzz Aldrin even, yeah. and Stanley Kubrick's widow, uh, C- Christiane Kubrick, yeah. like to come on and say, yeah, like they were they were hunting them down and stuff like that, and it would maybe perpetuate that rumor, perpetuate that myth, that hoax myth, that yeah, it was it was a fake, and if you're watching that without any grain of salt, like I said, like we always say on those conspiracy guys, <laughs> question your sources, like. 
the shit got bananas real quick. I, I, I bought it. watching that, you're, yeah, I bought it for ages. Ages. Yeah. And and it, was like, it was Christine Kubert that did it for me. I was yeah. like, she's saying, basically why, saying, why would she I can tell you now. Yeah, I can tell you now he's dead, so. I don't fear them anymore. Yeah, I don't worry about the kids, I don't. That's bad taste. So, I was watching it with, you know, with the mindset of taking notes and stuff. So I was pausing it and I was going off then like a point to be made and I'd go off and I'd research that point and like Google up all the stuff. Mm. But if I say, if I watch the start to finish by the end of it, I wouldn't even like, I, I've not a gullible mind, but like definitely I'd buy into stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm very happy with myself and that I watched yeah. it. I did fall for it, but you know, 30 minutes in I went, hang on, hang on wait, wait a minute. <laughs> but Vernon Walters was a really interesting character and a, and a weird choice to have in that documentary. He was a really high level CIA operative and even went as far as being the director, um, the deputy director of the CIA in 1972. Oh. He was quoted as averting a looming catastrophe with regards to the Watergate scandal. Like, he was the boy that swept all that under the carpet. Mm-hmm. That kind of, you know, if he had it done, it, like, a little bit quicker, Nixon's could have still said the president and this kind of stuff. Like, he was the fixer. He was the Johnny on the spot. Like, he was the boy, if you wanted something done, Walter's the wolf. The wolf. And he worked all through the 50s, all through the 60s, right up into the 70s. And then in the 70s, late 70s, he started, like, doing humanitarian work and working with other, uh, like, worldwide organizations. But, like, he was a man of morals all through all of that. So the 60s, when they were asked him to, like, hey, you got to fix this thing or, hey, you got to go here and do this. He was the guy that was flying Henry Kissinger in and out of Vietnam for peace talks with the, with the government of peace accord. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. he, he was the boy who was, like, facilitating this guy smuggling them in and out of the country with like no fly zones and you know the VC watching the shoot that like they're looking for like some some high pips to shoot like or whatever yeah like Walters was the lad like to get shit done you know I'll tell and, you have you ever seen the size of Henry Kissinger yeah I'm a big like, guy like and I think he got me in and out of a lot of sticky situations sometimes I would like to talk like him all day but That'd be great if we if we had someone like that on the podcast. Just to if we have Kissinger says, yeah, it's <laughs> true. Yeah, we we get off the fence at the end of every episode. But if we just had Kissinger says, they landed on the moon. I was there. <laughs> Don't question it. I remember because it got me so laid. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like that moon pussy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to say pussy in a kissing voice because I you couldn't imagine yeah. saying that. You wouldn't say. I don't know why the accent kind of slipped. Kind of Connery as pussy. Pussy. Right. So, like, this Walters had had a high morals though. He had like. Really, like, really odd character to read about. Like, there's a there's a whole lot of websites dedicated to him and and his mysterious death and disappearance or whatever right I'm fascinated by this guy already I mean they make a movie about him not yet yet. but it's you know it's in the pipe I'd say somewhere he was a man of morals right and he had a picture on his wall of uh, the view from his house in Florida and whenever anybody asks why do you have that there he says I have that on my wall to remind me that if these motherfuckers squeeze me too hard I'm out he was willing to quit at any point and he wasn't willing to go past his his own like moral mm. line in the sand, and that's probably uh, his, that's that sounds like a a, a wife's, yeah. you know. Now listen, yeah. no matter what, they're going to try. And you make can get out of here. Just, just come home. Exactly. Come home. That was his well, Mrs. advice. Yeah. In the Florida house, mm-hmm. he's up in Washington giving the socks. So uh, he always said, and he and he like was very outspoken in his morality or whatever. Mm-hmm. He said, if there's something wrong, there's too much corruption, that he would not spare the guilty party. Uh, he wouldn't damage the agency, but he'd not be involved in stating, despite numerous 
importunings from on high. Uh, he would not damage the agency. He wouldn't do anything that would, you know, uh, 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 disparage the the integrity of the the intelligence okay. community in America. Okay. But he was quoted, right, uh, described as. Uh, despite numerous importunings from on high, Walters flatly refused to cast the cloak of national security over guilty parties. Okay. So he'd, he'd, he'd wash you out. Mm-hmm. If you were fucking up, he'd wash you out. At the critical moment, he refused to involve the agency and bluntly informed the highest levels of the executive branch that further insistence from that quarter would result in his immediate resignation. So, like, anything to do with anything... He wasn't going to have the squeeze yeah. put on. This boy was like, I'm fucking, I'm a truth teller. And if you try and fuck me up, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to rat you all out. Yeah. He would go down with an Operation Northwoods. Yeah. He, he, no but chance. this is the thing, you see. So his involvement in this mockumentary, maybe the producers of this mockumentary didn't explain to him that it was like fake. Actually, that, that yeah. they said like, tell all the good stuff and the details that he gave, just like in our JFK documentary about the, the man, the other man on the grassy knoll, mm. the colonel who was sent off to Antarctica, that in the documentary, while filming it, I don't know if you've seen it, Emmett, but he, he he's, he's shown a picture, a thermal imaging uh, scan of, of the, of the picture from a Polaroid uh, that depicts him and the two guys, the on the, the, grass and all, the, two the policeman shooter yeah. and the, the I don't know, the, the Indian Melbourne. or the builder, or it was one of the YMCA guys, both of them on the hill. Yeah. And then this soldier guy who had a bullet fly over his ear and he was shown this in the documentary and he looks at it and he goes, <laughs> and he starts roaring just, crying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I remember you, t- you, you were talking. Arthur or something, something. I can't you, you were quite moved by this guy. Yeah, too. I was yeah, sick. Yeah. I was sick. I was like, oh my God, did they not fucking tell him that was going to happen? And yeah. they got their rolled camera on it and they got him going, if I had known this was going to be in the documentary, I wouldn't have yeah. agreed to take part in it. See you later. Like, And he was pure distraught. So it's kind of the same with Vernon Walters mm-hmm. in this Dark of the Moon mm-hmm. that he was like given the real goods. Yeah. And then someone went, oh my God, did he just fucking say that? Well, they oh, probably he, did sell it. He's got to go. He's yeah. got to go. And and the man died the next day after filming this French documentary. Somebody obviously went, he's after spilling all the guts. He's got to go. Mm. Isn't yeah. that really weird? That is thing? very strange. But he's probably... That is would, would, would they have kept eyes and ears on this guy at all times anyway, just to see, just in case. And then he said something like that and it was... That was it. That was it. Because he, he was like really high up he was a high operative yeah. like, so I mean he would have known a few bits and bobs mm. is it a thing of maybe he disappeared himself maybe he's like right now I've told the world they're going to fuck me up I'm out like yeah. he actually he's did out. yeah he lived up to his own uh, morality structure and he, now he's in like some some yeah. place with a beautiful view yeah. out the front window I'm looking at a picture of him there I think Tom Wilkinson would play him yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Wilkinson would get a good one yeah. yeah he's he's uh, I'd like a decent chapter to read about. He's a decent man. Like, okay, yeah. He's not, uh, he's not easily bent or swayed, you know? But he, and he truly believed in the, the obviously, you know, it's, it's very strange to hear somebody saying, look, I'm not going to shot the agency. And you go, hang on a minute. Well, have they not been complete bastards for the last 20 years? But that's the thing. I mean, that's his job. He's like the de- deputy director. He's not going to, he's not going to, he's not going to, yeah, he's not going to fuck up the country's integrity. Yeah. But he's also going to make sure internally mm. that the boys who are at the bad, Juju are going to get slapped in the, in the yeah. wrist. But also, like, what you hear about the CIA a lot is, and what a lot of people seem to say about it, is that it's run like a family business. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of in. There's oh, a lot of bloodlines yeah, blood yeah, yeah. running through it. Yeah. So, you, you do get this from higher ups that leave the CIA even later, and you think, are you really not going to spill anything? Yeah. You're not going to tell the truth about anything? Yeah. And they say, I don't want to embarrass the agents, or I don't want to question the agents. While they're in it, while they're in it, we've already mentioned the disclosure project, and there's an upcoming show going to be all about that, and Stephen mm-hmm. Greer and the serious disclosure, which is about like future technologies and alien interventions in, in human affairs or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. 
But there's guys that are under like 35 and 40 year silence agreements. They're under these like confidentiality contracts that if they break them, they're like either like heavily fined or disappeared. Like Walter's like just like fucking bag over the head, the back of a van, like some old dude is missing or somebody will fucking stick your calf with like a poison umbrella. And if you like, I don't understand what you mean by that. Think of people like Bradley Manning. Think of people like Snowden. Yeah. You you break the confidentiality agreement for the Securities Act. Mm. You're going in a hole. Yeah. Forever. Or we're going to put you away and that, like Bradley Manning is never, he's never been seen again. That guy's never never going to be seen again. again. No. And he was a lad who, who wasn't even, like Assange, I don't know if he, you know, strung him out or whatever, or let him, let him, let him take the fall or whatever. But Manning wasn't prepared for the backlash of his actions, no. and he ended up getting, you know, them chain links. And he didn't have time to it. escape like Stone yeah. did, and he was he was disappeared. Yeah, I don't. But he wasn't as high up to understand what he was doing. Like oh, absolutely, yeah, and that's yeah, why yeah, he was nicked. Yeah. Like he was pinched because he was just like, here's the law, the documents, boom, 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 boom. Country, yeah. and then. Someone put their hand on his shoulder. He's like, "What? Yeah. Oh fuck!" Like he didn't know the mag- the magnitude of what he was at, and that's why he got caught. Snowden knew exactly what was going on because he's he giving he out going, these yeah. things. Yeah, he was ready to bolt. He was ready to bolt. He and he spent probably months preparing his escape. Like you know, then there's one uh, the scooter scooter Libby. You know that guy? No, he's the guy who exposed the female CIA agent, but did it out of like uh, you know, sort of a. He just, he exposed her and he... What do you mean exposed her, like pull her titties out? Uh, exposed her as being a member in the CIA and being in the Middle East and doing all these things. Oh, right, right, right. Because her husband was a, a contractor and he had said, told the, the government, what's his name? Saddam's not buying a yellow cake uranium. He didn't buy a bunch of it from this African nation. I know this. You sent me over there, check it out for my expertise. And I go back and I tell you that's the case. So uh, these WMDs, I'm not so sure. And they were like, "That's not what we want to hear." Yeah, and he was like, "Well, I'm sorry, that's it." And he, but they told him this. Oh people, no, he pulled the Dr. David Kelly, and he went out into the media and went, "Hey, listen, they'd asked me to to, to say this uh, that the, the yellow cake was being uh, sold yeah. uh, to Saddam. Yeah. I'm telling you, it hasn't been." So this guy exposed his wife for being a CIA agent. Fuck. And then she and the get, president, she get the mother Well, she had to, like, she, she was immediately brought back home, that was it. She was safe, you know what I mean? Right, safe until... But now her family and friends, friend, her neighbours were looking at her the next day going, I thought you were uh, in business, uh, you're a CIA. She's like, yeah. Because they actually put Scooter Libby in prison for that. Like blew her cover. Yeah, he blew her cover on him because but that wife. was the whole thing. No, no, the oh. chap's wife. That oh, was the whole thing like about, about Manning and then the whole mm-hmm. thing about Assange releasing those documents yeah. was that he was going to blow the cover of a load of operatives. This like, is it. He ha- like, like, it was just illegal. Assange right? hadn't got the clearance or the knowledge to know what was to be released or not to be released. Yeah. And and he would have put a lot of people's lives in danger. And that's why that's what Manning was put under fire. Exactly. It's like, but this guy was up now in, uh, I can't remember his position. Is, is really something that's 45 years old. Like a forty-five-year-old frivolity. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, like now to us, it seems like a fucking frivolity. Yeah. Now that we're sending stuff back out in space, we're all focused on Mars. The moon landing forty-five years ago seems redundant and inconsequential. Yeah, like at the time, like in the first half of the show, we tried to impress upon you, dear listener, that the atmosphere, the global atmosphere at the time, was of desperation, mm. was of of a, a duplicity of. Uh, lifestyle like 
whoever won this space race was going to win favour of the planet and America won and they were all fucking drinking coke and eating mm. McDonald's yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean we could have all been like drinking warm milk and eating gretchka or something yeah, like that yeah, you know yeah. Yeah. The so Russians different world like, different world different world because of it mm-hmm. but what's the harm in telling us now ah yeah it was all budget wasn't that brilliant though yeah. wasn't it really good yeah like and then like all these Kubrick DVD box sets are going to go up and whoever has money in them is going to make a fortune because he's the one that directed the well the harm might be if the same like, techniques that were used to fake it then are still being used to fake things now but Please. that's the point then if, if, if they're going to admit to the fact that yeah we deceived you and 9-11 was deception the Boston bombing was deception Sandy Hook was a deception we need to have your minds in our pockets mm-hmm. we need you to believe everything we say yeah getting you to watch television all day every day isn't yeah. it? it's not enough anymore you know mm. yeah, yeah. And, but, but maybe like Werner Von Braun in his you know Nazism because let's not forget as nice and all as he was and as whistleblowy as he was just like Scooter Scooter mm. Pippen Scooter Libby Scooter Libby uh Werner von Braun was still an ex-Nazi. He's yeah. a fucking... He's a, he was a Nazi. Like. He's responsible for the deaths of uh, thousands of people in... The, in, the, in, the in, uh, imaginative in, and yeah. strange and like maybe distasteful deaths of thousands of people Absolutely. For, for, for scientific uh, Gain. advancement, you know? Yeah. It's it's very weird that there's... Um, in the Disclosure Project, I know we're talking about it again, but when you're talking about Werner von Braun, these are the kind of... Uh, these are crossover people. Yeah, crossovers. That's, that's Venn diagram has lots of different things. Uh, th- yeah, this, this moon landing kind of tips into a lot of stuff. So there's a woman that talks in the Disclosure Project and her name is Carol Rosen and she was an assistant to Werner Von Braun and, and she basically comes out in as one of these like uh, people who have signed a confidentiality agreement to work with the government and these guys are breaking these confidentiality agreements like after 45 years. So uh, General Walters was uh, like a company man and the minute he's talked in this documentary, he was already not a company man. He was already a target, mm. right? So these dudes, these 400 witnesses that Stephen Greer has talking about like alien technologies and witnessing aliens and aliens coming down and shooting lasers at nuclear bombs and disarming them and stuff like that. All these guys are 40, they're all like 70 and 80 years of age going like, and I saw him and he had green slimy eyes and he looked at me and he said, hey, sonny. And they're like real like, yeah. and then... During the war, yeah, like, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like that. <laughs> I remember it was a little green slimy guy, <laughs> real like, do you yeah. know, fuck, I was you know, yeah. <laughs> he put his hands on me, <laughs> and I didn't refuse. I did, but move. it moved a little bit. <laughs> I have to admit. Um, but yeah, like these, fine. these guys are like, like fine. I mean, you fine. These guys are ancient, and they're mm. like their contracts are all ran out, and they're so they're allowed to talk, and nobody's believing them. They're going, I want to, I want to testify in front of Congress, yeah. right? So, just Carol Rosen comes out and she says, "I worked with Werner von Braun," and Werner von Braun said, "Yeah, Moonland was fake." He said, "Yeah, we have alien technologies." He said, "Yeah." We have zero point energy, an inexhaustible free energy source that we can release on the public. But the American government wants to wait until oil is all gone so they can maximize their profits from fossil fuels. Said, yeah, we have put a lot of stuff into space, weapons, satellites. We're spying on everybody. Everybody is being looked at. Everybody is being looked at. There's nothing innocuous. Everything is a threat to the way of life when the way of life is a threat. Yeah. Like, you have to be on guard at all times. Werner Von Braun says we have had contact with aliens. That he's afraid that uh, people will support the government because they don't understand the magnitude of this connection with uh, extraterrestrial technologies and extraterrestrial beings. Mm. That they're going to turn around and make these lasers 
shoot out and fire at them. At them. Mm. Uh, in other interviews, then she did, like alluded to like bases on the moon, alien bases on the moon that they're tipping off, and um, you know bases in New Mexico where they're flying up out of the ground and stuff like that. Like she was well in with Von Brown. Wow. And this guy, I don't know if it was like sabotage or maybe like lackadaisical nature because they weren't letting him go to Mars. But he was he was the man behind the space race and possibly the architect of this Nazi-ish uh, psychological operations kind of mm. black ops. He's kind of going, okay, Mr. President, we are not going to be able to beat the Russians. Mm-hmm. My rocket technology is not as advanced and we need a lead-lined rocket or the radiation from the Van Allen belts are going to damage the astronauts. We need to make a movie. Mm. Yeah. And we need everyone to believe. This is how we did it in the old country. Yeah. And just to go through all this whole Nazi, like, Goebbels propaganda mm. machine, wash mm. it over everybody and go, this is what we need to do. That makes sense when you say it out like that. True. But also, all the billions of dollars that all these, like, um, uh, military and technological contractors pumped, like, billions and billions. Like, in today's terms... Uh, I was looking at it, it's $150 billion approximately, right, mm-hmm. that they spent if it's if it's uh, uh, aggregated for, like, inflation and stuff like that. And if it was a hoax, uh, mm-hmm. the components that were needed to get to the moon were completely unnecessary. Yeah. So all of this stuff was, like, they had a lot of lads building all this stuff, and they were just taking it going, thanks very much, and then fucking it in a hole in the ground somewhere. Yeah. People were making money, surely they were. Absolutely, billions. That's just insane mm-hmm. amount of billions money. Of billions. Well, people were designing fucking pens that could ride underwater. Yeah, wasting their time doing that one. Well, wasting their time, but getting some money. Yeah, exactly. This is it. But this is the thing. So, like, pharma today does it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're sick. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel normal all the time? Yeah, but that means you're sick. Yeah, what? Yeah. It's a disease. We both invented and cured restless <laughs> yeah, eye disease. Yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. What's restless eye disease? Just, I don't know. Restless eye disease when you look at something. Hey, you, stop blinking. <laughs> so, like, uh, that's a huge part of it for me is Werner von Braun's involvement. And, yeah. and if you read that and about him and, and, like, get to know his work and the stuff mm-hmm. that he did uh, just when he came into America, like, during the 50s and stuff like that, like, some of the, some of the shit is questionable and and yeah. dangerous at, yeah. at worst what do you, you know? say to them as well about saying like we need to make a movie you know we, he, that's what i'm saying who who would be the guy behind that who would be the the mastermind who would have experience of that kind of thing is it dudes that are coming in for operation paperclip going look at when we needed to you know make a lot of people do a lot of stuff we used to just fucking tell them a lot of bullshit lies yeah, and, and set the right flag on fire yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that that general, like if you watch like Alex Jones or David Icke or any of these guys, they have, they contend that there's a global elite, a shadow cabal that's controlling everything. Mm-hmm. Like the Majestic 12 or, you know, the fucking, uh, the lizard people or whatever, like yeah. the small community that controls everything, right? Mm-hmm. So did these stem from Nazis? Is Americana and Americanization poisoned the world? Yeah. And who were the first people to try to do that? It was Nazis. They wanted to take over the world and then they got it co-opted into the American way of life. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they did, America changed from a selfish, self-contained, small banking system, small-minded, uh, you know, local brother, shake hands, Freemason, love each other, kiss the rings, kiss my arse, mm. give me them greenbacks, change them greenbacks, Black Monday, fucking JP Morgan. From that into post-war, let's take the world. Exactly. Yeah. Super. Let's take the world. We mm. sorted America out. Boom. Let's go out. Yeah. Let's go into outer space. Yeah. Let's go under the water. Let's go 
everywhere yeah. do you know what I mean let's go to countries that we don't come from and tell people what they should live like and if they don't let's kill them yeah let's force to impose our yeah. system upon them yeah, yeah. let's call and the whole like, planet America yeah, yeah. like uh, uh, what is it an idiocracy yeah um, so like it's like the Spanish and the Portuguese mm. going we are the best at doing this and everybody should be believing in Jesus because we do mm. and then they get in boats that they made because they have the best technology for building boats and then they sail to places and then they go in and go believe this and the people are like what yeah we have our own stuff. And it's like, well, we're going to kill you and take your gold then. Well, that's the first thing that humans would do anyway. We'd come in pieces. That's very science fiction, very yeah. Gene Roddenberry. There's no yeah. way they'd be saying this. We need to go there. We need to tell them, hey, you know. We, we need to get what they have. We, exactly. Yeah. And Stephen Hawking always says that his biggest fear, when he's always asked, do you believe in aliens? And he said, well, you know what? I, I, I do, but I really hope they're not as advanced as we are or more advanced. Because if they come here, the first thing they're going to do is take us over. Yeah. They're not going to come along and go, well... Well, this is this is, this is is the thing. Who's to say that they hadn't already? Mm. Who's to say that they hadn't already... Like in 47, they found Roswell. Yeah. Who's to say that they hadn't um, infiltrated or maybe like joined the American mm. yeah. government and American intelligence agency, made all these like underground bases in the early 50s. Yeah. And they're like, okay, listen, we're sided with America and America are doing our bidding. Mm. I'm mm. talking about like this is all pure hypothetical mm. of course America doing our bidding they're doing what we want they're building us the things we want they're playing the way we like to play they have to win this thing mm. so let's facilitate them with the technology that they need to get there mm-hmm. and let's make sure if they can't utilize that technology in a timely fashion that we're able to you know advise them on a way to be able to spread their message across the planet mm. so that people are, you know, ready for it to be taken over. Mm. Just like they say, uh, you know, in the Matrix, like, uh, Mr. Anderson, this is the third time we've tried this. Yeah, they gave, they gave you were too goals. happy. And, <clears throat> yeah, know, yeah. We, we gave you everything and you rebelled. You, mm. you rejected it. Did uh, you know the first Matrix was designed for the perfect world? Yeah, this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and it, it goes with these... Uh, Hopi Indian prophecies of the different ages of man that we're now in the fourth age about mm-hmm. to launch into a fifth age mm-hmm. is the fifth age the advent of alien intervention we're talking about Nibiru and the uh, the Anunnaki and the Nephilim who come from another planet who have you know uh, shown themselves to us mm-hmm. they're our benevolent creators we're created as a slave race for them okay. and have left us alone for the last couple of thousand years yeah. <laughs> and they're just about to come back maybe we're being conditioned so that they don't have to destroy us this time in a giant flood like yeah. they did with Noah that when they come back we're going to be like okay listen we'll do it yeah. Yeah. if you're yeah. not as Coke and McDonald's <laughs> yeah 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 like we'll work for we'll work for the way we're going yeah we'll work for what are we giving them though you know what I mean is but this just, is the thing we're, we're you'd have to listen to the to the Anna okay. episode like they're looking for gold and they're looking for this kind of stuff it's mm. it's all this, that's, that was just a hypothesis of, of water maybe or yeah of stuff like water and, and maybe our skin for lampshades <laughs> but it's like what they're German yeah it's one of those things like that's that's a really highfalutin explanation of why and how. But it's when you're thinking on those lines, if you're willing to go, the flag is flapping in the wind on the moon. Yeah. You, you have to think of why. Like, we're talking about the whys, like the Soviets were winning. You're talking about the aliens, I'm saying. Yeah, the aliens are controlling America. America has now infiltrated the whole world. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. if people say, ah, oh, their the power is waning, I really don't believe that. Not no, in our lifetime. Yeah. America it's is still a superpower. Always will be. But there's there's dissent now. There's mm. there's a counterculture. Mm. There's a, an advent of a wave of change, just yeah. like it was in, in the sixties, yeah. with the space race happening. Mm-hmm. Because there is a dichotomy, and they're and they're they're reinstigating that dichotomy. They're reinstigating that bipartisan mm. like okay, America okay. versus Russia, and they're saying, okay, Russia, get out of Ukraine. Fuck you. There's a new cold war. It is very And then all. So we're almost going towards Mars. Mm. So who's going to be the first ones on Mars? This is new. This is going to be China now. Is it going to be India who have a sp- like a space program? Is it going to be America? Like or is it a, a private company? Yeah, that's yeah. who's uh, putting this forward right now. Yeah. Yeah. And who who's who's the the ruler of that private company who's the director the chairman yeah is it like Zog from <laughs> yeah does the family know, tree go just serious well, it's, it's it's Elon Musk is who it is I mean yeah. who, who's to say Elon who, Musk is that like a an acronym for like Klonsame from yeah from, from Overlord Source yeah yes of course like, yeah. who like if you're going to be fucking go out there and say yeah there's a lot of mad shit happening about the moon landing which we're going to get into right now yeah. but like you might as well go balls to the wall and say I yeah go crazy for it <laughs> They knew there was aliens since 47. They landed on the moon in 69. Yeah. Mara, yeah. yeah. Like, did they really? Did they need to? They didn't yeah. need to. Mm. Nobody wants people up in space. If you're from space, you're like, keep all the fucking people on the planet. Keep your yeah. shit on don't your let, own planet. Yeah, yeah. Don't let anyone... Like, leaving shit around the place. Oh, right? Leaving yeah. all the flags on the fucking moon going around. Yeah, yeah like terrible picnickers. Yeah. yeah. Some cosmic picnickers. Take nothing but pictures and leave nothing but footprints. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So we're going to go into the madness that is the conspiracy theories. Yes, let's on get into the wildest. These are the, these are the fucking the 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 tent poles that keep this sham alive, mm-hmm. right? And first of all, I want to talk about the photographic evidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about these photographs, these photographic anomalies. They're the crux of the conspiracy theory canon, Absolutely. right? Uh, and they have to be viewed with an understanding of how cameras and lighting work. So to me, I'm looking at it and I'm going, yeah, but no. Not really. Yeah. Like, there's a famous picture of uh, the lads, uh, I think it's Neil Armstrong, and you can see his shadow, mm-hmm. and then there's the lander, and the shadow is pointing at a slightly different angle, and both of those shadows intersect, mm. and the people are saying, the conspiracy people are saying, two light there's sources. two light sources. So, yeah. like, if there's only the sun, where's the other light source? Do you know, there was no other lamps, they didn't have all the other equipment to take mm-hmm. photographs. This is number two, I think, after the flag, this is the number two thing that yeah, you do. Yeah, it's the, 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 the second light is, is it two shadows? Yeah. How two shadows! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, how is that possible? Uh, well, it, it's not possible, but the thing is, it's been debunked in the fact that, like, the lens aberration and stuff like that, there's, like, a, a curve in the lens that he was taking. Okay. There's, there, apparently, on the, on the conspiracy side, there's a halo from behind his head which means that the light source is right behind his head and it diffuses outwards from his very, very uh, opaque shadow. And so that means there's a strong light source coming behind him and then the other one is going the other side. But it's also a taking a picture of the horizon. So the horizon line is leaning with the uh, shadow of the lunar lander. Mm-hmm. And that's why they seem to um, cross is because the horizon of the moon is a lot is a lot shallower than the horizon of the earth so there's not as much of a flat terrain to take a picture of that's one of the okay. debunking situations uh-huh. well, there, there, there's nothing to be said for uh, you know well it's it's different on the moon it's mm. slightly different yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is different yeah. I mean, you know, when light hits the surface there yeah 
But yeah, exactly, and that could bring us to like number three of the big hitters of the the photographs, yeah. which is uh, Aldrin in the the shadow of the lunar lander. You can see him. That's clearly. a big one. You yeah. can see there's there's a shadow of the lunar lander. You can see there's a black yeah, spot where the lander is casting absolutely pitch black yeah. where the lander is casting a shadow. That's one picture. Yeah, and, and it's black, and you can't see anything. Yeah, yeah, except kind of all the markings of Buzz's spacesuit. Mm. Well, you can there's, see everything there's, there's two markings. separate pictures that they put side by side to to kind of corroborate that pitch black theory, mm-hmm. right? So they take a picture of the lander and a big rock and then the rock is obfuscating part of the lander in its shadow the other one is your man getting off the the lander yeah and it's supposed to be in shadow and you can see everything but like that's just an iso setting on the camera that you can change to be able to take in more light from a dark more light exactly just like when you you can you can manipulate a photograph or clean it up uh, not in any conspiratorial way there's noise and all on uh, in that dark part yeah but i mean i like i'm a photographer as such and you know, I've taken pictures that are very, very dark and you, you throw them into Adobe Lightroom and yeah. you throw them into Photoshop and you change the contrast so maybe they, and you maybe change they the saturation. To light it up. Oh, you can't breathe. we can barely see them. There's yeah. nothing we can do with it. Yeah. But, not in any but it does look very washed yeah. out and it does look doctored, but you can still see them. And it may yeah. well have been, as you said, it may well have been doctored. Because they're like, we can't, we can't see them. We need to see yeah. And also the opacity of the shadow is dependent on the angle of the light source with relation to the lens. So if you're taking uh, a picture and the sun is pointing directly at the lens and you take a picture of something, the thing that's in front of that, I know we've all done it, mm. taking a picture facing towards the sun, yeah. the subject that you're taking the picture of is pitch black. Yeah. But if you even move that like 15 to 20 degrees to the right and have the sun coming in at a different angle mm-hmm. to the lens, that person's face lights up because mm. it's been reflected on the surface that it's hitting. So like you're talking about being on the moon the whole surface is a light grey yep. and every bit of light that's hitting that is reflecting back out it, 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 that's why we can see the moon at night completely. is from the light from the sun yeah. that's shining and you see how bright sometimes the moon is at night time mm. like imagine being on the motherfucking thing that's what yeah. I, I, I always say that you don't know till you're there sort of thing but it's it's, it's obviously it's like it's snow blindness it's, it's like when you're skiing blind. you have to wear sunglasses and you're like why it's really we, cold there's a glare under all our faces from the, yeah. from our devices here, absolutely you know? that's what it would be like you know what I mean like when the sun hits snow when you're standing there it's, it's, it's insane like. so yeah. to take a picture to take a picture of of something in the snow would have the same effect so if anyone's ever yeah. tried to take pictures when you're skiing you'll know that uh, and as you say different type cameras and even there's the cameras. ISOs there's ISOs and F-stops and stuff like that that you'd be able to manipulate the lens to be able to take in more light and open yeah. up the aperture blades and stuff like that to be able to take in more light and then afterwards to be able to clean it up in, in post-production and I'm sure the, the, the photos that we're seeing now that are in like digital documentaries on YouTube and on uh, uh, Vimeo and stuff like that we were watching stuff like those pictures have been then digitally doctored they also have been sexed up there's no doubt about yeah, it exactly. Why, well, of course you would I mean and that's what my argument for, about those photographs has always been that yeah I believe if they did move, move, land on the moon fine but they have to like sex up the pictures because yeah. yeah. they're one, forever there's yeah, exactly. one very weird thing about the pictures that and it's also about like Neil Armstrong as as a character in this yeah. great theatre of this moon landing um, Neil Armstrong seems to be such a a morally sound dude mm. just like a real decent skin yeah. you know yeah. and people who are looking for something if you're looking for a reason or if you're looking for anything like you, if you're looking to murder somebody if you want to kill a motherfucker you will look for a reason and you will convince yourself that these reasons are valid whether it be like you know a split second decision or like a planned out like murder one like fucking Fred and Fred West kind of a job like you will reason it out to yourself you know so they're always looking for they 
conspiracy theorists are looking for these reasons to say, yeah, this is definitely a conspiracy theory. They say that Neil Armstrong is only present in one picture. Full body. One full body picture. And another picture that he's present in is the reflection in Buzz Aldrin's uh, helmet visor. Mm -hmm. The reason for this is because he felt so guilty about lying that he didn't want to be pictured now, there's conspiracy theories then that, like, counteract that, and it'll come from the same mouth yeah. where the guy will go, yeah, Neil Armstrong didn't want to be pictured because he knew he was guilty, and he knew that he wasn't on the moon, and he was, you know, taking, didn't want to take pictures of himself. Yeah, and, like, where was the moon land of film? It was filmed in the Hollywood studio. Sure, that wasn't even Neil Armstrong or Buzz Aldrin. That was just two lads jumping around and thinking, so wasn't Neil Armstrong not taking pictures of himself? Yeah, but... Yeah, but... We did land on the moon, okay? Like yeah. That, that like, happens. And he put his name to it, that's enough. Yeah, like yeah. he signed a little plaque that that's struck true. the that's thing it. on, yeah. but then did no interviews. Mm. Never, ever, amen. Any documentary I've ever watched about the moon landing, and they, and they did one recently because he died. And they did a, a big documentary, mm. and uh, his wife said that he was he was the quietest guy. His yeah. family always said a real nice country boy, like completely a farm boy. And uh, he, he, all the others, like you have your Gus Christmas and people like that. They were like fast car drivers, fast women, Buzz Aldrin's. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what yeah. Buzz Aldrin's. They were speed pilots. They were, and they absolutely. would pound yeah. the booze and were rock. Buzz Aldrin being in Thirty yeah. Rock and loads of TV shows now, like <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a cult uh, cult icon. Yeah, right? you know? and, and uh, he he just wasn't one of those guys. And also, these guys are incredibly intelligent to be able to do these outrageous calculations like uh, on the fly as well, yeah. you know and, and he was just a super people. qualified dude super intelligent super. And, and skilled almost convinced themselves the best of the best they got the right stuff they always convinced themselves that they are better than you they are mm. superior mm. but he wasn't like that no uh, it, it just seems really odd you know like the, the responses that he was given so we, we'll we'll go into two, like this is a, a, a twofold extra conspiracy uh, uh, topic conversation right so the stars that were on the pictures mm. or the lack of the lack stars of, yeah. that were on the pictures, right? This was now the point where humanity was further out into space than it ever was before. Mm. And if they wanted to be able to take pictures of galaxies never before discovered with a telescopic photographic camera, this was the perfect opportunity. All I had to do was pack it in the bag, mm -hmm. you know, throw it in with the golf clubs mm -hmm. and the fucking the tang mm. and... Uh, <laughs> Gotta bring a bit of tang. <laughs> tang. I've been gone for a week, nigga. I need a bit of tang. But so, what is that? Explain that joke, the tang joke. Tang. He, tang he is he like this. Didn't, huh? didn't he sell it then or something? He, yeah, he was like the spokesperson spoke for, for tang. tang yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, you know, a, a, a nice drink and also yeah. a, uh, a pseudonym for vagina. Mm -hmm. So they went to the. I've lost my. I, I was just going to ask I you if you drank tang before. I said, I said tang. Of course I had tang before, son. <laughs> So have me some tang. I've never had tang. Is it nice? We were talking about stars. It's, it's just like it's just like what? It's like Kool Aid. You put you put shit tons of sugar. It's, it's a diluted thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not basically. It doesn't make you feel like you're. Yeah, it's powder. But you put powder in the glass. You. Yeah, but you don't make. It doesn't make you feel like you're an astronaut. You're drinking it. No, it's not like. But that's what they were selling like in the seventies. Was like, hey, drink tang like the astronauts get high. Yeah. When you have a rehydrated meal out of like a a tinfoil sachet, it does make you feel a bit like an astronaut. Yeah, true. You know, feel that. In a capsule, yeah. that's, in that's the they spent millions designing a pendant right in outer space. They also spent millions designing like a form of re uh, dehydrated food that is now what we know as pot noodle. Mm. Yeah. So every time you're eating a pot noodle, people, you're eating outer space food. The technology, the millions of dollars that went into designing how that food would be made. Yeah. 
This show brought to you by Pot Noodle and Audible. No, it's not. <laughs> We're not, not sponsored by Audible yet. <laughs> right? So, Pot Noodles, stars. We're talking about the stars in these pictures or the lack thereof. Yeah. Right? So, this is the point where they could take pictures of galaxies that no one had ever seen before. Mm, yeah. But also, this was the point where they could take pictures of galaxies that no one had ever seen before. Yeah. Mm. This is a big thing for me in the fake column where, why the fuck did they not bring a camera? Yeah, yeah. this one really sticks for me as well. Why, why wouldn't they bring a telescope? <sighs> They brought cameras. It's not that they didn't bring cameras. No, but I'm saying like a camera with the lens that would yeah. be able to do it. The lens that they had, and and here's like the debunking argument was that when you're taking a picture, and I know you guys have seen pictures on the internet of say like a wedding picture mm-hmm. that normally have these like real romantic. Uh, it's called a depth of field or a DOF, for mm-hmm. instance, abbreviated. So a depth of field means that something that's in the foreground will be very in focus, and then everything in the background, like a halo around them, and all the background will be mm. uh, out of focus. You would see it in the likes of uh, the work of J.J. Abrams, like in Lost, where he had massive depth of field. And all the lights and stuff in the background are huge, big, like, hexagons. And the hexagon is the shape of the aperture inside the lens. So if you have the lens wide open to be able to take in very, very dark pictures, like Buzz Aldrin coming off the lander in the dark, Mm. you'd have to have it wide open, which means that the stuff in the background, which is the stars and the hills in the background, are all very, very faint light sources that they wouldn't be even recognized or wouldn't even register on the sensor mm. or on the film that he was taking uh, we use sensor now in a digital one like but the film that he was taking the pictures on it wouldn't even register on that that's why all the sky behind every picture is pitch black, pitch black. but to me i can't i can't see how they didn't even get one or two little bits of light creeping in somewhere serious somewhere. an accident they could shot a serious exactly. the, like, or why the moon or the why way. did they not readjust the lens and point it only up into the sky like the ground was very very bright then when they were taking pictures of the ground so they had to close the lens all the way up which meant that they wouldn't be able to get any light from like any light at all mm. from behind the subject that they were taking the picture of mm. so that means zero stars like pitch black dark but why did they not just like Pointed up away from the bright light source, yeah. pointed towards the sky, and even take one picture of and the sky. Just to see what just to see. Just to see. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even take one. But yeah, did, that did is they, an oddity. They, I'm thinking of the audio now. Does anyone ever say, oh, it's a, you know, a beautiful desolation, uh, Aldrin said, you know? But does anyone say, oh, look, the stars are, are you know, they look different up here than they do from Earth? Nobody says it yeah. from the moon, but they plenty don't. of people orbiting the Earth, I've they said, say, I've said it. oh, I can see the stars at the window, it's a beautiful yeah. sight, but nobody mentions it when they're on the moon. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. just went, was it because the spaceship's too, uh, suit's too cumbersome to look yeah. up like Batman? <laughs> if they did take pictures of the stars, they would have to be like, it, okay, let's say if it was a fake, yeah. if the moon animal was a hoax, mm-hmm. and they released pictures of the stars to the public, yeah. mm-hmm. even the most rudimentary astronomist would go, would be like, them calculations are wrong. Their yeah, measurements not is wrong. Should be. Yeah. That's all wrong. That's the difference. Now, what is two hundred and forty thousand miles? Yeah. That's, that's enough of uh, to make a difference. If you're standing on the surface, yeah. Well, I mean, all the celestial bodies, you're yeah. able to like uh, astronomers are able to tell. Yeah. From from what perspective on every planet? Because we know hmm. like where every planet is now in in relative to the Earth. Well, well, they'd be able to know like. 
if you're standing on Mars and what point on Mars and you look up into the sky, they'll be able to tell exactly what stars you're going to be able to see. And yeah, what yeah. So all this technology there now and these calculations have been done. The precession is going to work there for our yeah. solar system. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm standing on the surface moon and I look up for the first time, does the night sky, as it were, in yeah. quotes, look different to me? Yeah, because yeah. there's no atmosphere. Right. There's no like impedance of this mm-hmm. light that's coming towards you. Plus the fact if you had stuff... Now we have the Hubble telescope. Mm-hmm. So we're able to look for like light years and see like past. yeah almost like the other galaxies and stuff like that so like if they were on the moon taking pictures they would be able to, or they'd have to make up galaxies mm. and stuff to, that that's just hard to it could be later yeah, yeah. but would be discoverable they exactly. knew that would be discoverable within the 10 years yeah so they, 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 they were better off to take none you know. They're better off to take none mm. than yeah. to take one or two and go, oh yeah, that thing is Don't blow the thing wide we open. Saw this, it, that, and, then, and then, and then, yeah, they t- they were like forward thinking. In fifty years' time, there's going to be the technology to be able to tell this is fucking load of horseshit. Maybe then they were told, don't mention the stars. But go on about were them. they were they told them? Yeah. Were they told in a, in the press conference when the the three astronauts came back from the moon? They were in a press conference. Mm-hmm. The three of them were sitting there and they were asked about the stars. Right. One, one spoke I saw that yeah Neil Armstrong mm-hmm. spoke first so in the press conference when the three guys had come back from the moon mm-hmm. they were given a press conference to the general press there was people there asking them questions you know what was it like what was the tang like did you get any tang how was your tang mm-hmm. and um, you know what was it like wearing the suits did you poop in a bag this kind of stuff and Patrick Moore the games master yeah. stands up and he asks directs the question to Neil Armstrong he goes uh uh when you were up there, did you see the stars and the sun of Corona? Mm-hmm. And Neil Armstrong answered, I don't recall what stars we could see. Right? Yeah. I don't okay. recall. And he kind of faffed around a little bit. He's like, um, I don't recall uh, what stars we, we we could see. And he's looking down and everything. And he's yeah, like, and he's super, right. like, all these micro-expressions of, yeah. like, lies, right? Yeah. Now, when he, when he said, I don't recall what stars we could see, the other two guys who were looking down, so Aldrin is on his right mm-hmm. and Collins is on his left. Mm-hmm. The two boys looked up, looked at each other, then looked at Aldrin, and then did this weird little smile, this little like mouth smile. Yeah. And it's very like the Jupiter's Delight that we talked about before. Yeah. It was very. I, I heard that yesterday. Jupiter's yeah, Delight. Jupiter's Delight. It was yeah. very kind of like oh, thoughts, ox, yeah. and and just as he said, I, I don't, I, I couldn't recall what stars we could see uh, if we if we could see any. He says, and then Michael Collins. Then chimes in as a, as a kind of a statement of support for him is like, yeah, I don't remember seeing any stars. He just says it outright. Just says it out straight, and you're like, dude, you're on the fucking moon with no atmosphere. Every time you looked up, there was fucking stars. But he actually yeah. looked confused, as if to, as if to say, oh yeah, there would be stars. Why didn't we story? Why didn't yeah. we mention the stars? And why the fuck is Patrick Moore allowed to ask that question? I don't yeah. know. Every question. I'm not sure Patrick better. Moore was like, what? Yeah. I told him I was going to ask a different question and uh, um, I just asked about the stars because I knew I knew it was a hoax I knew yeah. because I, I love the stars and I wanted to see the solar panel and I wanted to have a I'm obsessed with the sky at night my show is called the sky at night tell me about the sky at night yeah. for the moon absolutely oh uh, can't remember can, what can you believe that they didn't have a story concocted even something to something. say anything you know and, my favourite um, constellation from the moon looked beautiful or something yeah. even, yeah. even just a little throwaway thing anything. but just to go like you know, uh, uh, afterwards Neil Armstrong he, he talks about like uh, that because of the 
the sunglasses effect or the, the, the UV filtration in, in the visor of his spacesuit that it, it blocked out the light coming in from the stars. So it's like sunglasses. It's like, you know, the, the, mm. the reflection off the moon surface, like we were talking about before for yeah. the pictures, was so bright, like it had a blind oh, have mm. white, white land and black. Yeah, black, a black background. The contrast was too, too heavy, like for the human eye. So he had the visor down, which means that they didn't see the stars. But surely, like... Surely, something, yeah. anything, one, yeah. one star, one star. Do you see anything? It's very, very odd. It's very odd. Maybe this answer about the stars was like a personal choice to lessen his own guilt that he, you know, he didn't want to say we didn't see any stars. Collins then chimes in and ruins the lie. You're like, shut up, Michael. Shut up. And like, he says it with such like flummoxed. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen any. Yeah, just to just like corroborate and going like, yeah, I don't remember seeing any stars. Yeah. Fuck, shut up, Michael. Yeah. Um, Got this. Maybe before this press conference, he was briefed not to talk about them for fear of answering incorrectly. He was yeah, actually yeah, talking exactly. to Patrick Moore, yeah. who was like super... Who would have caught him out in a second. This yeah. is it. This is the thing. Lie. I wonder is there a follow-up question from Moore? Well, yeah. surely you this or surely you that. Or what are you trying to talk about? would have looked like a gom sitting up yeah. there. Like, yeah. 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 Getting uh, schooled by Moore, by the games master. Whose TV show had been running for the last, like, maybe... 20 years? Yeah. Since the 40s? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he, he, like, Armstrong clearly states that we were never able to see the stars from the lunar surface without looking through the optics, without getting special optics in the helmet to look at the stars. And I was like, yeah, but son, in the whole time that you were there, you spent a week getting to the motherfucker. You were the first dudes ever there. Would you not just take like a personal moment while you're pissing into a tube that's up your dick off somewhere in some like little tiny crater away from the lads just take a little moment to yourself and just look up and fix your optics and have a fucking look at the stars think, you think, just do that think, shit exactly. yeah. go off and having a man moment like I am the fucking first dude on the moon let's have a look let's survey what shit I've been standing on like I'm representing humanity yeah take humanity is watching 600 million people yeah. are watching take a moment Neil yeah I mean, so, when, I, when I'm at home at my parents' uh, place in Eden Dairy and Offley, you know what I mean? They go to bed and I go out to the side for a cigarette or something like that. Uh, first thing why, I why do is, yeah. is look up at the... Uh, of course you do. Look up yeah. at the, I I look the stars. I love going to my country home because I'm from the country, I'm not yeah. from the city, like yeah. not from yeah. Dublin. That's right? why I, I go And I go right. home to the country and I'm out in my back garden and the kitchen light is off, all the lights are off and I'm out in the back garden, you know, having a man moment. That's it. Being like, I'm at home. Yeah. You know, this is nice homestead yeah. and I look up and the stars are so beautiful because there's no light pollution and you're like come on universe give me a shooting star yeah, it's the like, first thing you do. big ass moon like the moon is bright I look down I can see stuff like of course you're going to fucking look up it's the first thing you do when you go on the moon is have a look around did. and then look up it's what cavemen yeah. did for years just like staring up at the sky wondering what, what God is if That's there's a God like what the fuck like, yeah. well, it's built that? into your DNA hence my fascination still with the moon I just look at it and it's like wow but you know what's really funny that Mike Collins who said I don't recall seeing any stars like blanketedly went no no stars uh, in a book years later he does recall seeing the stars and he writes about them in great detail in fact, oh, right. later on when he's being briefed yeah. when he's not at a press conference on the balls of his feet you were in the orbiting you were in the orbiting uh, yeah. craft yeah. you know he was the loneliest man in the world for a moment yeah, yeah. the farthest from human contact yeah that's right the only person to be yeah and he was the only person behind the only person who was not in a photograph yeah. In the entire known universe. Everybody on planet Earth was in the photograph and Neil and Buzz were. Oh, yeah. But he was the only one who wasn't. 
the only guy in the known universe. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Wow. Someone's got to be behind the camera. Take a photo. Someone's got to take that. Someone's got to click it, man. There's no timer on it. Okay. I'll just set the timer and then I'll land in the moon and go. Running in slow motion. With those strings. Quite cumbersome. Um, so yeah, that's that's the stars. Like that's pretty. Yeah, pretty that's pretty damning. A weird one. It like, is a that weird stuff one. is pretty damning, and I definitely think like Neil Armstrong. The recluse like, thing is is, is yeah. Is, Neil Armstrong is such a weird character, and he's such a weird like uh, astronaut to have because all these guys were all speed freaks and big boys, and they were all like super deadly. Like and even like you know you know the, the, the PR machine might say, and make sure he's a good looking guy. So yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, we want the ladies crazy about him. Um, they'd say make sure he's a good looking guy because I mean even Gargarin Yuri Gargarin was uh, young he was in his 20s he was yeah. good looking and the first guy they reckon that went over Vladimir Ilyushin was not yeah a big grizzly 50 year old craggy hard drinking they went okay it, apparently we can send a man to orbit the earth but it can't be that, can't guy, be that yeah. guy yeah, yeah. that guy if he had a white tooth and he said he'd have a snooker ball set <laughs> Like, and then Gargarin dies. Yeah, but if you're going to be on the front of every Wheaties box and you're going to be, your face is going to be slammed and everyone's face through the news, you've got to be good looking, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and, and they reckon that your man orbited, but on the way back, he lost course, crashed in China. China imprisoned him for a year. Fucking Egypt. And then admitted it in the 80s. That, <laughs> yeah, went, oh, yeah, that incident. We have your yeah. spaceman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey Russia we have your spaceman you want him yeah. we God. send him back up you go pick him up there are you Russia <laughs> we left him where we found him yeah. see the Chinese are just so bitter to not even be allowed to race in that yeah. race yeah. well they're, they're in it now man oh, yeah. Yeah. but the thing about Neil, Neil Armstrong was that like he was a recluse for so many years never to give any interviews like was so like he seemed to me to be the one that racked most with the guilt mm. because he was the one that was first yeah. He was the one that, like... His name is synonymous with the moon. Completely. Yeah. And, like, you know, Buzz Aldrin, yeah, okay, he's in a few different TV shows and he's a bit of a celebrity. And he's more so in the last little while when nostalgia, like, in the last 10 years or so. Because in the 90s, everyone was like, fuck the moon. <laughs> like, even, even like, Apollo 12, mm. everyone was ringing up and going, like, hey, we're, we're missing out on reruns of I Love Lucy. Like, put the fucking thing back on. I don't want to watch this. Mm -hmm. Which then, obviously, led to the Apollo 13... Like, okay, if we're going to do this, you can see, like, the guys with the whiteboard going, like, okay, if we're going to make another Apollo, we've got to have real-life drama. What can we do? Yeah, yeah. Let's just spitball a few ideas here. And yeah, 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 like, yeah. Um, what happens if we have them all dying? Yeah. It's the Oceans movie story, boys. You're a yeah. genius. Like, yeah, yeah it's definitely, yeah. you know. But I always um, thought that was a really, like, a low point for humanity when... This this achievement, you know, yeah. monumental, and people got bored with it so quickly. Anyway. It's like we're going to space, man. This is this is yeah. this thing is just blown wide open, yeah. people, and they're bored already. It's like, well, you know what? As a race, we're fucked. Well, yeah. it's the if thing that I'm, doesn't get float your boat. The people who are doing it then are going, yeah, it's working. Yeah, what, what we're doing is working because okay. they don't, you know, if they're willing to pay attention to this, if they're willing to just go, I love Lucy's on. Yes, that's, we that's, have I think that was the end game, possibly. You yeah. Know? Okay. So Neil Armstrong, after not giving any interviews, like for for uh, for any like ever for mm. no like no interviews. The right? odd the odd appearance at anniversary. Yeah, this is the thing. I, I, we say I'm at the twenty fifth five year anniversary, twenty fifth anniversary. Mm of the, the landing mm -hmm. and he comes out and he's in you know reasonably good health mm -hmm. you know god rest him he's dead now like mm -hmm. but uh, he's in reasonably good health yeah. for his 25 year anniversary and he makes this really weird speech and these conspiracy theorists have glommed onto this speech and I think yeah do because the wording in the speech is fucking odd as fuck mm. excuse the language but you know uh, unsettling stuff, yeah. unsettling yeah. right yeah. Uh, 
this is this is the speech in the Irish I'll give. I'm going to read it out now, out of respect. Uh, I'm not going to do a voice like Ray. Mm-hmm. Today we have with us a group of students among America's best. To you we say we have only completed a beginning. We leave you much that is undone. There are great ideas undiscovered, breakthroughs available to those who can remove one of truth's protective layers. Ooh. Roaring, crying. He was raw, like yeah. like doing the lip shake and mm-hmm. the fucking the full eyes with the red like tinge and stuff yeah. like, like. Ugh. Yeah. You think about that, like he's twenty five years writing that speech, mm-hmm. and then he comes out and says that. Let's take that apart. Today we have with us a group of students among America's best. To you we say we've only completed the beginning. Mm-hmm. So we've just we've just broken the seal on this thing. Yeah. We leave you much that is undone. Mm-hmm. Like going to the moon. Undiscovered. There are great ideas undiscovered. Mm-hmm. And breakthroughs available to those who can remove one of truth's protective layers. Like the protective layer of... What truth? The, li- the lies we were told. Mm-hmm. And, like, is this... Did this man for, like, I think 37 years after... He lived for 37 years after he was on the moon. Like, did he hold... The weight of the world, literally the weight of the moon. He held the weight of the moon on his shoulders. If anyone's out there writing a biography of Neil Armstrong, you can have that as a title Mm. for your biography uh, for free. Mm. He had the weight of the moon on his shoulders. Yeah, you can have that. Yeah, but it's imagine like that's imagine being that guy walking around knowing if it was fake, knowing that it was fake, and having everyone congratulate you, getting medals of honor, fucking. You know, your army being a cast from all the yeah. high fives you'd be getting. Yeah. Uh, and then Nixon gets drunk and rings you and tells you who killed Kennedy. And you're like, dude, yeah. please, yeah. Don't, I can't. He's like, well, you, yeah. oh, well, you can't tell anybody else. <laughs> like, I don't tell Patrick I was drinking. Yeah. But this, this this was a hard-living group, these astronauts, these cosmos. Yeah. These, were, these were proper guys. Like, between 64 and 67, yeah. 10 of these guys checked out. Right. 10 of them through car crashes, uh, yeah. test pilot, test aircraft crashes yeah. uh, heart attacks yeah. uh, they were like the jackass crowd <laughs> <laughs> they were really hard of wood. This I would love to see you know the, the South Park uh, the, uh, the music for that here, for jackass music yeah. with a montage of them play on that would be awesome uh, yeah that's what it was yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna make who's the first man uh, to orbit the earth Charlie Knoxville ah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure if the boys could get the money to get into space and do some shit in space Steve like, uh, man I'll Start this abuse up your bed. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is called pissing your mouth at any gravity. <laughs> <laughs> and he just pisses, and the boys have to catch the piss. Something like that. I definitely think so. But, uh, but yeah, like, but it's true though. I mean, even Gagarin was killed in it. Yeah, and crashed. This I'm is sure kind of part of the conspiracies. Is that like you had, you had ten American astronauts and eight Russian cosmonauts all died in a, in a very small period between '64 and '67. Yeah, with '67 being the kill zone. But do you think mm-hmm. that these that these guys like after after doing all this? training and all of this stuff that those guys that died between 64 and 67 were maybe helped on their way because they were given the brief and they're like okay listen we're not going to beat the Russians Mm -hmm. we're going to have to fake a moon landing are you are you on board are you fucking in with this thing Mm -hmm. and they're like yeah, and then they get drink, they get drinking, and they start, you know, oh, I don't really know. Well, like, and they shoot starts, their off. Yeah, they're coming yeah. home. They told somebody, and it's like, who did you tell? Uh, my wife. Shouldn't have done that, son. 
and then one night they're driving home and someone just gently nudges him off the road yeah and him and the wife it's are killed in the car crash it's like oh let, like, you know we'll, we'll let him crash his car and we'll give her cancer or something yeah, yeah. or nudge, nudge the entire family car in front of a train yeah yeah, yeah. which is done the way one of, them died. one of them died by doing that like oh i mean God, who's really? to yeah yeah the whole family went there in front of a train yeah gone by car wow so because there's a lot of people like with a lot of guilt Mm. are acting like they have a lot of guilt around this scenario like even the NASA director James Webb Mm -hmm. he resigned just days before the first Apollo mission was to go into space like like a dude that worked almost his entire life to get to a directorial position of the greatest achievement of mankind of, of, of humanity all as, told, as said by Nixon, the greatest achievement of humanity yeah. of all time. That Jimmy that Webb, Harris position in in yeah, Satcom, yeah. like to like, be break out, your, break out your waistcoat, and go all right. I'm here. Yeah. Jimmy Webb, yeah, director of NASA, yeah, finally gets his chance after finally. all these years. We're going That's to the moon. Life's Jimmy. work, a Jimmy, life's work. We're going to do it. We're going to go to the moon, yeah. and you're going to be the man calling the plays. You're going to be the quarterback here, son. Meh. Yeah, buch. Man, not into it. Resigns. Maybe he doesn't. He like I had to look that name up. He's not synonymous with a global lie. Like Neil Armstrong, first man on the moon. You'll ask a child in kindergarten, yeah, first man on the moon. Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Good. Nice. You said it wrong. Work on your diction, but correct. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, nobody knows James Webb. No. Well, but, not nobody, but except for the origin know. of the uh, phrase "web of deceit." Oh. Ooh. Is it? No. Fuck. Damn it. That would have been a great exclusive. Well, that would be just a lie. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. You'll be lying on your first show, Emma. Jimmy Webb of the Seed. So, yeah, imagine, like, is that is that a subtle admission of guilt? That's, on behalf of the director of NASA? Did he just go, like, yeah, you know what? I, I don't want any parties. Well, I can see that. I'm, I'm not even going to sit in, in the room at the back on the yeah. day and watch you do I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. If, if you if you spend your entire life like at the head of cutting edge science of the cutting edge science, and someone comes to you and says, "Yeah, we're just gonna fake it from now on," it's just easier to bullshit than actually do it. Yeah, I quit my job too. Of course you would. Yeah, I go and get a job at Boeing Skunk Works or something. <laughs> yeah. and I actually keep doing make some shit. Yeah, actually make some do. shit. Do you know the three astronauts Collins, Aldrin, and Armstrong mm. also quit? Almost immediately after returning home, yeah, yeah. returning home, yeah. in inverted commas. Yeah, that's a, that's like, another. They didn't have any future like training or involvement as consultants or anything like that. They were no. just like, I'm out. Oh, yeah. for, as, for, as regards aeronautics go and stuff. No, that was it. They were just out. I'm out. Yeah. And they were just I mean, living. Even, even uh, Collins was given a weird job by Nixon, like the assistant yeah. to the Secretary of. Uh, Home affairs yeah. or something. It's like, what? The guy's an astronaut. What are you? Doing? Yeah, but he was. He, he wanted to stay in the game, mm. but he just didn't he want, want he, to. Yeah. have anything to do with mm. astronomy or. Yeah. Do you know? It's, it's weird that they all quit, though, isn't it? It's it very odd. Yeah, I remember. I, I consider that number five of the great. Uh, yeah. Ten poles of this a conspiracy. Of is the one I heard is that one. Apollo fourteen's one of the, one of the crew. His name is Edgar Mitchell. Right, so he would have t- taken the same journey, the training. He would have been a flyboy. Yeah, he he he, he achieves. Serious, giving his whole life over to yeah, you. You got to give your life over to be absolutely. an astronaut. And possibly went to the moon, and then quit and became a paranormal investigator. Yeah, this is a I man of see, science. I wouldn't yeah. see why not. Of pure science. I'm gonna go. Well. For, exactly, go we'll go looking for ghosts. Another one, Apollo 15's James Irwin. He, he became a born again Christian and spent the rest of his life searching for Noah's Ark. But it just, 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 I just think it's a strange thing to just turn around and go. Enough of that now. Bro. Isn't it? Isn't it weird that you can turn a page then in a conspiracy theory compilation book, and within a couple of page turns you can get 
a paranormal investigator, someone who's searching for an apparently fictional boat on a fictional mountain. Well, the other one's looking for ghosts. And the other one's looking for ghosts. And then you turn the page and it's like Neil Armstrong telling Porky Pies about being on the moon. Mm -hmm. Like, it's in that conspiracy canon for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's not like people are going, oh yeah, here's something real sketchy. But because it's been in the conspiracy canon and we're trying to deal with it in our those conspiracy guys quintessential fashion of question your sources look at the bullshit but also look through the bullshit at the grains of truth that the bullshit grew from but also like like, the bullshit is a bullshit bush mm. of a seed of what the fuck yeah but also use your common sense and use your gut and like you're talking a lot of gut talk now in in the last while about when you're seeing someone talk about something and kind of start cracking up and get yeah. you can tell when that's really and you can tell when it's not it's we exactly. say look at victims families sometimes in, in these kind of false flag events and mm-hmm. you see the sounds and all the noises and the, and the sniffing and the, the rubbing but no of the tears. eyes but no tears no none of the physical tears. factors yeah. like I think we as humans you know we're designed to pick up those little, reddening those of the face of behaviour yeah. and as you said when you see some of these some of these astronauts cracking up while they're talking about going to space and it's not just the cracking up of you know, reminiscing about how I went to space or I walked on the moon. Or it's cracking up. You kind of you can see fear in the eyes of yeah. someone. You can see alcohol. Alcohol is broken heart in, some of them. in 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 the you know yeah. later years. Buzz Aldrin, of course, everyone knows that. Like, but I remember watching a documentary. It was just about space, the the, the moon program, and the, uh, the the astronaut was drinking in the yeah, interview. In the interview. And he looked like he had been through the war. Yeah, well, it's like a psychological internal war, yeah. probably. This guy definitely had issues, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, mm. some of those, like, inconsequential uh, conspiracy theory tentpoles that people put this moon hoax up against, yeah. uh, you know, scrutiny, uh, a lot of them are kind of like, are uh, fuck's sake. Like, really? Mm. Really? Yeah. One of them is this rock sea, mm-hmm. which is thought to be a, a papier-mâché prop yeah. that has a sea marked on it, presumably yeah, yeah. by some grip or some, yeah. you know, some prop guy mm-hmm. who... For position C. Yeah, they were, making, they were making these, like, props for the, the set, the Hollywood basement mm. kind of scenario. And if you're going to make a moon set in which you're going to take lots of different photographs, you need your continuity to be spot. Oh yeah, on. bang on. It'd be right there. You can't have people in a lunch break kicking around the rocks on yeah. the set and then go back there and start filming it. Where's some, Roxy? Yeah, where's Roxy? Some some sound guy like and Christian Bale screaming the shit. <laughs> like some some lighting guy. Yeah. Kubrick is all like, get off that set. You know? Yeah. Uh, Roxy, in late releases of this picture, the sea has been like photoshopped out mm. of it. For what reason? Mm. It's to stop people maybe speculating that it is. And then in doing that, made it more suspicious by yeah. like, what are you trying to hide? It is something that people... It's a reach. It is a reach. Oh, it is a stretch. Yeah. But it... Like... Well, people why bother, why bother trying to release an official picture with a C scratched out? Yeah, it looks to have like a little crease in the bottom this, of the That's ball. exactly yeah. it. It looks well, like it's paper little... mache yeah. that's been formed into a ball. Mm-hmm. And then it's got this C on it. But I mean, uh, I saw two debunking versions of the C, which is one is it came it's through in the photograph. Yeah. yeah, so as they were processing the photograph, there was a small... I guess a pubis hair that's, uh, that curled up in there to look like a C, mm. uh, and also the the idea that well that was just a mark a striation that was on the rock. Mm. Yeah, as rocks naturally have striations. Like on the face of Mars, it's a black and yeah. white photo that doesn't have like fe- very high definition. Yeah, and then not always if you see the face of Mother Mary in a taco, is it the face of Mother Mary? Is it the face of Osama bin Laden in the smoke coming rising out of uh, Tower One? You know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is for a second when I pause it because you told me to look for it. Yeah, and you've outlined it with a with a. <laughs> Saying, it's like saying don't think of a blue elephant yeah yeah pink I, I said blue 
Oh, yeah, I should have been thinking blue. Should have been thinking about the blue one. Did uh, not work. You're, you're immune. Free spirit. He's yeah. immune. This guy. <laughs> uh, another one of these weird, uh, like, I don't even. I, I think this is kind of a bit bullshit. The crosshairs, mm. right? So there's a, a, an alignment crosshair, which is affixed to the lens, and it should be burnt onto the film, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a film plate inside the camera that that's putting the stuff onto the onto the actual film that goes into the camera, yeah. and this should always appear on top of whatever image is being taken into the lens. And there's one picture where there's a thing, uh, I think it's part of the lander, that's over the crosshair, which means that whoever was photoshopping it, as they did with, you know, the uh, like a composite picture with the Oswald assassination shot for, for cover of Time magazine, yeah. where he's holding the rifle, and the shadows are all wrong, and yeah. their face and all the stuff, the hands. Like, this is just like a tiny, tiny little you know, mistake in the crosshairs on the film plate where something is over something else. And people are just hammering that in as like this is the definitive, the proof, definitive proof that th- these are composite pictures right and could it could it have been created afterwards could it have been done in the film plate those those crosshairs are on top of every other part yeah it's just someone left it out when they were oh well, I've seen two versions of that picture I've seen the, the behind the high clarity point. version yeah the high clarity version shows that the piece of it's a kind of a piece of equipment they were using for doing tests on the surface of the moon and it had two red bands around the bottom. It was a white piece of equipment mm. with a kind of a, a gold tinfoil bit behind it and two bands of red around it. Okay. You don't see those. In the in the picture where the crosshair kind of disappears behind it, mm. you don't see the red bands on it. They're too blurred out. In fact, the whole picture, you know, is just quite blurred out. When you see the clarified version of the photo or the, the higher resolution, the crosshairs are there. You just, you couldn't see. They're so small, you couldn't see. So the it's like, right, it okay. It's, it's like just a diffusion of detail. Like that's exactly what it is. Yeah, the pixels were so yeah. if that's the debunking if that's something you want to hang on to that's that's you know I heard Joe Rogan going on about this burn crater that the lunar lander was supposed to have left didn't, didn't leave that it didn't leave and yeah. uh, that it looked like it was just placed there now there's th- yeah. this thing is like threefold so during the preparation for the flight the scientists were genuinely worried that the lander would fall into the hole mm. that it created as it was landing. That was a genuine worry mm-hmm. for the for the NASA. If scientists. it created enough a blast crater, yeah. it, it wouldn't sit properly. Apparently, if it, if it tipped over in the door, the boys were stuck. If they didn't yeah, know, if they forever. didn't know about they, they they could just stick the flag in. If they didn't know that, they certainly weren't going to know what yeah. the effect was of yeah. a giant vehicle coming back. or how how deep or how soft sink. the soil was yeah, going to be. Exactly. Um, lucky enough, it was you know pretty much solid rock they were landing on. But when you look at the pictures now on the side of conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. It's very flat. It's very like undisturbed. That dust underneath where the it, blasters it, it, were. It is. I, I never thought about it until I saw it in a documentary. Yeah. Uh, I went, oh yeah, that it is odd. But I didn't. Yeah, I never thought about it before because, for a simple reason, is I think even Joe Rogan's thinking about it. He thinks it's coming down like, <laughs> like in the movies. Yeah, there's a rocket coming at the bottom. Of that's, it. Yeah, that's, exactly. not, that's not the case. Yeah. Armstrong it was, brought it, was, it in manually. It was using it was using gravity to fall slowly, yeah. and then little tiny rocket blasts, little little, little yeah. retro oh, like, rockets. Yeah. That's it. Retro, but they weren't rockets. Retro, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a combustible substance. It was air. Firing. It was yeah, air. Yeah. But also, it, it was it was two things that expanded. It was two substances that expand once mixed together yeah. in air. Mm-hmm. So. There was nothing combustible going on there. What you had was just pure air just being released. Yeah, As these so, two chemicals mixed, they would expand and create a little bit of pressure. Yeah. A so very Joe, small amount of diffused Joe pressure. Rogan's yeah. argument, he's thinking like it's when uh, Marvin the Martian used to take off from yes. the planet. Yes. And uh, there were shiny know, orange and yellow triangles coming at the bottom of the yeah, rocket. And it was burrowing a hole or whatever. Again, yeah. and like you said, there were. Or like, like we watch Saturn V taking off or like even like the, the all the the rockets that blew up on the launch pad or you see them and it's like huge amounts of white smoke and the people have to sit like three miles away in case it blows up and they get a bit of shrapnel in the mm-hmm. forehead like 
Maybe that's what he's imagining when this thing. He's imagining the, the, the clap who arrived in the day the Earth was still. And yes. Yeah. Yes. Burning in the middle of the central park. Completely. Grass. But that's I guess he said a minute see. ago, if you, you just have, just have a bit of common sense. When there's Joe Rogan, like, on yeah, but I mean, he he has an agenda. He has a show to promote, and and he's getting his information from one source, mm, and yeah. he's believing it in a certain way or understanding it, comprehending it in a certain way. Yeah. Whereas if you question your sources and you you really look into it like he had you give yourself over to the sceptical side as well as the the yeah you have to be you have to be pragmatic about it when you're looking at it going like I have to take it from both sides you can't just bury your head in the conspiracy sand you know bury your head in the moon dust yeah yeah, it's only an inch deep and you smack your face off a rock (laughs) Uh, the other part of that burn crater is that the surface of the moon was underestimated so this deep dust wasn't deep it was actually rock and it wouldn't make it wouldn't disturb that much dust Hmm. but still when I'm looking at the pictures, there's still not a lot. Very little dust kick. Very little. And, and what dust the, is cooked? Because there's no, there's no atmosphere, there's no wind or anything. When the dust kicks up, it should fall in like a parabolic arch. It should yes. fall in the direction that it's been forced out. Exactly. And nothing's resisting it. So it should, yeah. it should all fall and in a beautiful there. looping arc. Yeah, and, and they're going to hang there for a little bit. So there's no dust. The third part of it is there's no dust on the legs of the landing pod. There's no dust on the little foil feet. Mm-hmm. It's completely clean. You look at those colour pictures, the high def pictures. And it looks like, you know, a model that some nerdy child might have mm-hmm. in their bedroom that's mm-hmm. immaculate and untouched after it's been made, like perfectly not dirty, sitting on perfectly flat dust, you know, moon dust. It seems a bit weird that like if you're coming in, maybe maybe I, I don't fully have like the comprehension of gravity and how the dust is going to work. Uh, I wouldn't know. I, I, I couldn't claim to hold my well, hand. Well, I do. Like a blood spatter analyst. Yeah. I saw you some couldn't. of this debunking about the dust as well and it said, again, because there's no atmosphere on the moon, the dust isn't weathered the way dust and particles will be weathered on Earth and rounded off. Mm-hmm. The way you see, when you go to the beach and you see a stone and it's nice and round, mm-hmm. the reason that stone is nice and round is not because it broke off from a cliff face mm-hmm. nice and round. Gradually it's, worn. It's gradually been gradually worn down for that shape by, by the, the, the work of the ocean, by the elements, by the atmosphere. Because there's no atmosphere, because there's no water on Mars, or on the moon, pardon me. Mm. Um, there's nothing but if you if you microscopically look at these dust particles, they're incredibly sharp yeah. because they're all they're all broken away from the main body of rock by asteroid collisions, yeah. comet collisions. Yeah. So these are all very so they're sharp. Not, they're particles. not grounded down from erosion, and they're not grounded down from erosion, and they don't really See. have the ability to stick to things too well. They 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 clump together very well. But they would have just like sheared off, so hit something, and just fell off. That's yes. completely different to anything there is on Earth. And that's what I've always said. It's different yes. up there. It's it just is. different. It's only two hundred forty thousand miles away, but it's different. It's, it's not it's the Earth. A different world. Yeah. It's a different it's world. world. Uh, another part, another like arm to the conspiracy uh, Vishnu that we're talking about here is uh, the half-speed film conspiracy. Mm. Uh-huh. So they say that when they're looking at the boys bouncing around in slow motion, that if they speed that up times two, yeah. That it looks like a fella just lepping around. But he's, if, he is, are, if he's he's leaping around, he's pretty good at it. Well, yeah, I mean, he knows exactly what he's doing. But then but then they like, say, uh, well, there's strings there too. And it's the fact that uh, his arm, they say the debunkers are saying his arms are moving at two times speed, but his legs, look he looks like he's just jumping. That's right, it, yeah. yeah. They're big jumps, and yeah. if you're wearing a suit that big, you're not going to be able to propel yourself. Stay puff marshmallow like, sort of thing. Yeah, this kind there. of waddly yeah. uh, bounciness. But this is quite enough, you even saw the Mythbusters episode of the moon landing right. they covered a load of like moon landing myths all, all the ones we're talking about now like, yeah. well a few of the ones we're talking about now and uh, they did this one of, of kind of bouncing around as bouncy as you can be and then playing it back at uh, to see half speed, to mm-hmm. see what it looks like 
doesn't. It just doesn't look like it that. It just looks like slow motion. Mm. It looks like a guy jumping up and down. And it looks like you can see the, kind of the knees buckling and bending to give the force to take you both feet off the ground. Yeah. But you don't see that. You see like straight-legged bouncing uh, for the astronauts on the moon. Yeah. And you would think, again, if that was at normal on normal Earth gravity... They need to bend their legs to get off the ground, yeah. get both feet off the ground. <laughs> Anybody, it's very hard to jump. The propulsion, legs. the yeah. propulsion yeah. needs you to take. Like you'd have to be jumping off the balls of your feet or whatever. Yeah, like the ma- Maasai. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, not, it's just that, not easy that, to jump straight legs. Yeah. But it's the thing. Yeah, it's of, it's yeah. the thing of like um, you have to. You'd have to question your sources. Like you'd have mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. if you're watching a documentary about the moon landing being a hoax, and they put to you a person who is willing to watch this. They put to you, yeah, these guys were jumping around. And here's the evidence. And you look at it and you don't question the fact that these knees have to be bent or that, you know, uh, the arms are moving slightly faster than Mm -hmm. they would if they were, you know, in in two times speed or whatever. You're just going to go, oh, my God, that's crazy. It does look kind of like they're doubling the speed. Yeah, Yeah. of course you're going to believe it. But if you analyze it like you just analyze it, it it doesn't it doesn't hold water. Do you know what I mean? I think uh, Apollo 17 astronaut, he, uh, he fell on the moon. Oh yeah, yeah. He oh, fell on the hill. He fell, and he, he he found it very hard to, to get back up. Yeah, because of the cumbersome of, of the suit. The suit everything. is very cumbersome, yeah. and you're looking at like a load of. Uh, Why the, leave the, that the in? Backpack. Why leave that in? Yeah. You know, yeah. Cut. Bloopers. Yeah. Let's get him up. You know. Bloopers. Yeah. It's uh, the, apparently the backpack, the big square backpack they have on them is like a, an oxygen and water recycling thing. That's the thing they poo poo and wee wee into, oh, no. and it has like all their oxygen and it has all the stuff like their life support system. Yeah, and it's designed for one sixth gravity, which is what the moon has. It's one yeah. sixth of the gravity of <clears> Earth. <throat> so if you were wearing that big pack on Earth, you'd be fucking falling around the place. Mm-hmm. Right there, you go. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So if you fell over well, what <laughs> on the moon, mm-hmm. it's one sixth of the weight, but it's still got all that crazy shit in it. And yeah, like, completely. He's you know, still, no, I I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure that's like the 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 outer space equivalent of being pushed over in a portaloo. Oh like, yeah. Are we back, back to Jackass again? Jackass moment. <laughs> I really hope we're not in the future here. Portaloo anti-grav. Jack Schmidt fell in his shit. That was his name. <laughs> was his name Jack Schmidt? What? Jack Schmidt fell in his shit. Yeah. Eating his uh, curds his weight. That were obviously... Eating his tang and... Uh, <laughs> there it is. And he rolled back down the hill. <laughs> so, uh, another... Just, like, it's not even a theory, but it's just a question. Mm-hmm. Like, a strange question. Mm-hmm. They had a colour camera, very high definition, oh, in, in, is, yeah. in the capsule. But when we're bouncing around on the planet, it's, they were, it's a black and white, and it's a shit version, it's right? It's so shit. So shit, right? So I was looking into why they wouldn't use it. So, okay, if again, you'd have to have a little bit of knowledge about cameras or whatever, but the black and white was able to take in more light than the colour one was. The colour one was more right. like a camcorder that didn't have, like, the wide range or the wide aperture of the black and white one. The black and white one was better quality image, but not color, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we got on planet Earth a really shitty, shaky version on the news. You'll see on all these TV shows and the, all the families and all are gathered around the thing watching. Boop! It's one small step for man. Like this. Uh, I don't know why he was... What was it? What was that guy's name? He was like... Not Polly Shore. He was... Uh, uh, Tommy. What's Tommy. Tommy, it was um, like an Adam Sandler. Oh, it's a Chris Farley. Chris Farley voice. <laughs> <that just laughs> it's one small step for man. One giant leap. So, as everyone's sitting around the telly and is like, it's one small step for man. Uh, 
you see it's really bad quality and it's black and white and it's like mm. blown out the the highs and all are blown out it's completely white in other places like miss like when they zoom in the, yeah, the whole the it, aperture gets it's it still it, it starts shaking mm-hmm. and the frame moves and everything yeah. so I, I look at it and I found out why that when the camera from the moon was projecting a picture back to earth they had that on a big massive screen yeah. at, oh. at, at Houston and the media had to film the screen they didn't even get a live feed they had to film the screen yeah. and get the screen in frame and the camera to be broadcast on the TV yeah. so it was like a copy of a copy sent from space yes. like no ne- no network was given access to that's another the, thing yeah, conspiracy yeah. theorists so why is that they why, completely locked because, it down because they want it was a co- totally government controlled media outlet and then of course they wanted have, to have yeah a bad picture possibly and wanted to have it so that people weren't able to analyse it correctly and then you think hey conspiracy theorist do you not think that we'd be able to get a hold of the original years later to be because we did we like the originals are out yeah. there now and people are able to analyze and the reason them. for that was the signal still still that film is not no no, no the no. film's not the signal was sent to actually a satellite rate in Australia That's at the right. time because their satellite array, NASA satellite array in Australia, wasn't powerful. Well, it was, it was able to pick up the signal, but they were getting a very grainy, very static field yeah. signal. So they switched to this private satellite array and asked them to take in the feed and then took the signal off of them. And, and then they sat up on the TV in Houston and the yes. media got to directly that. straight into Houston. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's yeah. like a copy of a copy that went around the exactly. world. They exactly. say even the feat, of, copy of, copy. The feat of, 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 of achieving that, what they did with The Dish. Remember that movie? It's yeah, there's an Australian movie, The Dish. The yeah. Dish. And uh, it was almost on par with actually going to the moon yeah. like, with, with video technology. But the Guardian newspaper... Four right? kilobytes of RAM. Uh, <laughs> but NASA had worked out how to get the rocket all the way to the moon and not get the signal back. Yeah. And these Aussies... Managed to drongo their beard down long enough to more, work it More mind-boggling. What? Yeah. But uh, in, in 2009, the Guardian newspaper reported that original high-definition or high-resolution footage was indeed, uh, it did, did exist, and it, yeah. and it got taped over. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. High-resolution uh, footage of the greatest achievement that we've now, said this. Look, as we've said... How did it get... Was that videotape and it got taped over? It got yeah. taped over. No, by like, possibly by like, with another manned mission or satellite imagery or something like that. But genuinely, somebody... Pre- you know, It wasn't it, like an episode of EastEnders or something. That's exactly what it says in the report, in, in the Guardian report. It says, this is the 1916 version of taping over EastEnders. Oh yeah. God. But yeah. Well, as we said earlier, like NASA... The love for space exploration and going to the moon mm-hmm. waned somewhat after it was done and NASA's budget has waned also over mm. a certain time oh, yeah. so you know I can understand if somebody in the office was trying to be a little green yeah. do a little recycling said, someone said hey Jimmy run out to the <laughs> store and remember that time you went to Sears and got us American flag I yeah. need you to go get me some blank cassettes and he said I'm going to save the company some money yeah. and I'm going to go take that big box of cassettes over there that nobody ever put, uses and I'm going to put those in the machine you're putting it for the Apollo there. 17 mission and your man is like Hey, how do I get it to go on long play? Is that LP? Yeah, yeah. Uh, reckon, like a like a was it an Akai two hundred and forty minute tape or something? Remember? Yeah, that? yeah, oh, yeah. I, like how annoying is that to tape over that thing? I remember when we were young, my dad used to tape movies off the TV. Yeah, and he, he taped Twelve Monkeys, right? And he had it on, he had it on, on long play or whatever, and he had a couple of different movies on it, and the tape ran out. Yo, just. As the Bruce Willis character and the girl run into the airport. Oh so yeah! Oh my god! Oh, really? I never felt like I never found her at the end of Twelve Monkeys for you about. You used to go to bed in about eight or nine years, oh, and I'd watched it about ten times and never knew the end of it. That's incredible. Watched it right to that moment, and then I I had written like the different yeah. endings of Twelve Monkeys <laughs> in my head so many times. The same happened with like the Quick and the Dead. 
I never oh, j- no. just at the moment two great movies when they're just about to do the, the shootout and they're like yeah. the hands are twitching by their pockets and then it's just like and I'm you like, get that first click of the clock and then the auto rewind it's like yeah means means your joy is over time yeah, to start again yeah. that's the I associate like, that sound with disappointment yeah. like Phoebe and Friends when he, her mother just cut out the end of all the sad movies like E.T. and Bambi and all that sort of thing to, to, it's almost to shield her from... what happened at the end daddy uh, Bruce Willis and Madeline still get married and then the man uh, turns the bacteria into like uh, a, a nice thing that, yeah. that grows back Bruce Willis's hair yeah. everybody's happy <laughs> and Terry yeah. Gilliam goes on to make movies that aren't flops it's wonderful <laughs> it's harrowing I'd hate to have that happen but apparently these, these original tapes now think about what we're saying here these original tapes that have high resolution mm-hmm. not the yeah. black and white thing yeah, yeah, yeah. here we go here it is that's going to last forever as sexy as the photographs but they're moving yeah. Yeah. and it got buried among 350,000 other, other tapes that in, were, the, in that, that Indiana Jones warehouse, was it? Perhaps. Yeah. And then they were recycled during the 70s and 80s. So it is actually, it's gone. Fuck but here's man. something we... Did, did the last in Australia not keep like, a, a copy of it if they were bouncing it back? I guess I not. I think, I'm guessing they were, like the media filming it at SACOM were under the orders. Yeah. Like... No, you can't have your copy of this. But NASA Nobody gets a copy of this. So we come down and we close you down. NASA came out, 35 yeah. years later, NASA came out and said... Oh yeah, that that happened. All right. There was there was high resolution footage, but it's gone now, and we know for definite it's gone. It's not Here's what I've heard from that, being hammered by conspiracy theorists to like show us the footage, show us the footage, and then, and like, then they come out to say that conspiracy theorists are like, oh please, you just bought me another ten years on this. Yeah, absolutely. Here's what we know though: if it was lost, it means there was no backups made. If there was no backups made, what I would suggest is it was never analysed. No, no backups made. Mm, yeah, like, but I mean, this incredible information to be got from. A, a, a good high res video feed like they were watching the crappy feed at SACOM there and then when they have a good quality feed no one ever bothered to look at it it's and mad. see if well, they can learn anything from it talking about, it's talking about you know extraneous video and stuff that wasn't really reviewed properly uh, there's a there's a missing reel that was accidentally sent to documentary makers who made the documentary A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon mm-hmm. and that was like partially when we were researching this was partially the only reason why I was watching that documentary is to, to get the exact details of that missing reel. Mm-hmm. So we, we call it the missing reel. Yep. There's a video accidentally released, right? And it's quite famous, I think. You might, if, if you see, if you watch that documentary and you see the section we're talking about, you might go, oh, I've seen that before. Yeah, like, I, I, there's, there's a YouTube video I'm, and we're going to put it up on the website. Uh, they received a reel, right? The documentary makers received a reel of film depicting Armstrong and Aldrin staging elements of the flight on camera with sound. So they had like instructions and stuff like that on, on what they were doing, basically, mm-hmm. like talking about what they were doing. And what they were doing was they were putting the camera at the back wall of the capsule and getting the earth in the full aspect of the window, yeah. right? So this gives the illusion of distance. It makes it seem like they were further away than they were. So they had the porthole in the camera lens mm-hmm. and the earth was a perfect circle filling up the entirety of the porthole. Mm-hmm. And then they had the camera at the back of the capsule with all the lights turned off. So it looked like what they were telling the, the, the mission control was that the camera was filling up the entirety of the window. Yeah. It was right up against the glass and it made the earth look like it was hundreds Mm. Of, of thousands of miles away when really it was only a couple of hundred miles away yeah. because it, they were right beside it it does look odd in that shot really, really odd really. and uh, these clips were dated and slated July 18, 19 to 20, 1969 when they were supposed to be appra- approaching lunar orbit and one of the videos was slated and it, they were obviously beside the earth yeah. and one of the videos was slated 
they were supposed to be walking on the moon that afternoon. They were right there orbiting the moon, supposedly. Supposedly. Taking that shot, but... And uh, Armstrong, at one stage, because there was sound rolling out as well, uh, admits to being uh, 130,000 miles out, which is only halfway, mm-hmm. right? And then he changes that then to a, a, another measurement. But it's like uh, he, it's like they're, they're filming and then getting ready to set something up for later on because mm. these clips, right? Like it's a B-roll, sort of. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like these clips were, weren't being projected live to TV. None of the clips from the space capsule were being projected live. They were recorded. And then they were reviewed, edited, and then put on TV. Yeah. But we were given, like, the, the, when we were watching it on TV, the news reporter would go, and now we're going to cut to the Apollo 11 space mission capsule uh, for a, a, a live feed. They were being sold as if they were live, but they were actually being kind of recorded, edited, and then, and then put up. There's a very interesting bit there when they're talking, and then there's silence, and then you hear that's this one person, that's really spooky, yeah. Yeah, very just spooky. hear talk. Yeah, and he starts talking straight away. That's freaky. That That's one. Yeah, weird, because it? they were so they were so caught up in the mechanics of what they were doing. That, that voice just yeah. talk. <laughs> but it also what you'd imagine is that like, say it is it was faked mm-hmm. that that moment. Uh, that there's there's a go between. There's a director. There's yeah, like Aldrin and and Collins and Armstrong are all sitting in a room somewhere mm. pretending to be in a capsule, probably like, and there's no time delay because they're all on Earth. Yeah. So this guy's saying. Okay, I'm gonna give you a cue to talk because there's a certain you're gonna you're gonna to want to just naturally respond as you're in a conversation. Yeah. But you can't. You have to wait for the delay to happen before you respond to whatever they say, like a on-site news reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Putting so, his finger in his ear. Yeah. So can you hear us, Don? They're gonna ask the question, yeah. and then you don't say a fucking thing until I turn to you and say talk, yeah. and then you immediately start talking so that it syncs up correct with the time loop. Because yeah. they're supposed to be way further away. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. They're supposed to be just a little time delay, a second and a half, maybe yeah, less time easy, delay. But there would be. But one. that's about the amount of time that there's a pause, and the guy says talk. Well, and then he starts talking. He talks immediately. So yeah. if I ever did meet Stanley Kubrick, which is impossible now, but or is it? Uh-huh. If I ever met Stanley Kubrick, I would have said, uh, "Listen, is it okay if we just have a little, a little, a little?" And wait for him to go talk. Oh my That's god! It. It, was yeah. you, it was totally. You. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think it was Kubrick? Well, I said there would have Could had be to have been a director a directing that moment. Yeah. For his own gain, perhaps you know. I mean, did he do the whole thing? Did he not just do the? I think he just the, if he was the sound stage work, the sound stage work, the sexy looking photographs, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Capricorn one of, yeah. of the two. That's the and, the, and the high definition video that was taped over. Yeah, yeah, but perhaps, perhaps. Um, there's there's some really weird mistakes and bloopers as well in this fit in this footage that these people got, and it's like undeniably like yeah okay this is the fucking this is, awesome, this is the yeah. real deal like this is real accidental film and I'm sure when whenever Doofus taped over the mm. Apollo 11 it's video crazy, isn't it's it? the same guy that sent out all these videos like what's that the Apollo 11 box yeah just send it just send it yeah. we, we haven't looked them all over hey I said send it it's Friday it's almost it's 5 like, o'clock yeah, I'm, out of here. Five. I'm out of here it's like Jimmy one of these videos is marked to be destroyed by Jimmy 1960 Jimmy Webb shouldn't you have destroyed this <laughs> Jimmy Webb that's where you quit so uh <laughs> There's, there's bloopers like when they turn on the lights while they're doing the earth in the window bit mm. and you can see them all and it's really like oh shit for real that's right is that really what you're doing mm. and then you look at the real footage and they have that bit of like and we're 208,000 miles away from the earth now the earth looks beautiful it's really far away and you know we feel uh, really blessed and we're like in the heavens and mm. all this mm-hmm. kind of like 
mad scripted fucking mm. you know smart schmaltzy bullshit yeah. when really it's the camera at the very back of the thing with it zoomed all the way out and the earth looks tiny in the little porthole and, and they're filming like four or five different days broadcasts at this point mm. they're all slated in the same days and then they're released over a number of days that's really weird okay, like there's any evidence that would lend itself to you know mm. me being like yeah that's a conspiracy theory but also you have to question your sources the way that mm-hmm. this video is depicted to us I saw it in a documentary yeah, that documentary you told me that, to watch that's it I saw it in a documentary that purported that this is what it was mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't that and the slates and stuff they could be made yeah. up they could be fabricated exactly. somebody has to you know, corroborate that evidence for me to fully believe it but definitely it is an avenue of investigation uh, but also like I mean you're talking about slates and time and all that I mean the, the launch date was at uh, at half uh, 32 minutes past one mm. I mean they know this and then the, the landing coming back 10 to 5 and 35 seconds. So wait a minute, you have all that down to a T, but yet these slates here are all misty. Are wrong, yeah. Yeah, you want someone to say, yeah, the slates are off by a couple of days? Yeah, that's... What, I mean, it's it's just so seem, accurate about that. It does seem weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they also... There's also, like, uh, the proof that they're recording it for TV to be broadcast later and edited. There's mm-hmm. one clip of a Houston operative saying, Roger Neal, when we get to playback, we can sort of correlate what we're saying. Yeah. There's a really weird quote. Yeah, we can yeah. sort of correlate what we're saying. Mm. Like we put it together with all the up. right times and sync it up to look good. Yeah. <sighs> question, your, question your sources. But do you know what I didn't like about that documentary though? It was the dark side. It was, yeah. yeah it was, uh, at the very start it, it was talking about what things were only in lore and, it, and they stopped at Skylab. When was that documentary made? They were talking oh, about I'd say, the, I'd say like late nineties, maybe. Oh, okay, because they never mentioned the International Space Station. Yeah, they were talking about Skylab. I remember that. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, they just stopped there. They were like, "There's this thing, there's this, yeah. this thing, and Skylab." And that thing called Skylab, and know? that was it. And I was like, well, "How old is this?" Yeah, yeah, it's, say, a good, it's a good bit old. That that one. Uh, what was most convincing about it was the woman's voice. She was so authoritative that yeah. I was like, "Wow, okay." Oh, Danny McPhee and a good thing happened. I actually thought about the Thompson. I was like, "Helen Mirren just told me that this didn't happen." I believe her. I believe it. If Helen Mirren told me, totally. Yeah. Jesus, I do whatever she says. But there's wow. a couple of like they're they're all the conspiracy theories that go like they're you know reasonably hmm. tangible. You yeah. can look at it and go, yeah, okay. And if you believe, you believe. And yeah. if you don't, you'll find a way not to believe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I told you one earlier about uh, it's it's the strange one, but the guy can uh, confronts Buzz Aldrin. Have you ever seen? Oh, no. He confronts. He conf- Did you watch it? Yeah. No, no. You he told confronts me Buzz Aldrin. And Buzz is like, oh, he's going this way. The guy's following him, and his 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 secretary. The video, uh, yeah, with him going, come on, go this way. And as soon as he goes this way, your man gets in front of him because you didn't go to the moon, and he, you didn't. You're a liar. You did it for the money. You sold out America. You blah blah. You're a coward. You're a coward. You're a ouch. Buzz Aldrin smacks him square Whoa. in the face halfway through the word coward. You can hear that word coward getting get caught stuck, in yeah. his because he got it square in the mush. Nice. From possibly a depressed and half soused Buzz who's having a hangover like Bruce Willis, John McClane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, man, you're a coward, you're a coward, you're a bang. He hit him. Means of hell. And it's like, well, you don't fuck with Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. Because he bloody did it. That's what Buzz is saying. Like, yeah. I did it. I did it. I did yeah, it. Yeah, if, if I went to the moon, I think my pride in having gone to the moon meant that if some crazy guy in the street came up to me and said, you would have a heart on the moon, I'd, I'd probably just ignore yeah. him. I think the only reason I'd have to react that angrily is if I I was upset about what he was saying, yeah. and the only yeah, reason I'd have to be upset about what he's saying. Even is... if I faked going to the moon, faking going to the moon and having the big hairy brass balls to sit down in front of the whole world for forty years and go, <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. What you say? Thing. I did do that thing. Mm. 
I did do that thing. Mm. You're a coward. I did do that thing. Mm. That's that's you know. Or he'd just be the good. He's, just, he's an old fashioned American. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, I'm not saying you, brother, brother. Like uh, Martin McFly. Like, you chicken. call me Yella. Yeah. Do you know? Um, there's there's other like crazy conspiracy theories like that Kubrick was involved and he was mm-hmm. the, the 2001 was like a practice run mm-hmm. and that uh, The Shining is apparently Kubrick's Trippy. apology for the moon landing and yeah. all the clues in it. Room 237. 237 is, 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 is the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> now, documentary. Yeah. This, this really goes through The Shining with a fine tooth comb. You know one of those lice it's... combs you used to have when you were a kid? <laughs> I saw the like, like it's It's really bonkers really yeah. bonkers you gotta really sell yourself to enjoy it but if you do sell yourself into it just for the period of time that it's on you'll enjoy it yeah. like the yeah. first five minutes I remember so clearly from watching it years ago when I was baked and the first five minutes it's like even in the opening scene we can see and it's all done with text like we can see like the A of the valley coming yeah. together and then the road makes the one and the eleven and then the car and then there's the go it's just it's so there was a guy watching that going, right what can we get out of this? Like how many do you know like okay, yeah. the little kid wearing the shirt Apollo. and he's playing with the rocket like woo, like this and all and it's all kind of some parts of it in slow motion and stuff yeah okay mm-hmm. alright that's that's pretty you know I wonder where the moon missions and are they still going for it around that time when, yeah, when, when, were, when yeah. the shining was yeah. made so 70s, the kid was just a, a, a space fan like yeah. anybody would have been but, yeah <laughs> so odd though like yeah, it, it someone is. could go to so much specific detail yeah um, I think that guy's second movie his follow up movie is called The Cloud and it was just him analysing the different forms of a single cloud for two and a half hours wow yeah <laughs> really riveting <laughs> As long as you're a big fan of the original cloud, you know what I mean? Because like, mm. it's, it's a derivative of that idea. So if somebody goes to Stanley, Stanley, tell us the truth. And he goes, he just shakes his head saying nothing. Oh, yeah. you know, no. Come on, Stanley, tell us. No. Well, point it out here on the Grover doll or something. It's his way. Yeah. <laughs> tell you what, I'm not going to tell you about it, but I will make a movie that will make it all clear Yeah. Stanley, point out on the doll what they threatened to cut off a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Jesus, that's what the... Oh, well, Jesus. Talk about Stanley Kubrick being like threatened. Like, Do you guys think that his life was threatened like I mean what did he get from directing uh, inverted commas directing the moon landing like they say that in in payment of of directing it that he got a, a lens that nobody else had access to he was obsessed with lenses obsessed with lenses and he had this NASA lens that was like ultra low light lens yeah, yeah. that he was able to use to to make a film of his Barry Lyndon yeah yeah, yeah. That's it. You did it for that. You did it for a a lens. A lens. Well, I mean, maybe he really loves lenses, you know. But then they say, you know, oh, he did it for financial gain, so he could get a lot of his projects off the ground that he wouldn't have because the studios weren't into it. Which is, I don't. I think that's bullshit because Stanley Kubrick for two decades was, you know, carte blanche. Do what you want, Stanley. You always Um, deliver. Maybe he did it because he was already connected to a, a secret society of people who like to have sex parties and control the world. And maybe he tried to tell that story in Eyes Wide Shut. Maybe he did. And maybe uh, <clears throat> that's what. And maybe he took two of the most famous celebrities, the, the most famous celebrity couple in the world at the time, you know, uh, famous yep. Scientologists. Power couple. Yeah, connected secrets, already secret society connected couples, and put them in a secret society setting. And, and then tear them down. Destroy their marriage. Yeah, in a, in a metaphorical sense of trying to tear down the walls of the secret society. Maybe that's what he did. Uh, yeah, or maybe he's just Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, just maybe, maybe, maybe he died from, from being like overweight and old. Or yeah. maybe yeah. he was helped along 
the, the, the so shuffle many, off the mortal coil. Uh, so many have. Yeah, because he, he was telling... By the CIA or their own steps the FBI? Secret societies and stuff like that. It was one step too many. Like, mm. you know, through, through his movies. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, a lot of people then say, how can you keep so many people quiet? Mm-hmm. If there was a massive hoax, a massive conspiracy, mm-hmm. how can you keep so many people quiet? Yeah. Like, to think... JFK at this stage 1969 JFK is only six years dead mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was a massive conspiracy massive. that we as those conspiracy guys definitely said there's 100% sure that there was some crazy shit Completely. going on like, I believe 100% that too. Sure. I absolutely believe 100% sure right and nobody is talking about it at all mm-hmm. like anybody that was involved in it nobody said anything yeah. and you could say okay yeah well JFK and the moon landing put it on the conspiracy raggy dolls bin mm-hmm. where no one fucking looks yeah. But let's take the Manhattan Project. I was given this statistic. Mm-hmm. To create the atomic bomb, they needed 129,500 people mm-hmm. working on it over three years, and not one secret was leaked that's, because of national security that's amazing. in wartime. Mm-hmm. Like 130,000 people almost, yeah. and nobody leaked any secrets. There was no spies, there was no double agents, there was no you know, information it? leaks, no one mm-hmm. sold it for personal yeah. profit. 130,000 people kept it on the down low. And a load of Japs got melted. Because yeah. nobody knew it was coming. Yeah. And, 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 and in England, uh, the Britain were saying, they had to actually put up posters saying, loose lips sink ships, as yeah. keep your mouth shut. Because people were. So this, the 129,000 people, not one person spoke. Not one person spoke. Yeah. So that's what Werner Van Braun said when he said, you need to make a movie, you need to fake this. We, we can't do that. He did it already, man. Yeah. 129,000 people get their mouth shut. Yeah. And there's not even that many people that need to... Get be... those people. They're probably still yeah, alive. Yeah. It's, really a, it's a compartmentalization of the information. So not a lot of people need to know the full story. Yeah. The people who were yeah, working... True. The mm. people who were working all the desks and all uh, were getting telemetry from the Teltra uh, satellite that was sent up a year beforehand. Yeah. So they already had all the stuff coming in. So they didn't even have to know that it wasn't the thing that it was. They were just like, beep, boop, boop, boop. Yeah, exactly. Everything looks good. Yeah, you're all good. Yeah. And then Neil Armstrong was being like told in his earpiece... Like, wait a second, okay, talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, say you're at this thousand feet, film this thing and send this back. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Big Brother, like it was 24 hour coverage, watching mm-hmm. them sleep. It was like whatever they decided to send back was sent back. Do you know? Mm-hmm. It was all just chopped up and organized. Um, the scientific aftermath of these moon landings or whatever is kind of our legacy, like what we have to deal with, what we have to live with mm-hmm. as a human race. And the questions that it leaves behind, like they were unable to take pictures of the stars. Because they knew that they would have been found out later on with better technology, undiscovered galaxies would have been like impossible to to fabricate. But the stuff like the laser reflectors that were put up there by the by the US and the USSR, the USSR put them up with uh, like automatons, robots yeah. came and put them up there. One of them is broken, one of them works. The USA have them put up there, and they were put up there by the hand of man. Yes. So obviously, those two operations are engineered completely differently one of them is engineered to be done by a robot and one is engineered to be done by a man's hand you don't need all the extra bits and pieces and stuff like that so if someone is someone in nasa is engineering something mm-hmm. and they're told yeah uh, it's going to be done by a robot it's like but we're not sending dudes up there no oh, but we're saying everyone that we're sending dudes up there no we're not yeah but shh, yeah. you know hundred twenty nine thousand five hundred people kept quiet mm-hmm. can you not just make one dude who's making a little you know, one team is making a little laser pod, yeah. a little laser reflector. And all about a camera to, to take yeah. some photos of the surface so they can superimpose things on them later. Mm. Yeah. 
there's lo- there's loads of Apollo landing sites like 16, 17, 18 mm-hmm. are all visible from these Chinese satellites. Yeah. yeah. It's it's all there no, in front of you, like the no. fellow with the wheelbarrow. It's yeah, all the, there. The moon's like. been well mapped. I mean, they've yeah. had like satellites orbiting the moon, Does taking it? constant photographs of it. Yeah. So literally, a Google full... have, Google have mapped the moon. You can get this app. Yeah, you know, full mapping Google the moon. moon. And you, uh, as I said, like you can see these mm. landing sites, and you can see the Apollo Eleven landing site that doesn't seem to be here to right there. Mm. You see the Apollo Twelve landing site that doesn't seem to be here to right there. <laughs> but by the time you get to fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, clearly you're seeing much clearer definition in the amount of like work done, in the amount of equipment left behind, in the amount of boot prints, in the amount of rover prints. Uh, in the rover itself just sitting there yeah. waiting to be refueled sitting on the, the surface of the 60 million dollars worth of car just sitting, just sitting there Yeah. can you see uh, a hammer and a falcon feather there's a hammer and a falcon feather sitting there it sounds, like a, it sounds like a detective uh, movie from the 70s it like really Disney. does Hammond and Falcon Feather. <laughs> like Jeff Bridges and Clint Eastwood are. Yeah. Can you imagine the next Billy, Billy Hammer and Don Falcon Feather. <laughs> I'm watching Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought I'm watching And it. when they fall, they fall at the same time. Yeah. Billy! Don! The last scene is the two of them going down. Yeah, going down. In slow time. motion. Absolutely. Just like uh, slow motion fake that. footage of the moon. Yeah. I'm going to make a, a DVD cover for that. But it's like <laughs> a, fucking it's, awesome. It's like an interactive. Don Falcon Feather. <laughs> It's like an intergalactic like Yellow Pass up there though. I mean when yeah. the when the Anunnaki come by and stop on the moon, they're gonna be like, the fuck happened here? Yeah. Abandoned car. Please. Yeah. Someone someone escaped on foot. This is the, the Marie Celeste of my yeah. uh, satellite. Galactic neighbor. Yeah. yeah. There was a falcon on here at some point. Oh <laughs> yeah. And somebody needed to fix a sink. Somebody, somebody somewhere else is like, well explain how the falcon got on the moon. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the falcon that could use a hammer. What the fuck? <laughs> well in hundreds of years when all the all the earth has been expunged, like you know, how are we going to... Reclone the Falcons? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's going to be the last thing. Some yeah. lice, some falcon lice and a yeah. hammer. Uh, oh, like, that's, we, we need a falcon feather. Or I can get one. <laughs> that's a very good point. Why didn't be... they store a seed bank up there? Oh, well, yeah. I'm sure. For on the way to Mars. Because they're sure doing it now on Earth. Like, yeah. I'm sure yeah. when we do our, our, our moon episode, we're going to talk about the hollow moon and... And it's possibly full of seeds. Full of Monsanto goodness. <laughs> Christoph, uh, Ed Harris is obviously in there looking at Truman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Watching all the uh, all the tapes of the JFK assassination from another angle. And the high resolution uh, moon. Hollow yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They're laughing. So it leaves us to to get off the fence, I think. I think so, we've, yeah. We've exhausted all of our That's it, folks. You may have, I mean, like we said, this is a 45-year-old conspiracy. You may have heard of a few more wild oddities that people have mentioned to you before but these are the big hitters well we've yeah. gone through mm. the ones that we, you stop anybody in the street and ask them about a moon conspiracy they're probably likely going to mention one of the things we've mentioned tonight. yeah my friend you the other day when he just said the flag straight away yeah everybody everybody knows one thing about the moon yeah and uh, it's, it's one of those things that yeah it's made of cheese <laughs> uh, it's one of those things that it's kind of in the collective unconscious that mm. people know yeah something fishy happened yeah. hasn't been settled yet no will it ever be settled hopefully probably but as settled as like JFK would be, and I don't think that I, I you know. No, I, I think even if you take conspiracy theorists uh, thirty years from now, we, it, up in the uh, Richard Branson's plane where we can all visit the moon, yeah. land on it, get off, it, walk around, and you say, "Look, this stuff's there." He'll be like, "Yeah, it was planted there." Like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. You. Because they're going to say about those, some the, people's minds can't be changed. That's so. it. The photographs uh, from the Chinese, uh, they're going to say. They obviously have, haven't they? The Chinese they're rover super, that they faked us. Yeah. I mean, why would why would the Chinese want to fake a forty five year old American uh, pseudo political? Yeah. Think about it, man. Why would I want to? 
and they're communist as well so it's Ooh. like yeah. the, you know they're perpetuating a, a lot an anti-communist lie yeah. yeah anyway we're going to get off the fence now and we're going to hear what our illustrious guest Emmett mm. has to say we get off the fence at the end of every show and yeah. I know you've as well, listened you know. to our show and yeah. uh, we want to hear where, where do you lie where, 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 do do I, where do I land I land squarely I land squarely on the moon <laughs> with the Apollo 11 yes mission it, it, yeah you believe in, in fact, it's real. Mission and everyone after that. Moon, moon, moon missions happened. I, I, I do believe. Okay. That. Well, well, that's a different thing. That's a different oh, thing to did Apollo oh, eleven. Oh, this is this is where I'm at. Did, did the official narrative happen exactly the way they said it did? No, but okay. uh, give, us your, give us your why? Why is that? Oh, I just think that uh, uh, they have to sex up a lot of the stuff afterwards. You know what I mean? Everything that you saw and they say that's that's how it happened. I, I think no, no, they definitely did some jiggery and pokery with it. You know what I mean? There are some things that can't be taken some, at face value. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. And that that whole footage, you know, and the fact that NASA like held on to it, you know, is the rights to broadcast it and all mm. that sort of all we're left with is that terrible black and white thing that raises questions as well. What about the Van Allen belts and the technology that the Americans didn't have? Well, they just say they went. Well, if you go through the Van Allen belt, um, uh, you're you're not being exposed that long. Mm, still, you go in one side, you go out the other side. You're okay. It's it's a dose, but it's not a lethal dose. Yeah. It's just hard for me to, because I'm such a fan of it. And I, I think there was a documentary about the moon landing, and I put it up on Facebook and said, you know, you should watch this. It's the great. This is the greatest story ever told. You know, they say that about the Bible yeah. or whatever like that. You know. Do you think that I want to believe it, it so a, much because it was such a beautiful, beautiful yeah. achievement? Do you think that uh, it was faked because they? If you if you do think it's faked, mm. then do you think it's because they were trying to outdo the Soviets in a, in a political move? No doubt about it. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. but you you believe that and, they and, actually set foot on the moon at the day they did, and uh, even with all the evidence in front of you that we put out tonight that <laughs> happened exactly the way they said. But in the last few days, I I believe that exactly it happened exactly as I said. But just researching over the last few days, I'm kind of going, oh shit, now we've got some questions and stuff like that. You know? But that's what I mean. We're questioning our sources. Are they perpetuating a, a conspiracy theory lie that's among the community that people are like, yeah, they didn't land on the moon, and here's why: because America's bad, and America's bad. Yeah. I can't get that far with it, no. 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 Did, did Neil Armstrong land on the moon? Did he walk on the moon? Did Neil Armstrong walk on the moon? Yeah. Get off the fence. He yeah, did? He did, yes, he did. Okay. And uh, there's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Not off the top of his head. Because he said... Pre-written. It was pre-written. He, oh, re- no. he rehearsed it with his brother. His brother said, oh, yeah, he came into the room one day. And Neil doesn't say much, he said. But he, he said, come here, man. Listen. And he threw the line out. And your man went... Oh, okay, is that what you're going to say? And he says, yeah, I think, you know, what do you think? He, said, that, that. he wrote that himself? Yeah, he says, oh, I, I think that's pretty good. His brother said that he came in and he said, I'm thinking, I'm going to say this. And then I heard later on that it was written for him, and then he said, nah, it's just something I thought of. Or something. Hmm. That's a bit weird, that one. No, but it's I'd say there's fair play for not like giving in to your urges and just shouting like, booyah, when you hit yeah. the surface. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, just grabbing his sack and going, eat this, moon! Even if you knew the whole world was watching you, you there's still a small party that just would have wanted to do something, just like yeah. rip your space helmet off and go, yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like something. Yeah. He, was so he was a restrained guy. So, off the fence, and any, any conspiracy here, any real, tangible, thick conspiracy juice Is that you want to lay your hat on top of and say, yeah, this is odd and it's part of a conspiracy? That 
footage, you know, from the the, the the tiny Earth. The Earth does look weird in the in the, all the pictures and footage I've ever seen of the Earth from space. I looked at that footage and went, it looks so weird, and it really does look like somebody's just put a little. Yeah, it like it's like a parabolic, like weird. It's not fully a circle. It's, it's not like, fully a circle. But and it seems like we said. And, is that misrepresented in that documentary? Is that a different part of the expedition that they're trying to convince yeah. people that it is a hoax yeah. by putting that to in show and saying this is what this is? Like you can have any video to show the Russians that look every day. We took time yeah. out to, to to do these something kind of like that. See, there's that element to it. Maybe they did. They were complicit in going out. Uh, right, we need that. We need that little fake looking thing. You know what I mean? For mm-hmm. for that very reason, you know. Yeah. Just maybe you know in in, in the making of a film, there's lots of things like you would. Uh, move an object closer to the camera it's called cheating yeah. so you cheat an object yeah, closer to the camera yeah. just to make it give it that perspective so that you wouldn't have to yeah. like move the camera too much or change the angles too much yeah. and you just a lot of the outside stuff is just flowery additions you know yeah. to or maybe just to like, a, a finished product they, mm-hmm. they were just doing that to sort of be able to like give a, a polished product yeah. to the media nice and packaged and go that, that's still here you today, go yeah that's still looked at today as like wow look at that doesn't that look amazing this stuff has to last forever yeah. so we really need to sex it up so that's that's the or it has part. to get taped over by some and even a, a tiny earth could be uh, doesn't look great when, you know the actual filming mm-hmm. of it so let's let's try and fake it how it should look from out, 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 at this distance, but we are at this distance. Yeah, maybe they were doing something more important when they were out at that distance. Mm-hmm. That they weren't going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were looking towards keep, getting to the moon without off, crashing. People. Yeah, fuck's uh, yeah. Mm, uh, I don't like the color photographs, full color cameras on board, but not. What on about board. the what about no the telescopes. ground? The technical part, like the uh, propulsion of the rocket lined with lead, that they didn't have the rocket propulsion, and the, the, the fact that the Soviets were so far ahead, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, you know, trailing from behind, coming up on the inside, mm. but trailing by years, yeah, by in years. a month, turn that around, yeah. What do you think about that? Get off the fence on that. Oh God, I can't. I really, I don't know. I don't know. It's still such a head scratcher. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's it's so it's such a fluke. From from now, like stay it on tape. Like, what do you believe now? Tonight, We're gun to the head. That we've talked all about. All your money on red or black. All yeah. my money on red or black. Poison umbrella tip to the to the calf. Oh, I, I no, I I think I think it was achieved. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, it just came up double zero. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I'll never, I'll never be invited on the show again. But uh, oh, we're not saying that it's uh, no. you know a You don't have to confirm the scary. The, yeah. the, the you know, we've debunked a lot of stuff here. Yeah. That, that, that's but like it, it is insane. Quintessential like, conspiracy it, it, canon. It's, it's almost like it, it did have God on their side. It's 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 yeah, it's crazy. It really, really happened. Look. Then, yeah, it's it's a piece of magic. It's the, it's the equivalent of shooting that uh, bullet that hits the Lumiere brother in the eye in the moon. Paul, off the fence. What do you think? Off the fence. What do I think? Uh, I think I like I said. This was in my consciousness before any look before the word conspiracy was in my consciousness mm. the idea of the moon landings being fake was in my consciousness from a child yeah and it was just always one of those things in the background never looked at it never bothered having even an iota of information towards it uh, the more I've looked into it in the last few days I, I looked first what happened was the, the photos mm. really swayed me but then when I looked at all the reasons why they would have anomalies like that it seemed to all kind of bear out easy enough then the Van Allen belts really shocked me mm. and that idea but then again when I look at the debunking aspect of that that every every flight had a telemetry of kind of above 30 degrees kind of ratio going through it that they speed up through the Van Allen belt to spend less than four hours in it uh, and 
allow the cells to recover from that radiation that the Van Allen belt doesn't have like radiation rays it has free radical radiation yeah. which is so slightly not different like... and less dangerous yeah so after the Van Allen belts really there's the conspiracy over the astronauts themselves dying their their strange testimonies they're not talking too much about everything but again uh, they're a fast living hard living bunch who many many times in their lives took their lives into their hands yeah. and handed them into other people's hands and handed them onto winging prayers mm. and went for it and escaped and must have thought at certain times they were being saved by God mm. which is why I can understand a few of them became religious after their return yeah. or, or paranormal by the, grace of, by the grace of God they survived yeah exactly no, knowing how low the percentages were of, of surviving missions like this well, and yet coming back from them okay. must have been mind blowing for these guys I can understand their, their outlook on life I can understand them being quiet about it I can understand them not wanting to talk about it because maybe to them they've experienced something that only a handful of people will ever experience or have ever experienced and maybe you know maybe they've reached a level of enlightenment of, of, of thought and understanding of the world that that we can't can't even imagine completely until they, we leave this planet. Until we leave this planet and feel what it's like to be that disconnected from our own race, yeah. from our very the only guy species. in no picture, like the picture yeah. of the world, and he's the only guy. He's the only guy. That's incredible. But also, I mean, you you you, you achieve this. That's a really that's a really nice uh, point of view, Paul. I think it. Yeah, but I can see why these guys would like flip out or why they react kind of strange ways. Yeah. In the same way, I could see why. Uh, you know, NASA and America would lie about a first moon landing yeah. in order to win that race because that's, as I said, that's forever. Yeah, okay. you know what I mean. Once you lie and make sure you the lie is accepted and you were the first on the moon, that's forever. Russia can go there a thousand times. Okay, for real. Okay, it doesn't matter as long as people believe that you went the first time. Okay, now, I, get, I get it now. In in the seventies, like there was moon landings and all that. But yeah. First time around, oh, I hundred percent believe there was moon landings. They because, just faked it because yeah, okay, I've seen the Chinese rover yeah, pictures. I've seen mm-hmm. the, the 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 Google map pictures of the yeah. moon, and you can see stuff on there. Yeah. What I don't see on there is clear representations of the Apollo eleven site. What I don't see in there is clear representations of twelve or thirteen oh, sites. I've got but so many questions. Now. What you see from fourteen onwards is clear sites. What mm. I what I really really believe happened is as you said like again through the Van Allen belts it seems like they might have cracked that after a certain time but it just seems at that point where Apollo 11 went up like you said a month after Russia had had their near miss of landing something on the moon it just seems like they fired a gun that wasn't loaded Mm. because they had to Mm. but that was enough to win that arms race Mm, and that, that arms race was done that if they that back in the Cold War arms race if they somehow convinced Russia that they'd build a bomb as big as Russia mm. that was the arms race over well but they essentially they did like um, Russia was amassing a massive nuclear arsenal yeah. and then America's like well so are we yeah, yeah. exactly and of course rumours abound about how how many warheads were, were actually sm- yeah. hidden around the world yeah. but I it, I don't know it's tricky because it smells to me a little bit like like it's that yeah. like it just seems so coincidental and I saw somewhere uh, a, a knocked up kind of figure for the possibility of this mission being successful at its first go and it was 0.00017% which is a very small number yeah. but having said that in the realms of possibility and yeah. again if, if there's the part of me that believes in the infinite universe then I have to believe that and if I believe in, 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 in a world where this is a, this is a universe of perception mm. and we are a being of consciousness mm. and we are possibly controlling our perception through our consciousness then if the weight of enough humans believes that a mission could be successful then it can be no matter how small the probability is like all the whole world's energy was going was to giving them the, the go ahead yeah. to, to write the history right? like if I believe That's all really... time all history all space <laughs> is stacked up on top of each other 
then why couldn't that be possible? That's, no matter how low a percentage it was, it has to like, have happened. That's a mix of like uh, astronomy and homeopathy. Spirituality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit out all over some actual real technology that took some people off the face of the earth. Yeah. So but, what, uh, come on then, get, get to the okay, brass Okay, off next. the fence. Do I think it all happened the way they said it did? Uh, no. I don't. Apollo but that's because I don't, know, I don't know if I'm pre-programmed to, just ex- to believe that governments love to lie. Did, they, Apollo, they 11, did Apollo 11 go to the moon? I don't think so, no. I don't, I don't see how, just, again, I'm applying Occam's razor to it, applying my gut to it, my common sense, I don't see how they could have made that leap in that period of time. I don't see how John Kennedy is standing at a, at a, a the UN, UN General Assembly address and stands up and says, yeah, we're pretty far from this. And then they just do it. And all of a sudden. Do it. Yeah. It's just, on their first go of it, they didn't, there wasn't any kind of a challenger terrible kind of an incident so what, what, do you believe, it's what do you believe pure success I don't believe anyone that says I had nothing but pure golden unabridged success for my first 10 years of life fuck you no you didn't mm. what, what do you believe happened in? Do you believe uh, I believe they lied uh, I believe yeah I think well no I don't know if it was on a soundstage I, I just think they lied about it I think the, the, the footage I don't know if it was faked or it was mocked or it was just taken from later missions that were successful um I don't know. I just how, think how did they get that footage of them lads bouncing around to be able to show on the night they walked on the moon? Where did that come from? To have that footage run live around the yeah. world, mm. it would have to have been pre-recorded. Is the Why? Stanley Kubrick? <laughs> Do you believe that was Stanley Kubrick? Stage. No, I don't. I, I I don't think. I don't know. I haven't looked into the Kubrick aspect enough right. to, to that man. We're going to do a whole show. We'll do an episode on, on Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. I haven't he looked into his show. his aspects cool. enough yet, but uh, I would suggest that they probably did have the technology to fake it. But they didn't have the technology to do it. I would suggest that to fake it would be easier than to do it. Yeah. They had the technology to fake it when Kennedy announced that we're going to do this in 61. You know? Yeah. And then also, you see, here's they, the other problem. I don't think they were able to get them out of the, out of the Earth's gravitational. They hadn't put any people in, in, in orbit yet. Yeah. Oh, you mean to fake like, the porthole shot? 61 was when Gagarin went up and he yeah. was the first and they were miles ahead of America. Oh, so yeah. America hadn't got the technology to put men in orbit yet. Yeah. yeah. But just to, just to take myself down the but other they, side they, of the... F- they, they, they had the technology to fake sound stagey type stuff. Right? Oh, yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah. like but, the telemetry stuff and, the, you know, anti-gravity videos and stuff yeah. like that, they wouldn't have had it. Yeah. Okay, okay. But just to, say, to take myself down the other side of the fence for one second, if I really believe in... in the the alien overlords, or I believe that there are intelligent alien civilizations out there, and that they somehow are coming to Earth, or maybe they're the original Terrans, and we're here as a, a created species or a secondary species. And I believe that they they captured a ship in Roswell in New Mexico, and I believe that aliens are interacting with us and giving us their technology. Mm-hmm. Then they already had the technology on the moon by by sixty nine. Yeah. Okay. Then all that technology was was sheltered and not going to be released to the public, but was there, and so. If I believe in that side of things, mm. then it makes the belief that in a month they managed to go from not from saying they weren't that close to just doing it. Seems very plausible. Seems when like someone just put a bit of pressure on reverse engineering. That's still it. a conspiracy theory, but from the other from the, the other, other side of the view, fence, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think in my opinion, and there's I think so it's many a, anomalies. An opinion that's not popular enough, maybe. Yeah, true. Yeah. That that yeah, well I'm gonna get off the fence in a second, but finish yours. Yeah, I just think with all the anomalies, I have a big problem with that first mission. Do I think there's stuff up there? Yeah, yeah I think too. I think there's, there's too many people in the world saying, <coughs> "Excuse me." Like I I work in astronomy in some way or other, and I've seen the stuff up there. Mm-hmm. That's the end of it. Like, mm-hmm. um, do I think they went there at some point? Yes. Do I think they went there with Apollo Eleven? No, I don't think they did. I could be wrong, and I could easily be wrong. And I'm I'm not I'm not putting any money on this one. But 
Yeah, I would I would be very surprised, and like you said, it's it's a million to one shot that oh they God. did it the first time off. It's but having said that, the fact that this planet exists in this solar system, the way it exists, with life yeah. the way it has, yeah. is a million to one shot. And like, I can tell you what, it definitely does exist. Yeah. And if we if we if the Earth was positioned where the Moon is now, we would you know yeah, it would all be over. Two hundred forty thousand yeah. miles in the difference. On a hot day, you know what it's like on Earth, you know what I mean? Yeah. There. I think it's a, it's only a couple of thousand miles makes the difference. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the we'll take a on, yeah. Yeah, completely. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the size of Earth again, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. 7,000 miles or so, yeah. But even yeah. even a few a few degrees of a polar shift yeah. would put us back into an ice age and take... So that is that is the ultimate million-dollar shot, is the actual existence of all. Is a couple of amino acids kind of mixing together and creating enough area for protein strands to bond and create RNA? It's It's... Pretty fucking unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Well, that's what somebody has a bigger are. hand in it. No, yeah. no, it's not. It's not. It's just actual look, for want of a better word. Mm. Now, Gordo, Gordo, uh, you're sitting there and with uh, you're sitting there you pondering. Had, you yeah. had a glint in your eye and a smirk on your face. I've not seen since. So, <laughs> what, a, what are you? What more, are you sitting more, on? It's more of a uh, like a grimace, I suppose. I to get off the fence. Uh-huh. On one side of the fence, we have the Apollo Eleven. The moon landing was faked. Mm-hmm. That, uh, this is this is what I believed for a, a, a long period of time, from very young, because there's two types of people in the world: people who believe that the moon landing happened exactly as they said, and the people who don't believe it. Mm-hmm. So, for the conspiracy theory side, where the Apollo Eleven didn't go to the moon, here's what I believed as an off the fence, right? That. They had the rocket propulsion and the technology to be able to take off from Earth and put the Apollo 11 in a low orbit below the Van Allen belts and have these guys com- uh, communicate to Houston all the radio signals and the video and all the live TV feeds and stuff while they're manufacturing um, you know, a, a fake perspective of the Earth and how distant they are from it and being having somebody like in their ear telling them, yeah, Say you're this far away now, and this is the day when you say you're this far away, and some somebody else has all the maths in front of them, and they're they're prompting them on what to say. While on Earth, they're receiving the uh, communications from a satellite that was already sent to the moon and back, um, and sending all the measurements and all the readings and stuff, so that they were able to keep all of those people in the dark. Uh, like we said earlier on, the Manhattan Project had one hundred thirty thousand people that kept mm. kept on the down low for mm. for national security. Surely there was less people involved in in this Apollo moon landing, and even if there was the same amount of people involved, no, it was compartmentalized information, so not all of them had to have the full story, so they wouldn't know if it went or not. Very, very select few people would know, including the astronauts. So the astronauts and their shady, weird like speeches yeah. and their press conferences, they and are not unanswered bunch. questions, and Neil Armstrong saying, you know, like pull back the layer of truth and stuff like that, like. That's really fucking odd and strange and weird. And we've talked about Neil Armstrong and the duty was like, like that's that leads to people pointing towards yeah conspiracy theory. We've kind of debunked all the bullshit like the half speed video, the flag, mm. um, the pictures of the stars is a weird one yeah. that really like sticks in my craw. And mm. I was like, why the fuck didn't you do that? But if it is a multi billion dollar mission and their mission was to get there and come back and I go look at the next time we go we'll take pictures of the stars. Don't be bothered taking all that extra equipment. Mm. Um, you know. Do what you do. This is the mission we're doing. Just do that. You're only there for two hours. You're, you, you yeah. know, you're not there for ages. 
don't don't be firing off shots on you know what I mean don't yeah. don't fuck around don't spend your whole time staring up the conspiracy theory is that they didn't take it because they weren't there and th- that evidence leads that to be the case like they, they really didn't conspiracy theory proof their whole mission mm-hmm. do you know what I mean the fact that they have to beat the Russians they have to get there first there was a space race that was going on for 10 years or more 12, 13 years they had to win and they did win by faking it and the Russians didn't think to do it and I thought if anybody is going to you know be underhanded or be you know malevolent or kind of uh yeah manipulating Mm. their information that it would be America America absolutely like by any means necessary some Machiavelli shit prompted by some Operation Paperclip ex-Nazi scientists going well this is what we did in Germany like all of that whole story if you tell it all out in one go and the weird bits about like General Walters and the weird bits about uh, Kubrick's involvement and all of this kind of stuff all of that in a box put together told to you with the footage of the lads faking the stuff and with all the information with Soviet Russia and all that stuff on one side of the fence leads me to say yeah it was all faked mm-hmm. it was all faked from what I've learned from doing this podcast and doing all the research for it and from what I've learned from all the stuff from all the years of being like a, a you know a, a counterculturalist or whatever what I believe, and this is the side of the fence I'm lying on, mm-hmm. is that they they probably did go. And the reason that this conspiracy theory, like any other conspiracy theory, is to obfuscate what really happened, which is a completely third story. So there's like one story is they went to the moon and it happened exactly as they said. Or they didn't and they lied about it and they faked all these things and all the pictures and all the bullshit and the boys don't talk to no one and that's the way it's all boxed off like that. But there's a completely third story that no one's even analysing because it's not coming up on the radar. It's not coming up in anybody's wheelhouse or the evidence is not like obvious or, you know, it's a very obtuse line of thought Uh that because they had alien contact, because they had this reverse engineer technology, Werner von Braun is not a dude that's just going to be like, yeah, listen, we're not going to beat the, the, the Russians. Let's just fake it. Mm. Call Kubrick. He'll do it. Yeah. You know, he's a guy that's going to be like, okay, we're getting this shit done. He's head down. He's work hard. You know, uh, Kennedy's administration and then Nixon's administration. This motherfucker will do anything like proven. He will do anything. So what I think actually happened off the fence is that they did go to the moon using technologies that are suppressed, using rocket power and stuff like that, that seems to be, you know, uh, 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 spontaneously invented or spontaneously mm-hmm. discovered or whatever, that they're able to turn this whole thing around in a month. That's what the conspiracy theorists would have you believe in these documentaries, mm-hmm. that Russia sent a thing and it landed, and then a month later we were there on the moon as humans. Yeah, you know. <laughs> It doesn't happen in a month. If you're going to fake something like that, you'd already be faking it for 18 months beforehand. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> Not with the head of Mission Control quitting as well. Yeah. This kind of stuff. Like, yeah. uh, do you know, the, the, the evidence really sits on the side of, yeah, it is bullshit. And some of the stuff, the minutiae that they get stuck in with the flag and the burn crater and the crosshairs and the block C and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that kind of makes normal people go, Ara, will you shut up, will you, you fucking tinfoil hat dope? Yeah. But if I am to come down on the side of the fence of, yeah, they did go there, they went there with suppressed technologies, they went there with a different agenda, they went there uh, uh, to beat the Russians, but to show, not show all their cards. 
they didn't want to say like hey Russians we have this technology because we got a load of aliens and we're housing them in like deep underground military right. bases and stuff like that like if I was to come down on they want people to think the they defense, yeah they want people to think there was a million to one chance they want people to think that they don't have like a zero point energy they want people to think that they're not do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's better to have them think that that they were jammy yeah or the people who have got the intelligence and the tenacity and the fort- forthrightness and the foresight and the intuition to be able to go hey there's something not right here I use my feelings and my emotions yeah. to be able to read people and see situations and be able to analyse very specific uh, information and very specific data and be able to come up with like a story and a narrative behind it those people would burn all their energies looking at stuff like the way they fly <laughs> or like it's papier mache like those people are obsessed with that stuff instead of going well what's behind that you know the yeah. political agenda mm-hmm. why they had to beat the Russians because they want global domination if the, like I said earlier on if the Russians won we'd be drinking more milk and Gretschke instead of having like Coca-Cola and McDonald's mm-hmm. It'd be like, a different world. Different fucking world. Yeah. And and the reasons they have to get there are much different to just like, oh, we have to show, you know... Uh, that we're better than the, the Russians. Russians are, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. better than the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. It's because to keep retain the hearts and minds of the human race. Well, the human to hold under, under capitalism mm-hmm. and under their monetary system, under their geopolitical agendas, under the... Uh, fossil fuel like the the yoke of fossil fuel that the whole planet is under now a crisis we're under to be able to make the rich rich and all the one percent shit and all that mm-hmm. stuff like to be able to perpetuate that way of life and that existence of earth they had to get to the moon first and so they had it all done off like with, with technology and they did make it because there's proof that they were there mm. and i thought for years that there wasn't but there's undeniable yeah fuck it they were there like yeah, and the reason Neil Armstrong and stuff doesn't talk about it is because he's a fucking quiet chap. He's a quiet <laughs> chap, and he's he, a quiet chap who 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 you may misunderstand. Um, uh, breakthroughs available to those who can remove one of truth's protective layers in a quote as "We didn't land on the moon," and I was lying about it. You couldn't understand it as "We did land on the moon for these nefarious reasons that were detailed to me mm-hmm. or that I found out about in the course of my career." Which is why I left which the program, which is why I never spoke quit. about it again. I don't talk to mm-hmm. nobody, because I don't want no one sticking me with a motherfucking umbrella for talking. Right. That's what he's talking about. But everybody is so focused on this like political sleight of hand, or this like conspiratorial sleight of hand, that we're missing what's actually going on right in front of us. The mm-hmm. same as all these other things in the news, like ISIS, ISIS, ISIS. And when really mm-hmm. it's like, America's going to war in Syria right now. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the question is, if they did go to the moon in, in 69, how the fuck did they do that? Yeah. How did they actually they do, do it on the back of their own technology? They pulled it out of their arse. Like, yeah. So that's what we have to think about. That's where I lie yeah. off the fence. I lie that they did go, but there's a whole lot of other geopolitical and, yeah. and you know, sociological stuff behind it. Also, there's definitely a conspiracy, but it's not the one that everybody's focused on, yeah, wasting yeah. their time looking at. The flag, the, the, the bullshit, yeah. black flag. And the minutiae, which is... Uh, as we go through all these conspiracy theories, we find that people, that's what people love to do, is yeah. just chew up all this fucking minutia and yeah. get caught up in the details that are provements of nothing. It's yeah. like, it's that like, contradicts something they say earlier. Yeah, it's like mentally Don't wanking. believe something one guy says. Oh, but believe what this guy, one guy said over here. Because yeah. yeah. these Jesus two contradicting storylines or these two contradicting pieces of evidence on their own corroborate my story. Mm. But together, contradict each other. But if I don't say one, you know, 
Yeah. Then, then my the, my theory, like Diet Labs Pass, there's nine people. You say it one way, and it leaves three people out. Yeah. Like, there's too much stuff going on in this thing to know, and nobody really knows. Like, hundred thirty thousand people, in Manhattan Project. I keep saying that statistic because it's you know. Yeah, that it was, yeah. Uh, this to me, the, all this information at that one especially, and uh, the, the the weird footage from the back of the the, the, the ship. That's that's this is all new to me. I mean, literally yeah. new to me. Over the last few days, I've gone, what? That's weird. And then you tell me about the flight director quitting, and I'm like, what? There's, there's a lot of oddness to it. Yeah, so my ball, my balls hurt, and my inner thighs chafe. Yeah. yeah, because I'm straddling the fence. Yeah, so hard. Well, I'm off the fence on the on the fact that uh, there's okay. something. And I, and I, something nefarious is going on. Yeah, and, and I think maybe uh, that you know, if astronauts remain quiet, or they drink, or they're depressed, because well, you see what I did one day. Yeah, I went to the fucking moon. Everything baby. else Everything is boring. Everything after that yeah. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I look at my own wife. It's you're here. Yeah. You're always here. So I'm depressed and I drink and I'm quiet yeah. because I, I did something so awesome that you can't get your fucking head around it, man. He's like a blowjob's great from Cindy Crawford, but unless she's doing it on the moon, it ain't, it ain't useful for me. <laughs> this is it, you know. And then, and then, uh, by the way, Cindy's never going to suck your dick on the moon again. <laughs> oh, hit the bottle! Yeah. Fly that plane into the side of a mountain. Crash that boulder bike. Fuck, oh, everything else is boring. So that's it, guys. That's the moon landing. It was indeed. It was. It was. Yeah. Or was, was it? it? It was, yeah. Boom. You it was, it. though. It was a bit of Best friend. Of some sort. It was, uh, uh, it, was a, it was a long one, but we got there. And there's a lot of stuff about it. This is one of the uh, conspiracy tent poles. This is this one is, of our, yeah. the, the pillars. This is that, the one your dad told you about. Yeah. This is where your dad went. Did you ever hear conspiracies? This is right up there. JFK yeah. and all that crack. Yeah. So, I mean, if anything in this uh, show has alarmed you or made you start to... Uh, Questioning your own reality, or indeed, if we said anything wrong and you'd like to correct us, you can contact Do us. Indeed, yeah, we know there's a lot to this. This mm-hmm. is a deep, deep um, hole. This one, we, we're, we're loving all the communication you guys are giving uh, yeah. through Facebook, uh, uh, Ty West, Odd Real Radio, and uh, Mike Richardson, and all these guys. They're still, they're still connected all the time, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, we really appreciate it. Forward slash those conspiracy guys on Facebook, and we'd like to hear what you think about the moon landing. Is it real? Is it not? Where do you land mm-hmm. on the landing? And um, if you don't like Facebook, I mean, go to the website www.thoseconspiracyguys.com, leave us a message yeah, there. Yeah, you can leave your, send your us an email, email and, and we can communicate privately if you don't like everybody reading what you're, what you're typing. Thoseconspiracyguys at gmail.com. And also, you can get us on Twitter and, and we do reply. Yeah. We're, we're quite active oh, on, the, on the tweet box. You're quite active, Gordon. I don't, at, I don't, I've never well, used Twitter once in my entire life. I say so. we, like the Royal We. Yeah, you, you talk to anybody on Twitter, it's Gordon, it's not me. It's at T Conspiracy Guys, so you can get on to us. And uh, we'd like to thank Emmett for joining us. Uh, yeah. This was I one of his pet, yeah. pet subjects and something that we talked about. A hell of a debut. I really I, talked I, about I, it on I the really street. And he's like, I love the moon, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. Like, I don't, yeah. When I go outside, that's the first thing I'm going to look at. Now I'm going to look, look at go, hmm. I think hmm. we're going to. For a couple of months, I think I'm going to look at and record. And we're all going to stand out in the, in, in the front and we're going to have a, a good old stare at the moon. A good yeah. old stare at the moon. Like, Join us, everybody. Listener, if it's nighttime, hopefully, or if it's the right time of the day, you might see the moon outside please the third world as soon as you finish yeah as soon as you finish this get up go outside crane your neck look up at the moon and shout I'm mad as hell <laughs> I'm That's not going to listen to that anymore <laughs> some Jimmy Stewart action just with a troll oh do you want the moon Mary do you want the moon <laughs> I'll throw a lasso around it I'll pull it right down right down for you
So uh, thanks for look out your rear window at the moon. And Emmett is pulling it down for you right into your pocket. Listen, lads, I honestly got it's an absolute pleasure to be thanks here. For like me. I said, I, I, I listened to the show and now I'm on it. I'm like, yes, yeah. that's so <laughs> cool, yeah. man. Yeah, you can listen to yourself yeah. forever. Right? I know. He collected enough cornflakes boxes and here he is. It could yeah. be you, folks. It could that's be you. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, all it leaves to do is say goodbye. Uh, I've been Gordon. I've been Paul. I've been Emmett. And uh, thanks again, Emmett. And we'll see, see you next time on those conspiracy guys. We will. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. To the moon, Alice.